0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this glorious Trenches Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. This program starts now. Football! football. is what we're talking about all day, uh, and it is going to be a glorious thing, but it's not just football today. There's stories coming out of all the sports worlds that we're going to have to dive in as we look ahead to week 13 of the NFL season, as we look ahead to the championship weekend for college football, Woo. there's great things on the horizon, and today is going Going to be an absolute blast. College football playoff rankings, the new ones came out last night, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN uh, with Reese and every human that covers college football except for me and uh, (laughs) Desmond Howard, pretty much seemingly at ESPN. It's a great show. I love watching it. Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State are the first four in right now before or as we head in the championship weekend. And then the one-loss teams battle it out from there all the way down to Kansas State, cracking in to the top 25 and Liberty at 24. Congrats to them. Hell yeah. We'll talk to the general Bob Carpenter at about 2:05 to see where his ranking looks versus the CFP's ranking. He had Ohio State at number one since week zero That's of right. this uh, particular college football season. They lose to Michigan in the way that they do. How will that look for the general's rankings? We shall see. Uh, we have Mike Elko joining us today. Let's go, okay. Yeah, new head coach of Texas A&M. Saw him with arms like this in a press. Are all? we are wrong with? It looked like they're all the way in down there. He's formerly a defensive coordinator at Texas A&M, so he knows the lay of the land. Big brain guy, went to an Ivy League school, I believe Penn, played safety there, has been incredibly successful everywhere he goes. His latest stint at Duke brought them some national prominence for a football standpoint. I think if he has the back. The backing of a you know, a school that will pay $77 million for a coach to leave yeah. to potentially pay some NIL guys. I'll be excited to see what Elko does down there. And JJ Hi. will join us in about an hour and nine minutes. Not just them, though. It's obviously the toxic table at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. You are wearing a sloth on your shirt yesterday. You said it was a meerkat.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I realized that about half of the show yesterday because I don't remember ordering a meerkat. I actually don't really know what a meerkat is. Uh, but, yeah, that's just classic sloth. I, I should have known that the sloth had such a uh interesting face you could say
0: i i appreciate and love every elephant shirt that you wear in here because the elephant is my favorite animal at this standpoint
1: yeah it's a good one this is a good one this is the first time i've worn this one i only have two elephant shirts try and save them you
0: have what uh i was told via Mm -hmm. text message that there's 15 new shirts coming right down the pipe.
1: Look, I got I got a couple that I don't even know when I want to wear them because they're so oh, they're nice. Oh, big guys. Yeah, they are so nice. There are a couple in there that have definitely rose to the top three power rankings. If, if college football playoff release their rankings, there be four new teams up there because of the shirts that just came through the wire. Some light blues, a lot of colors, uh, some dark blues. Zito actually found a shirt for me as well. Perfect eagle shirt. You know, probably would have been nice to have on Sunday, but I also had a Sunday Eagles shirt on and completely forgot about it.
0: Well, the elephant's going to be good anytime. I can't wait for Super Bowl Radio Row whenever we're out yeah. there. Yeah. What you're going to be wearing on those days, mm-hmm. make sure you bring it. And your toxic table compadre here has a big one this Saturday. Oh, yeah. As the number 16th-ranked Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Michigan Wolverines in the Big Ten Championship. Yesterday, you gave a final score prediction of 14-10. The Iowa Hawkeyes beat the Michigan Wolverines. We will do that every single day. Not at this exact point. Just get a little temperature check on how you're feeling about the game and any news or insight that you're learning about. How'd you wake up this morning knowing that the Iowa Hawkeyes are playing in the Big Ten Championship this weekend?
2: Unbelievable, per usual. You know, I mean... once again, we kind of talked about this yesterday. You wake up at this time of the year, and it's really dark out, and it's very easy to be like, you know what? Today sucks. Today sucks. I want to get back in bed. It's cold as shit. Nothing's going my way. But I said, huh. was that I hear outside? I heard a hawk squawking. No way. Not, not even kidding. Heard a hawk squawking outside my window. I said, Wow, that's a good sign. That's a good omen for this. I didn't hear day. any
0: Wolverines. Did you hear a Wolverine doing anything? Yeah, funny enough, I did. I haven't heard a single Wolverine
2: one time outside mm, my house. I've never even seen a Wolverine. So, you know, I mean, you take that whichever way you want. But, but yeah, I'd say the, uh, the omen, the temperature check, very high. It, it may have said, you know, 22 degrees outside. I woke up feeling like it was 95 and sunny. Oh. I mean, it just – and then you look – you look at—I mean—that that thing doesn't exist. That's not a real animal.
0: That's a Wolverine.
2: That's not real. real That's a Wolverine.
0: Yeah. I do believe a hawk—the hawks that I've seen—and I think maybe a hawk that you heard squawk this morning would come down, pick that some bitch up, and fly off with it. Yeah, or rip it Whoa. too. Rip yep. it too. I'm oh, yeah. telling you, these yeah. hawks yeah. and these eagles <laughs> flying around—oh they, yeah—they're humans in the sky. They are, and they're—they're they're menaces. Yeah, they are. They will—they will grab—they will, grab, will grab something, and they'll just like throw it off a wall.
2: Oh yeah, dogs. Walls.
0: Like they will throw. They'll do it to dogs. I, they will take people's pets. Why would you say that? Because it pets. happens. You don't need to do that. But I've Small there's the side of my house happens to be uh, near a lake. I do well, thank you. <laughs> uh, so they these hawks though they'll grab these fish, big, nice nice, Oh yeah, big fish. Right, okay? mm-hmm. big ones. They'll and they'll just throw it off the side of my house and then they'll watch it fall and then they'll go pick it up. And they'll throw it off. The, like, they're smart. They're, like, sophisticated. It's like, enough. all right, well, how do we kill this fish? Well, just take it out of the water. Yeah, but we need to do this quicker. Uh, throw it off a damn wall. They just they start chucking it, it off the side yeah. of my house. Have to get the side of the house cleaned three times a week during the summer Ugh. because of what these birds are doing to these fish. I'm telling you, these hawks, I don't know about the dumb one he heard this morning squawking. Oh, no. Maybe keep it down. Ty's trying to sleep. But the hawks are the real deal. I don't know what that wolverine could do right
3: there. Did you see what that wolverine did to Eddie George?
2: You haven't seen the commercial?
0: In the Heisman
1: commercial, I oh, yeah. have. I, I, I have. Seen it that. is it is pretty violent. The Eddie's 265, two sixty five, two seventy. I
2: think Eddie might be putting on for the camera. I think if he wanted to, Eddie could rip that Wolverine's head off. You know, throw it on the grill and You're saying Eddie's
0: Fouguet's in that commercial? No, or?
2: I'm just saying Eddie gets it. You know, Heisman House commercial, he's gotta play the part. He's gotta
1: How do how do we feel about those Heisman House commercials? I like more Tim Tebow. Yeah. more, more RG three working out in front, and talking to himself. Also,
2: more Kyler, like that.
1: Yep, more more a little bit more Kyler,
0: maybe Where's a little Cam? more Bake,
1: huh? Where's Cam? Yeah, was Cam turning those down? Got to be it
0: big personality. Be. I
2: mean, Manzel. Did
0: Holy he hell! Big? Eddie yeah. George got his ass beat by Wolverine. I take back mm. everything I said about those little baby ass hawks beating up birds. No,
2: no, no, no. We both know. I mean, a lot of people hunt for for fun. You know, like, hey, it's fun. Let's go out and. Sit out in a, a field all day for eighteen hours and drink a bunch of bush lights and sit in a tree stand and maybe come back and not even see anything. Not hawks hunt to kill, okay? They're not out there trying to have fun. Hey, me and my buddies, you're gonna go fly around and throw some fish off. We're hunting to kill, okay? We're hunting to stay alive.
0: Yeah, it's not a good time when you are throwing that fish off the side of my house. Exactly. They're not. But, they're not laughing and squawking. No, no, no. That's just. That's a necessity. Survival. Big-time championship weekend this weekend. Huge. Oh, you guys are ranked 16th. What if you get a big-time win over Michigan? Nobody thinks it can happen.
2: Nobody thinks it can happen. And I'm trying not to go to this place, but part of me is thinking, hey, this team beat Minnesota. Like, they did. I mean, that, that was horseshit. They got screwed over. But what if the Hawks are 11-1? and one? Whole, different conversation. Whole yeah. different conversation. Are they top 10? Are they top 10? And then if they somehow do the unthinkable and beat Michigan. They can't do that, right? They, well, everyone's saying it. I don't know. Can they? We'll see. But uh, but if that were to happen, are they in a Florida State situation where nobody wants to let those pesky hawks in? But you might just have to. Nine year
0: NFL vets sitting in once again for one half of the hammer. Done! Cowboys turn digs. Tone. Turn. Tone is alive. Yep. Tone is well ler than he was earlier in the week. That's right. I love that. So that's good. good. Trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Teas and peace to our guy Tone. Obviously, yes. I don't know if he's back ranching or not. The cowboy went back to the ranch. I would or hope what mm-hmm. he's up to. But we certainly miss you, Tone. I wonder what weight Tone's going to be when he comes back. Remember, like, half of them disappeared. Yeah, yeah. 165 maybe. He might be. Yeah, mm-hmm. Might be shorter. This guy might be a GQ model on the way back. We don't know. Yeah. Last time we saw him miss extended days for a sickness, he came back with a cowboy hat on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because he watched Yellowstone. Correct. And he became Kevin Costner. Yes. His gambling record went through the roof. That's whenever Hammer... actually started because he was sent to a COVID cave. You remember whenever we were all doing that? Mm -hmm. When you get COVID and you're isolated from your own family, he he was isolated from his own family. That's whenever he really hit his zenith, sports gambling. He was like just reading through the books, doing that whole thing, watching Yellowstone, gambling, watching Yellowstone. He came back as a cowboy, and we started a sports gambling show daily off of that. What will come from this one? Maybe a modeling career. Perhaps. Have you seen him as of late? Oh, yeah. Oh, the jawline's coming in. Very spelt. Uh, and under that hat, nobody could see it. The hair is Beautiful, yeah, Blooming. Yeah. It is really coming into its own out there. I'm excited to see this next tone that comes up. We miss you, Tony. Miss, miss you, Tony. Tony. It's been awesome to have you sitting over there, d But to be honest with you. I've enjoyed it a lot. It's been good. It's been fun. High it, it, chair it, it, over there? You look down on some people?
3: Oh, uh, it's good. Only... But the best part about here is uh, I don't have to worry about my uh, penis being exposed when so I sit there and shot.
1: Good Lord, Darius! <laughs> it is Wednesday. Joining Friday? us now is I don't, I don't need in, to. Uh, I don't need to worry about that either. In the seat, in, uh, for an
0: exposed reasons. area, I guess. I did not know that yeah. was. you yeah, yeah, I work heard. on that, I guess. Jeez,
3: that's all I mentioned. What are you, why are you sitting like that? You haven't sat like that ever. <laughs> yeah. What is your problem? Can, Ladies and gentlemen, in
0: Coach in, coach in Trenches, 12 year NFL lineman, coach, Super Bowl champion, sitting in an incredible, unprofessional position. Showing off his trenches. Hell? A.Q. Shipley.
4: A.Q.
1: I don't see it. Well, I mean, you know. Why? Why? Why does it? It's a little different with Darius. Yeah, well, why you. is that? I think it's... You know why! I do,
0: I do. We all know why. Let's move along. Uh, The college football playoff conversation, though, is a real one. If Iowa was to pull that off, 23.5-point dogs (laughs) in Indianapolis... Boy, that would throw the Selection Sunday into quite a tizzy. Yeah, What does that mean for everything else? Who knows? Louisville, FSU down there, lower right corner of the ACC championship. All eyes are on that one. There's a lot of people around the country pulling for Braum. Oh, (laughs) yeah. A lot of people around the country. And you know what? I've actually come the complete opposite way. Yeah. Put Florida State in there. Get him there. in there. Wow. Get him in there. <laughs> okay. You know what? Why not? Because this is how it's been through the entire college football playoff. So it's the last year, having to pick four teams, which is dumb to begin with. And yeah, we got Power 5 conferences, only four spots, so not even every champion can make it in. So I was just stupid from the beginning. We were not a part of college football whenever that decision was made. So we would like to point out how dumb that was. People say putting me on game day was dumb. I agree. They made a four-team playoff with Power 5. That was dumb as well. Dumb decisions have been made for a long time. I'm here in college football, and I think if you hear Herbie talk, Kirk Herbstreit has to call these games. Oh yeah, doesn't have to. Gets to. He knows that he gets to call it. We saw his ass in a booth this past weekend. He loves it. Oh, yes. That dude is a little kid whenever it comes to football, but he's at all these games, experiencing all these games. His happiness in life is affected by these decisions that are being made by College Football Committee. Once again, he's lucky to do that. But you hear him go, are we talking deserving or best? Because I'm sick of being told that it's the best teams when it's clearly just the most deserving teams. And if it's going to be just the most deserving teams, just tell us that instead of saying, we're looking for the four best teams because that's not how it goes. And anytime you go against deserving versus best. Deserving. ACC champion who goes undefeated. That's a Power 5 conference. National champion just a couple of years ago came out of that uh, conference. You don't think they deserve to be in a college football playoff? You're crazy! Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And anybody can kind of grandstand on that and sit on that. But I think what the conversation was when they moved away from the BCS was we want the best teams in there. Yes. Not just necessarily the teams. We want the best teams. We want to be able to find out who the best teams are. You have to play yourself into a group or a pool and once we get into the pool, who who are the best teams that are in there? And Herb said, just tell the truth then. Yeah. Just, just tell the truth then. If it's the most deserving, say it. If it's supposed to be the best, though, we need to have a little bit more conversation. I think that's kind of where Herbie has lived in the Florida State team. They, people do not think they're the best.
4: No, they not at do
0: all. not think they're the best. And if you go through their schedule, it's not their fault that the teams that they beat weren't good at football. They scheduled LSU as their first game. They were not scared in the beginning of their season when most people are playing nobodies to take on an SEC powerhouse in LSU, especially with Brian Kelly with a couple years with his family Mm -hmm. down there. They're all the way bought in and built in. So it's not their fault. But you go through their resume, not a lot of good wins in there. No. Okay, not a lot of good wins in there. But then you start looking at the other teams that are maybe getting promoted to be ahead of them, like if Oregon beats Washington on Friday. Oregon doesn't have a lot of good ones either. No, Mm-mm. You know, you go through Oregon's schedule, and I did that this morning for the first time uh, in like two, three weeks. Here's the teams that they beat. Okay, here are the teams that Oregon has beat. Portland State, this
1: uh, is a big one. Big one. Yeah, in Portland. 81-7.
0: Okay. They Bergworn. beat them. They started really hot. Yeah. Close. You yeah. know what I mean? They started really hot. Once again, I like the Oregon football team. Yes. I am a big fan of the Oregon football team. I like Dan Lanning. I love that Bo Nix came back to do exactly what he's doing right now. I appreciate everything they got. But whenever you start talking about resumes, it's like, well, what, well which one do we? Then it's got to go to eye test then, I guess. Portland State. Texas Tech, 38-30. That was a dogfight. Hawaii, they beat 55-10. Uh, Colorado. 42-6, we all remember when Dan Lanning said, This game ain't played in Hollywood. Mm-mm. It's played on turf. Mm-hmm. And then they released that, and then all of a sudden public ass beating. Yeah. So it was almost like a call your shot type game. Babe Ruth type situation for Dan Lanning and I appreciate that he did it. I don't think at the time a lot of people were necessarily as receptive to the move, but they beat Colorado. Then they beat Stanford 42-6. to Then they lose to Washington in Washington. An incredible game and obviously everybody remembers the fourth down in which they go for it and then Penix and Adunze do what they've done to everybody pretty much and they come back and win that thing. And then Washington State is one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Beginning of the year, Washington State had a Great story. Had good stuff going. Then they rattle off five straight losses. I'm just telling you the facts. That's yep. all I'm saying just right now. How many straight? Five straight. Oh. Gump. Gump. They, a, they
5: were hot start to the season. Yep. I wonder what changed after they won those games at the start.
0: Well, it did seem like there's a lot of negativity from both sides. They we're happy. We're, hey, let's, go Wazoo. Yep. let's go, Wazoo. QB is transferring, probably. Uh, Cam Ward, they're going to get a couple of million bucks, I guess, to go mm-hmm. somewhere else. Why don't you come to West Virginia, pal? Utah, uh, that's a big time win. In Utah. At the time. That's a big time win at the time. Now, Utah is no longer ranked. Yep. So it mm-hmm. is, at the time, going to be judging. Cal, K, USC, K, Arizona State, K. Then he beat the hell out of Oregon State. That's a massive win. Yeah. So whenever you start comparing, like who has the most amount of wins and like good wins, it's tough to kind of dive into it all. So then it all goes to eye test. So then you're expecting a group of people to agree on four teams to look the best. I have no idea how this has been, where we are, but I cannot wait to give my takes on Saturday. Because I guess, you know, selection committee meets on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a chance they're going to be watching game day. I'm going to have some thoughts Here on who go. passed this eye test, mm-hmm. these eye tests. And I don't think a lot of people are going to be happy about it. But the Florida State people, they're going to be the loudest if this entire thing happens. You know who has no chance of making it? Who's, Who's
6: that?
1: that? Penn State. No chance. Oh yeah, you're right. No you know, chance. You know what the good news is though.
6: What's that, pal? Top ten. Top ten and I mean, a dominant win over Michigan State, Foxy. Dominant win. That
0: means nothing, AQ. This okay. is the worst okay. Michigan State team I've ever okay. seen in my entire
1: lifetime. But it is
0: it is very fascinating how the last year of this college football playoff is going to be the loudest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then next year's 12 teams, and they put out what the 12 team would look like. Oh, It's awesome. Yeah, it's So good. It is awesome. But remember, next year when it's 12 teams, we're going to be pumped for, like, one year, and then, like – Two, three years from now, we're going to be like, they can't even get to 12 teams, right? Yeah. It's just like a (laughs) never ending chase in pursuit of perfection. But if this was next year, shout out to Ross Dellinger for doing this. If this was, I think he's Sports Illustrated.
2: He might be. They're in. He might be. They're in. Is
0: he in? Is he? I think. He's Ian Rappaport's friend, right? Yes. Yeah, they're boys.
1: How do they know each other? They uh, when Rapsheet was at Mississippi State uh, reporting on that team early in his career, that's where they met, hung out, and in Rapsheet's phone, Dellinger's wife is under the contact sex. That's what he told us. What?
7: All true. That's accurate. That all true. true. No
1: true. hyperbole. That is exactly what was told. I did not expect
0: that. I apologize. No, actually, I think it was all talked about on the show. It on the, was. the show. So it congrats was. To all parties here. Right. Good nice job. And Ross does not work for Sports Illustrated. He's a real human.
4: <laughs> oh! Oh! We watch
0: Yahoo Sports. Yahoo Sports. Yahoo, Yahoo, Sports okay. Yahoo Sports. That's a real place. You know yeah, it is. They're actually having a resurgence. I think they're hiring people. Okay. Which Chuck, is all,
1: real people. Let's go. Chuck oh. Robinson's still there? J- yes. Still there. He's uh, one of the
0: pillars yeah, of that place.
1: Yahoo tatted on his chest Gump.
0: I think Yahoo got one of the former ESPN guys that was either in digital or social is now running Yahoo Sports. I okay. think they're trying to make like a
1: uh oh a resurgence. little bit of a run, I
0: think. Fitzworks over there.
1: Really? Yeah. The uh, Oh. oh. Uh, Who's that? Fiddle, Band Vi- Perry. Yeah, uh, uh, Oh, Fid- Jason. Jason.
0: Fiddler,
3: right? Yes. Jason Fitz? Fiddler yeah. on the
0: roof. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about?
3: Yeah. This guy. Jason Fitz, Formula ESPN. Yeah. Uh, there he Yes. Is. Yes. Yeah. yes.
0: He is at Yahoo as well with Ross. De- Anyways, big thanks to Ross Dellinger of Yahoo Sports mm-hmm. for putting this thing out there. It would be sick yeah. if this was next year in Penn State, Texas. What a game that would be. Oh, yeah. That would be a fantastic one. Just to kind yeah. of get this entire thing off. Also home games for all these people. So cool. So the first round would be home games. So we get another mm. chance to experience, you know, college football's atmospheres. And then whenever you go into the bigger bowls now, it's kind of building up these bowl games as well mm-hmm. back in there. And they're kind of rotating them, I think, through. And then we have semis and national championship. It's like we're one year away from that. And I know that means nothing to all the teams that are going to fe- seemingly get screwed this year but just know that the future of college football is very bright very awesome and i think very electrifying
1: do you think that we are also looking at more possible problems because just looking at this right here right let's say bama loses to georgia is that going to be a conversation now they move you know an eight seed or a nine seed out of the top 12 because they lose their conference championship and tulane is still in because they're the power six group of six champion or whatever
0: highest ranked group of six champion
1: yeah yep it's gonna be a real thing. Yeah, it's gonna be muddy at, at point. Especially Even because Ol- there's no
0: longer a power five.
1: Yeah, true. And, right. And they would get in or they wouldn't get in, but Ole Miss would. And they beat Ole Miss. But because they lose to Georgia, they don't get in the top twelve. Yeah, so
0: I hope they actually are getting into that right now because we're about a year away from it. Mm-hmm. But all I know is selection Sunday. I think there's a four hour show on ESPN. Hell yeah! Yeah, I've heard about this show Mm -hmm. from every person that's part of it. Pretty much being like, "You joining us? You joining us Sunday? (laughs) Huh? Got a good four hours. So, like, so we're talking about it all, all the bowl games. Okay. I'm like, I wasn't. I haven't been asked. I haven't been asked. Well, consider this an invitation. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Thank you, Kirk. (laughs) Oh, Reese. Thank you. Uh, I don't think that's what anybody wants. We want it. No, oh, no, sure, no, thank you. Four hours they're talking on Sunday. It's a long time. That's a lot of talking.
2: That makes sense. Hour for each team that gets in. You know, break down everything about them and and kind of you know what to expect moving forward. I think they're breaking down every bowl. Oh, points Bowl? And I, I think
0: every single one. Duke Mayo. Okay. I I don't know. It's it's on an NFL Sunday as well, which is wild to think about i told them boys i'll be keeping up i'll be watching the clips i'll be yeah. doing the whole mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. but yeah i think they break down every bowl that happens mm, it's so, awesome gotta have a take a lot of bowls on. all right let's move to some nfl conversation here uh in this glorious trenches wednesday uh houston texans obviously playing much better football than any of us could have imagined with a rookie quarterback number two overall pick who david tepper owner of the number one overall pick said we're supposed to get yeah we we're supposed to have number two overall pick, and we we're supposed to have C.J. Stroud. Love Bryce Young.? Okay, We all thought he was, but we weren't supposed to go to one ever. We were supposed to be at number two this whole time. We we're supposed to get C.J. Stroud. We need more David Tepper, by the way. Mm-hmm. I want to let everybody know that we feel the owner of the Carolina Panthers speaking is good for sports media. This is what he had to say about the whole situation on draft night and where the Panthers were.
8: Um, no, it's been reported, and we talked about it. Originally, we were going to go to the number two pick, and, and uh, we thought we'd get CJ because we thought the Texans were going to pick Bryce. And listen, we preferred Bryce. He was our number one pick. We had okay. a lot of conviction. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, you know, in answer to your questions, it's just not the way the process was done. The process was done the way the process was done. Of course. Sure. And again, even though if there was a process with five people in a room and, four, and the way the votes came in, it was Frank was the first choice. I always could veto that choice. And even if it was Bryce and the votes came in unanimously in this particular case, I could have vetoed that choice. In both cases, I supported both choices, okay? Okay? I'm just gonna say that I supported both choices. I supported the coaches, I supported the scouts, their unanimous opinion, um, and I supported uh, Frank Reich. So um, whatever's good, bad, or indifferent is ultimately because the buck stops here and I, I like take that. full responsibility for everything. Go back but that's the way quotes. the process right. runs. Go to and just quotes. one last thing, and then we'll, we're, we're going to go here. As far as Bryce Young is concerned, I cannot say this, you know, for myself, and I think everybody in this building would share this sentiment, we are totally confident in that pick. Okay, I think the people mm-hmm. that made that pick first, it. Um, you know, would be totally confident in that. Um, you know, some of them you could ask. Okay. Okay. Um, and I think the um, – and, and for me, I'm totally confident in agreeing with that pick.
4: Okay. Oh.
0: All right, thank you. Thank you, David tapper Thank you, yeah. Dave. He just wanted to let his people know there was a time we were supposed to have CJ. You were watching what's going on, so am I. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm seeing what's happening. I thought that's where we were going to be. Instead, it's on how the deal goes. And we end up giving away seven picks and our number one wide receiver Ooh. in this entire thing to go up to number one to get Bryce Young. And let me reiterate – Fully confident in Bryce Young, Mm -hmm. but we didn't think we had a chance to go get him until we had to go get him. But C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback down in Houston, rookie head coach D'Amico Ryans, what's he Mm going to do? Well, they've been dominant. They've been awesome. They lose the Jacksonville Jaguars this past weekend, but I think they've outplayed any projections or predictions that anybody could have had for the dumpster fire that was the Texans organization about 12 to 15 months ago, if you recall everything that was cooking there. Now, big time blow here. And AQ, it's great that you're here. Titus Howard, Texan stud right tackle, out for the year. What does this mean, AQ Shipley? This guy is a stud. He is a stallion. And the Houston Texans at the beginning of the year had a banged-up offensive line right, but they've been protecting C.J. well. Losing Titus, what's that mean, AQ?
6: It's a huge blow. They were a mess at the beginning of the year. They had a lot of guys out, and they finally got healthy over the last couple weeks. They finally got everybody back. This guy is a stud. He's an absolute stud. I mean, they have their two bookends with, with him and Tunsil, and they were Oh, CJ was looking so good. The Texans were looking so good. Huge blow. Who knows where they go from here, but I mean, one we've talked about it. One guy makes a huge difference on the offense. Yeah, line.
0: because if you don't have the right guy that fills in there, you're looking for the synergy. And if you got to bring another guy, it's like a potential revolving door on who's the guy there.
6: Yeah, and if, even if he's just a little bit off, now we got to get chip help and what's chip help do? Now you get one less guy out in the routes and you know, it could affect the entire offense.
0: Yeah, and losing an offensive lineman, no fun, especially when your quarterback's an absolute stallion. So, Titus, today's a peace, pal. Good,
1: good, luck, Titus. good luck,
0: Titus. You know what CJ will do? What's that? Not even blink. Nope. This dude's unbelievable. So good. Oh. Uh, now, I'm seeing Jalen Hurts. Um, I didn't know he's a sex symbol.
1: Oh, yeah, he big is. time. People good are luck.
0: saying Jalen Hurts is a sex symbol. Yeah. That's what, I did not know that until a video of him at the Sixers game hit the Internet <laughs> where it was seen by a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And the women that were, quote, tweeting Oof. the tweet were like, they were thirsty. Oh, yeah. There were some <laughs> thirsty tweets going out about Jalen Hurts. And as I'm reading them, I'm like, good for you, Jalen. Wow. Well. Okay, good for you, Jalen. And then there were some other quote tweets from dudes. A lot of hating assholes. Yeah, you know? they don't a like of, him. A lot of haters of Jalen Hurts. I did not know that was the case just because he's too perfect is what people were
1: saying. Now. I had no idea. I had no idea. I thought Jalen Hurts was kind of like the epitome of what people want in a human being. And yes, he's a stub, but also just the way he carries himself. We see him on the sideline, doesn't blink, doesn't react to anything. But boy... A lot of people are pretty pissed that, you know, hey, I kind of look like Jalen Hurts and people thought I was good looking, but then once Jalen Hurts came around, now everyone says I look like an ugly Jalen Hurts. (laughs) There's a lot of that, and there's a lot of those type of comments that, like, I'm a poor man's Jalen Hurts. This guy ruined my life. It's a bummer, but, yeah, people don't like him on, you know, the male side of the Twitter. Yeah, it's just
0: because, you know, hate and envy and things like that. And I would like to say, Jalen, congrats on getting to this point where, you know seemingly every lady would do whatever mm-hmm. if she could a uh, single lady on x on yes. x on it uh, that I saw yes, it was only a few million people yeah. that responded to this, yeah, just so that's a pretty good focus group that you can kind of judge. I did not know people were just you know like that, and then the dudes saying what the dudes are saying, yeah. It's a whole nother story that I didn't even add a Wrinkle. Like, oh, he's good at football. Yeah. Oh, he's super strong. Yeah. Oh, he's the richest guy in the league. <laughs> oh, he doesn't lose at all. Oh, and he's incredibly handsome. Like, that that's just all the pieces yeah. of why he's hated. But Jalen Hurts is always like this. Yep. Feels like CJ's the exact same yeah. way. They lose a tackle. This rookie is seemingly never, ever blinked. I love the way he plays football. Houston's still in a great
3: spot. Still in a great spot, as long as you got CJ there. And obviously, offensive line's important. Uh, we, we saw how different... Uh, uh, the San Fran overline was when Trent Williams was out. You know, good thing they still have Laramie Tunstall. Who who's right in that conversation with Trent. In my opinion, I know a no doubt his uh, opinion matters more. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that would be all right for sure. CJ's a dog, dude, dog, yeah, dog. Did we? Did
0: we know Jalen was a sex symbol? I don't think I was paying attention enough.
3: Did you know I, that? I, I knew it. I knew it. I see. I saw it in the uh, see, you know X. It was started on been, Instagram. It's been like there for for a while. Probably, I would say probably coming into this year, he he has some. GQ stuff shoots had uh I think you signed the Jordan deal obviously um, incredible success on the field and became the highest paid player. Hulu.
0: Oh, and then he also has the full female management team.
3: Yep, yep. I
0: remember oh, that. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that was yeah. yeah I remember yep, the full yep, female absolutely. management team. Like this guy is this is God's
1: gift. Yep. Okay, yep. it's all all right. Oh, yeah. Good for Jalen, dude. Great for great him. for him. Winning. Yeah, tough tough for him on, on X. It, it is some of my favorite internet. It really has been since football season started. No, but X doesn't matter. Remember? Yeah. Well, no, X is a terrible oh. place that you should never go on even though it is the most... It runs the internet. Yes, it ru- X runs the internet. It's the greatest platform.
0: You, you know why people are paying $46 billion to buy X? Because it runs the internet. It runs the narrative. Yes. On the, that's just how it is. I Now, there's decisions that have been made by people at the top of that place yeah. to quote tweet things that should not be out there. Yeah, using tough words. We agree. Mm-hmm. That is not good. But also... X runs the narratives on the air. It's just how it is. It's how it always will be. It's so damn important, and everything. And the Jalen narrative, I would like it to change. I would yes. like people to be happy that we have Jalen Hurts right. and that there's somebody out there that is as handsome as he is and as successful, hardworking, humble, wow. seemingly great teammate. Wow. We need to keep that guy in good graces as opposed to just absolutely killing him. Some of the some of the <laughs> tweets I saw were some of the best crafted hate tweets yeah. that I've seen in a long time. D1 hater.
1: You just got a new D1 hater. Congratulations (laughs) to
0: you, pal. I I love everything about it. Let's talk a little bit about Tyreek Hill, shall we, down there in Miami. I watched the first episode of Hard Knocks in-season Miami Dolphins from last week, last night. Mm -hmm. Now, episode two debuted last night, and I think it was documenting Jalen Phillips' Achilles tear. Gumpy, big-time Dolphins fans following along.
5: Yeah, the whole thing was basically Jalen Phillips tearing his Achilles, and then... Uh, A lot of Jalen Ramsey, too. Actually, hearing him talk a lot was very cool.
0: Okay, sweet. He was also in the first one because he gets two picks, obviously, in the game that they're covering against the Raiders. And Jalen does his thing, gets game ball, that whole thing. But whenever you listen and watch how that team operates from that Hard Knocks episode, episode one, it's like they got a tight group down there. And I don't know who this Campanile guy is, uh, this New York Italian seemingly defensive coach. He gave a speech that could have ended four to five different times, and it just kept getting better and better, talking about his family and a burglar or somebody taking his family, and that's the type of pursuit that we need to have if somebody's stealing it, and then we're going to kick their ass. Nobody talks to my kids that way. Nobody takes our family, and you see – I'm laughing my ass off while I'm watching it, hoping this guy lose his mind. And then they show Tyreek like, yo, Mm -hmm. like laughing at him. And the closeness of that group is an incredible thing. McDaniel's leadership is something I've never seen before. The way he talks, the way he acts, the way he does anything. I would assume most people, if you were to ask 10 years ago, showed a video of McDaniel. Is this guy a good NFL coach? A lot of people would say, nobody takes that guy serious. Everybody does. This dude's brilliant out there, legitimately McDaniel. I know you're a massive fan of what he does. He's going to be on In the Trenches later, I believe. Absolutely. But what do you see from the Miami Dolphins team and from McDaniel that maybe says this is different than anywhere else?
6: Yeah, the one thing we talked about this earlier, it's, it, he takes plays that everybody else runs, but he adds a couple things to it. It's like one of those things when you go into these game plan meetings, everybody comes with ideas. They saw something on a college tape. They saw something on a high school tape. They saw something somewhere, and it's like, hey, let's do that. And every coach is like, ah, we can't do that. He does it. He takes things. Why do they say no? Too risky? Yeah, it's too risky, and it takes a ton of practice. It takes a ton, and we, saw, we see it on Hard Knock. We see it all the time with him showing uh, their ability on Wednesday and how much effort and planning goes into it and all that stuff, right? You have to put 10 times the amount of effort to add new wrinkles, to add new plays, to add new little things, and you'll see it later on in the trenches. It's, he does what everybody else does. It's one play, but you just switch the assignments to two guys. And it makes a whole different play.
0: And the motion that they have is just something that nobody's done before. The timing of their motion, and it's all very obvious that they have to practice it. And on hard knocks, McDano actually chatted with Tua because I guess at the beginning of the season, Tua would get very upset on Wednesday if he forgot a motion or if he forgot a little wrinkle to a play that it was. And McDano basically said to him, Hey, you're doing good at controlling your anger whenever you forget something. He said in the at the beginning of the season you'd be upset, but now it's just like one and then you move on. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about how smart Tua has to be. Yeah. All those motions that are happening. Everything. At, at, right before he has to remember the cadence, by the way. Right before he's doing the cadence, he's setting a guy in motion. Normally that's already done way before that. And it's off and running. They are a well-oiled machine. But that machine has so many added pieces that they, I don't think we've ever seen before. You so men-
3: go ahead. You mentioned it yesterday. With, uh, Kyle obviously come from the Shanahan tree. That uh, snap we had with Purdy. Like, that, uh, that motion being right there, right before the snap. Like, Miami does a lot of that. And then you have a weapon like Tyreek, and he's running full speed across. You know, obviously, he's going to be the key of the the coverage on the back end. You got him shifting in motion. That's just an extra headache that not only you have to obviously play against, but even practicing. Like, that's something you try to practice and try to emulate throughout the week, and it's tough.
0: Practices are awesome to watch on Hard Knocks. Here's Tyreek talking about this Miami Dolphins team yesterday on – CBS Sports Galazo uh Destination Miami I believe this is Inter-Miami. Gumpy, what is this? Is this Is a soccer show?
5: CBS Sports Galazzo with Thierry Henry and Micah Richards. He used to play for Man City, I believe. And is
0: that, uh, that's Clint? Yeah. Uh, Clint Dempsey right there? Yeah, he's on that show as well. Okay, let's make sure we're paying respect to Clint Dempsey whenever he's on the Thank set. Thank you. Okay, Gump. Gump. Gump, I know oh, you're from geez. Canada, Jeez. but that's our rapping, goal-scoring, trailblazing doe what? from Texas. Clint exactly. Dempsey. So Tyreek Hill stopped by a soccer show yesterday. He was asked about the team and if they can go on a run. Gives a great answer.
9: Eric, hey
7: do you think you can go all the way
3: all the way to the Super Bowl yeah oh, of course man um, nice we got the we got the perfect team to do it you know the way our head coach prepares us each and every week man um, it's next level and he keeps each and every one of his guys in tune with the game plan and how we keep attention to detail each and every week so it's a beautiful thing to see like the way we practice like the way um we play for one another is is something that I've never seen before in a team. Like, I won a Super Bowl, and I feel like this is probably the the better team than when we won a Super Bowl back when I was on KC. Oh, obviously, man. Wow. So, but all we gotta do though is we gotta come out. Obviously, we gotta practice, we gotta prepare, and we gotta make sure we show up on game day. You feel me? Like, no, I know. It can look good on paper but we obviously got to get it down on Sundays.
0: On Hard Knocks, episode one, Tyreek talked about giving up a lot of things in his life to be fully committed, and he just got married, obviously, mm-hmm. to his fiance. and seems like he's become the perfect leader for them. Yeah. What do you think whenever he says something like that about the Kansas City Chiefs team? He's talking about on paper, or what do you think he's talking about?
3: Uh, I mean, been around the guys practicing, and Andy Reid, everybody knows who he is as a leader, as a coach. Everybody loves, I feel like. All the guys that I know that have played for him, loved playing for him. You hear a lot of that with uh, Mike McDaniel. But uh, Tyreek has been kind of singing these praises since he got there, even talking about Tua. I remember some comments came out, I think, from his podcast saying that he was more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. And all the people obviously, you know, took, like, oh, he's taking shots. That's not true. And then you see Tua go out and have the seasons now back-to-back that he's been having. So you have a quarterback like that, you have weapons, and it's, it's very unconventional. Now, can it go on and win a championship? We'll see. I hope so obviously. But um and Tyreek obviously, you know, buys in he's one of their biggest personalities, their best talents. You get guys back. Losing Phillips is big, but you have other guys that can step up.
0: Yeah, Van Ginkle, right? He's going to have to be the guy that steps up there Gumpy for Jalen Phillips?
5: Yeah, he was at a barbecue at Bradley Chubb's house on Hard Knocks yesterday. Pretty sweet.
0: Oh, yeah? how Was he quiet guy in a corner?
5: He said about 10 words. Him oh, and uh, Electrifying? Oh, yeah. Backwards hat looked awesome. That may be yeah, a with, you know? Hey, Jason a Pierre
6: Paul, too. Jason Pierre Paul just signed yeah. down there.
0: Signed from the Saints practice squad. Did we know that he was on the Saints practice squad? That feels like something we should have talked about because of who Jason Pierre-Paul is. Him getting that in there, who knows what's left on the tires. I hope he goes and kills it. I'm very, very excited for him to get back down to mm-hmm. South Florida. That looked beautiful, by
2: the way. Oh, yeah, God, Lord
0: Would be really a shame, you know, to live in Miami and win a Super Bowl down yeah, there. That'd yeah, that'd stink. I, that would be a real bummer to have to go live down there. Mm. Now, I don't know how people do it. I go down there, immediately go to vacation mode, can't stay focused, can't do anything. Sure, sure. That's why you got to keep me out of those warm weather climates for most of the year because mm-hmm. I will get nothing done. I don't care. You know, just, you know, yeah. Let's go to the beach. Why not have a little cocktail? Yeah. No, nice out. Yeah, why, like you living in Arizona? Dangerous play yeah. if I was to do that, and we all know Tyreek though, incredibly confident guy, hardworking guy. What do you say? He want to be a porn star when he's done it? He did, right. yes,
2: yeah.
3: So loves the line of work. That was before he got married. was before he got married. About three weeks ago. Yeah, I was ago. gonna say
2: it was a couple weeks before he
3: got married. <laughs> so
0: and maybe he was just talking his shit. You know what I mean? Just could have been letting letting people know. It's that, a job. Be, yeah, it's hey, a job. Hey, yeah. a lot of people make a lot of money on it. Yeah. It's crazy what's going on.
1: He could easily be, you know. Porn's next new stud. He could win that award easy at the PAs. What's the PA? PA. Porn Awards. Is that what they're called?
7: AVNs. There, AVNs. there it is. There it is. I knew it had Too seven. quick.
1: Dumb,
6: too Nick. quick
0: in the back back there.
1: You're married too. <laughs> What's going
0: on? Yeah, whoa, Nick, geez. That was
1: unbelievable. A lot of years
7: of research. Yeah. yeah. It's they've in done, Vegas. They've done I don't know how I in know it, that, but yeah, in Nick, Vegas. Nick
1: and AQ are kind of like the uh, Warren Sharp of the porn world. They kind of know, they write a book about it. They're very invested. They know the new things, the new designs that people are using in their offense, if you will.
0: Oh, yeah, he got little wrinkles being added this year at mm-hmm.
1: the AVNs, boys? Hopefully not too many.
7: It's oh. really it's really. Kyle Shanahan back it's really Tone's world. We're kind of disciples underneath the, his empire.
0: Hey, Tone, we miss you. This is the oh. Tone would have shined right he now. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he would've. doesn't
1: come back you, from the, the cave with, uh, with something like that. Knowledge under his belt. <laughs> you
0: almost said something in there. All right, uh, speaking of another quarterback that we absolutely love, and we're not 100% sure if he's going to get in the porn world, I don't think that is anywhere near his future, but maybe another Super Bowl is. Russell Wilson is speaking about the turnaround, about the Denver Broncos this year. But if you recall what he said whenever they were one and three, he's just speaking from the heart and speaking from the book of Russell Wilson. This is Sean Payton. I'm mean, sorry, this is Russell Wilson way back earlier in the year when we were all killing him. Yeah. And this is Russell Wilson now. This guy's never changing for nothing.
5: It's gonna be—it's gonna be a, 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 a you know great season. I still believe. We still believe. We believe. We believe. We're gonna keep believing. So that's oh, what man. we're gonna do. We just believed, and you know, we believed. And when we got that win, you know, it was a tough, tough game. We were struggling the first half, and then we just kind of. Kind of took 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 over and, the, and the, that's when the kind of the belief really started happening. And I think <laughs> the biggest thing is we've played some really great teams, you know. Hell
0: yeah. So this is him calling back from the Book of Russell. If you remember, yeah. whenever we were one and three, mm-hmm. all we needed to do was believe. Mm-hmm. Now what is different? Well we believed is yeah. what we did. They bought in do you believe in the Denver Broncos?
6: I'm a big fan of what they're doing. They've changed the way that they play football up front, especially. I mean they're their offensive line's doing a great job, they're running the ball. They got good schemes. Sean's doing a great job scheming it up right now. Just, so you believe in the Denver Broncos? I like what they're doing. At one and three, did you believe? Nope. See, that's the issue. Hey, you man. know, When
0: Russell yeah. Wilson speaks, we got to listen. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I just learned right there. For sure. Russell Wilson's during this five-game win streak. They're Obviously, have won five since the moment he said we got to believe. 202 total yards per game, eight touchdowns, 71.6 completion percentage, 109.5 rating. Broncos are six and five are in the playoff hunt, and everybody said they were going to be dead. Remember, Sean Payton called out Nathaniel Hackett in the Mm (laughs) offseason. Nathaniel Hackett was head coach for the Broncos for one year. It did not go well. Russell Wilson had his worst year of his career by far. Then they started terribly, and Russell Wilson did not look great, and the offense was not there. And then flashes of old Russ started coming out he got back in the kitchen and started cooking they started running the ball a little bit more they started protecting a little bit better Cortland sutton started making plays looking like ty lockett and all of a sudden we're like wait a minute sean payton is a good coach russell wilson is good at football And that denver broncos defense what it looked like at the beginning of the season when it was giving up 70 to the miami dolphins vastly different looks like what they looked like last year whenever they were a great d d but i ask you do you believe in Russell Wilson and Denver Broncos,
3: yeah, good football team. And Russ has been playing good football all season long, even when they weren't winning. Honestly, his numbers were pretty good. It was defensively, it was it was kind of a shit show over there. And to your point. They turned things around. Number one in turnover margin. Talked about that yesterday. Plus 13 in the last five weeks. Also, uh, number two in the league in points per game during that stretch. 16 points per game. And then number five in the league on third down conversions on defense. once. Why the were game. they
0: so terrible at the beginning? Vance Joseph and them were just speaking two different languages? I mean, they look like nothing like what they were supposed to look
3: like. You know, so, hey, sometimes you just got to get smacked in the mouth. You got to get embarrassed sometimes. And 70 points, that's a generational embarrassment. Yeah. And guys, you know, you got to look. And it, it, they, they've had talented guys over there, obviously, down, but Justin Simmons, uh, Patrick Sertan, best corner in the league probably. McMillan has been done, uh, making plays in the slot since he's been in there. Young guys up front, obviously, you get rid of uh, Gregory. You give those guys an opportunity. It's been a team effort. you got to respect when guys kind of look themselves in the mirror and flip the switch, and they definitely done that on both sides of the ball, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, Vance Joseph. I remember they were talking about – the rumors were flying behind us they're going to get rid of Vance. Yeah. They're going to, get, because he's got too much talent there and they are playing very bad. Remember they were saying, yeah. Rex Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by day, right. hey, I mean, people were like <laughs> telling me, like, right. Hey, Rex Ryan's going to get approached to be the Denver Broncos defense coordinator. And that owner over there, the Waltons, the Walmart family, yep. they got enough money to pay him head coaching money to be a defense coordinator over there. They're just going to want people to win. Now, whole different mm-hmm. ball game. Now it's like, this is Vance's defense. Vance is doing his thing. They're playing great football. Sean Payton's got the offense rolling. Good for Denver, because you're in uh, Patrick Mahomes' division. Yeah, you are. You know, so I'm happy that you're kind of doing this thing. Now, on the defense side of the ball, there was obviously a conversation happening for Defense Player of the Year. Is it going to be TJ? Watt Or is it going to be Miles Garrett who can just take games over? Well, let's listen to what Mike Tomlin had to say, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, about TJ Watt and how he feels about him.
10: T.J. is the best defensive player on the planet.
0: Okay.
3: Right now. Um, and he proves that week in and week out with the plays that he delivers us. Um, I get a bird's eye view of it. I see the lifts that people go through to minimize his impact on the game. I know the type of games that we've been in, close ball games, and you know how that at times minimizes a, a guy that plays his position's ability to impact the game. None of those things Slow down the train that we all knew was
0: coming. Okay, so Mike Tomlin's weighing in. Obviously, Mike Tomlin is a massive piece of TJ Watt's success. I would assume TJ would say that. But then you start thinking, like, ah, oh, Miles Garrett, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. We agree. We love Miles Garrett. Yes. We actually said they should put a statue of Miles Garrett in Canton and say, like, yeah, this exists in the NFL. Mm-hmm. We don't know what your league has. But we know we got one of these. Do you have one of these? Oh, and by the way, windmill dunks. Yeah. Whenever, you know, whatever it needs. This is what a football player can look like and does look like. Welcome to the NFL. We've said that. There's stats coming out now, though. Hey. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big, like, hey, stats mean everything guy. T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, 31-24 whenever it comes to solo tackles. 13 and a half sacks, 13 sacks. three forced fumbles versus four. Ooh, Miles Garrett take the lead there. Fumble recovered. Interceptions, touchdowns, Tackle for loss, Bye. QB hits, Bye. you name it, right? And J.J.'s going to come on here in about 20 minutes and yeah. probably echo a lot of these particular sentiments. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't get chatted about, mostly because the convo about the Pittsburgh Steelers was how goddamn terrible yeah. Matt Canada was as an offensive coordinator. I didn't know those stats were real. I Actually, whenever I saw him, I'm like, can we get another look at this thing? Yeah, make sure it's real. Because whenever I saw Miles Garrett play against Colts, it's like Miles Garrett took that game over. And I know T.J. does the same exact thing, but they didn't have an offense that was anywhere near – not being the conversation
2: of, like, is T.J. able to do it. I like that Mike Tomlin went to bat, and I like that we're seeing these stats. It just seems like when guys are, like, generational talents like T.J. Watt is, like, there's just an expectation that he's supposed to do that every year because I always think about, like, some of the years Rodgers had when he was with the Packers. Like, he'd throw 26 touchdowns and four interceptions, but, no, like, you know, he's nowhere near the MVP conversation because by his standards, like, that wasn't a great year, and and he came on the show and said, "Hey, you know, like down years were for me were career years for another uh, other guys. I feel like it's kind of similar with TJ. Like he just does this stuff year in, year out, and." It's kind of just the expectation. Like, if he doesn't have 15 or more sacks, you, you're almost saying, like, oh, wow, you know, is TJ losing a step? He didn't quite have the year he had last year. And then also, you know, he's had the injuries and stuff like that. But it's like when he plays and when he is healthy, like, he's going to have this kind of year every single year.
0: And they should block the guy, AQ.
6: Yeah, All right, right offensively, you hard. should block
0: the guy. Maybe you should put, put a hand on TJ Watt, potentially, AJ or AQ.
6: Not sure what they're doing there. <laughs> Really, not sure what they're doing there. Well,
0: maybe it was a maybe Browning said, Let him through. No, Sunshine, definitely, oh, yeah, exactly. I yep.
1: try and flip
6: away. Hey, yep. Let him
0: let, let TJ let the ball through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what he said, and Browning just didn't know. You bring up Aaron Rodgers, we got some breaking news hmm. on Aaron Rodgers, the New York Jets. Have opened the practice window wow. for quarterback Aaron Rodgers' return. Whoa. Now that's a 21 day window, I do believe. We've seen it around the NFL already this year with Kyler Murray. I believe Justin Jefferson had his open, and it's, it's one, the next step in returning from IR. And this is all very new in the NFL. It used to be you go in IR, you're done forever. Then yep. there was a couple people that were allowed to come back early. Now it's just kind of this is how it is in the NFL, which is a much better place. We think we all oh, yeah. agree with that, that it is a much better place. That you can come. Back from it. So 21 days to go into a practice. If Aaron Rodgers accomplishes this, and he could have told us this yesterday. Yeah, that would have
1: been sweet. <laughs> could've, could've yeah, that was the, the first <laughs> yeah. thought. He's always
0: been, you know, uh, pretty, eh, bad, maybe. Remember that one week he said, yeah. no real progression. Then he was doing four or five-step dropbacks right. a couple of days right. later. So he's sandbagging us as well as the rest of the world, and Greg Doyle's not happy about no, it. No, You're no, the no, no, star. But this is bananas. And if the Jets are still in it, and he's healthy enough to come back, and he was to play football again this year, it would be a story that people would talk about forever, I think, A.Q. Shipley.
6: That would be the most insane thing. Ever, I mean, I've watched guys get Achilles injuries. They are terrible injuries, and, they, and they they take so much time to recover. And we worried about them the next year. Eleven worried weeks. about the next year,
0: and and we're three months. Eleven weeks. He said tomorrow's 11 weeks from surgery or
6: whatever. I mean, the he, fact that he's going to be on a practice field this week is crazy. No, me. we don't know if he'll be on. He nope. had, he's got three weeks. Oh, they just opened oh. it? And yeah, and okay, numerous yeah.
0: players have gone through these three weeks and not got on the field. Got Justin it. Jefferson, actually, after the window closed, they actually they designated him back yeah. Yeah. going into their bye week just yep. now today. Shout out to the Vikings getting Go. Justin Jefferson back. Huge. He's activated from injured reserve today. So I don't know what the practice window necessarily means. Maybe they just want to be able to test people on the field. You got 21 days to kind of test them. And then they're able to bring them back even if it's not in that window. So
3: They, just, they have to put them back on the roster, all right? Activate them? I don't know. I don't know. Justin
1: Jefferson thing made it seem like...
0: His window closed a few
3: days ago. Yeah. Yeah, but did they put him on and then like just have him inactive? And then now he'll be active this week? Mm. I think you have to... You don't have to make a designation after that 21-day window?
0: I do not know. Honestly, I do not know. Very new. But I will say this. Aaron said yesterday, he said that he hopes that what he's doing will give people more confidence to try the surgery that he did in Mm. the rehab that he did. Mm -hmm. Because I think this is potential. Now – When we start talking about science on this show, people love it. Oh, yeah. They take. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Modern Medicine. Okay, I'm Pat McPhee. I'll be your host today. (laughs) I believe this particular surgery has been around, but I assume that there's been a lot of people that haven't trusted it. So it's like, nah, there's no reason to rush an Achilles. This is a devastating injury. Don't do this. From the way it sounded with Aaron yesterday, he's hoping that others will see what he's been able to accomplish in 11 weeks with this Eletros surgery that I think is a very aggressive type surgery mm-hmm. to get back to heal the Achilles in the rehab and recovery of it all. I think he is trying to prove that, yeah, it might have been a little risky, but also this doesn't need to be 11 months. It could be 11 weeks <laughs> instead of 11 Too months, insane. which is absolutely bananas, and that would change sports medicine going forward. Oh, That would be a... Not just on this continent, by the way. Soccer players, anybody that this happens to, it'll be a whole new world. You think about the ACL. The ACL used to be like, hey, it's over.
2: Yeah, death sentence.
0: And then science medicine doctors want to work and it's like okay they have the acl figured out now people are coming back stronger after acls which is great news for everybody in sports and everybody in the world it's like the achilles seem to be this thing that was just always going to be a killer always going to be a killer you're out for at least a year maybe the next year as well you're never going to come back the same because the achilles is something we don't understand and whenever it rips could it could have for no reason mm-hmm. yep. can i strengthen it that's what they oh. So is it just going to tear, and I won't? Mm, maybe. Can I strengthen it? Nah, mm-hmm. We don't know. How come it's always non-contact? Mm-hmm. Nah, we don't know. Well, we know you're out for about 12 months. It's like, damn, that is a very aggressive thing that happened here in 2020, 2021, Bye. 2022. Bye. And now here we are with Aaron saying, nah, it doesn't have to be that way. We can change it. There's a lot of people hoping that Aaron has success whenever he gets back on the field. But if he gets back, and it's not good. Man boy, they are going to be in his face about the science and what it's –
2: Yeah. We're hoping that's not the
0: case. This is a game
2: changer for everybody. For sure. And that's why you just hope, just hope that the Jets can kind of just hang on for the – because it really is. Like, if they lose their next two games, like, I get it, and that would be sweet for him to come back and play before, you know, anyone else has ever come back and do this. But it's like – is it really worth it? Because at that point, they're already thinking, hey, now next year is, is what this year was supposed to be. We're going all in. You know, They'll have a, actually have a high draft pick, too, so they'll be able to get someone else. Like, I just hope they're not in a situation where, because we all know he wants to get back really bad, but I hope it's not a situation where they're 4-11 and 11 or whatever, and he's like, well, you know what? I've done all this. I've kind of put everything I have into this. I might as well come back early, kind of just to prove that it can be done. So,
0: D-Butt was right. So, they have 21 days to activate them. And if they do not activate them onto the roster, then they go on the IR for the rest of the year. Okay. So they basically say in the next three weeks, we'll make a decision mm-hmm. on what Aaron's going to be or what he's not going to be. Now, could you just have him be on the 53 or whatever it is and still not healthy? Yes, I think that's what they did to Justin Jefferson yep. for a little bit there. Yep. And then they've activated him. So here we go. we got three weeks now. That would be 14 weeks after surgery whenever this 21 days is up. And uh, if he's able to come back and the Jets are somehow in it
10: yeah
1: that's, that's just a that's a big somehow. Impossible. Yeah. it's impossible that's it, a big somehow it's not happening i'm sorry <laughs> I, aaron i think could come back and play at this point for sure definitely possible they're not going to be in it in two weeks
0: uh speaking of returning and being back bobby uh petrino's back at arkansas
1: yeah yes. bobby oh, bob. petrino yes. we road. know bob from louisville yeah, and Atlanta falcons right sure. that
0: went really well and yeah. he went over to arkansas and mm-hmm. that That ended in crash and burn. Yeah. On face. Yep. Neck.
2: Yeah. Motorcycle. You bet. Public. Yeah. Situation. Right. Loaded. good guy. (laughs) Yep. I think. I don't know. There he is. (laughs) That may have been a bit facetious, but. This
0: is how it ended. Yep. Okay. He would be uh, let go of his duties just a few days after this whole situation <laughs> mm-hmm. took place publicly. Yeah, I
2: was going to say Sugar
11: Bowl. It yeah, was hey, yeah.
0: good. Yeah, yeah, it was a good team. And uh, that was not from a football incident. Okay. We just want to let you know, that nope. was not in the well, locker it, room. Not in the sideline. It was not. Yeah, he was not running sprints in his face. No. No. Ah. He was all motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he a wasn't laying on motorcycle. He's doing his thing out there in Arkansas. Woom, bang, pow, how you doing? Now here we are, 2023. He's going back to be offensive coordinator. And this was Petrino's messaging on X. Rest in peace, Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett, obviously a legend from Arkansas, ended up at Arkansas after transferring out of Michigan to go back to Arkansas. We had a chance to hang out, have a few beers with Ryan Mallett nice. in Arkansas with John Daly performing a song. It was the most Arkansas night of all time. It was awesome. The world will miss Ryan Mallett and has missed it. And Bobby says, Tr- uh, it's you and me, 15. Proud to be coming home. Now let's bring the Hogs a championship. Hashtag, woo- Hey, three. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Pumped. I didn't think he would ever go back to Arkansas. No. That just feels like as a human, you would not want to return. But he's like, I got unfinished business yeah, back right. I got to finish that motorcycle ride. Yep. I got to take this team to the top. And he's doing it with a guy who I would assume had a lot of respect for him. So maybe we need to change the way we view Petrino because we have respect for Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett, obviously, Bobby Petrino would not put that up if he
1: and Ryan Mallett didn't have a good relationship, right? I hope. I well, mean, yeah. I mean, noted good guys.
2: Maybe, we, yeah,
3: maybe. Jeez Louise! It'll be a baby face. Yeah, yeah That's, easy. I move. was gonna say you're not it gonna is, get a whole lot of people hating be.
2: on that on that tweet there.
3: You
0: don't think Ryan Mallett's family would be like, ah, "Excuse me, asshole. This ain't how this is gonna go."
2: Yeah, you maybe, don't think that would happen? Maybe, but he could say, "Oh no, you, you don't know me, and Ryan were tighter than." You know, any of you guys were with him. I, I, I was, you know, his, his favorite coach ever. Ask him.
0: Anyways, Petrina's going back to Arkansas, and it was a good moment there with Ryan Mallett. We appreciate Ryan Mallett. Dude had a hose.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolute hose. Yeah.
0: So tall. Do you remember how tall he was in that Arkansas bar? He was so tall. Had no idea he was going to be there. And then we got there, it was like, we're in Arkansas. Of course. Of course, every human from Arkansas is here. Mm-hmm. That place was Awesome.
7: Packed. Absolutely packed out. He towered over that crowd too.
0: A week before, I was uh, we were in New York City. I, w- I wore a tank top right into the bar that we went to in New York City. All good. Arkansas, not a lot in with
1: that. Uh-uh. Interesting. Dead. What?
0: Not a lot in. Not here. It was awesome. I would not be. Different. There was like there was like dust. Running down the street, tumbleweed, yeah. tumbleweed rolling down a the thing.
7: There's like two bars in the place. They had some biker wars going on. They didn't want to know. They Pat may have been affiliated with mm, the sleeveless. Yeah,
0: he's going to put sleeves on in his yeah. bar. And I was like, first time I've heard that. I just want to let you know, first time I've heard that. Respect it. I went and bought a Jake Owen. What color? Green? Turquoise? No. Neon?
7: No. He has Surf. A, who? Surf green. Whatever. It was like an ocean.
0: I I provided Jake Owens with a XL mm-hmm. and a double XL. Uh, Green shirt that I, seafoam, seafoam green that was it it. shirt that I wore. And we had the night of our life. I look like a Mark walking around that bar. His <laughs> shirt was too small. <laughs> did the whole thing. And we got boozed up pretty heavily out there. Hell yeah. And I ended up on Jake Owen's bus with his guitar. And I was promptly kicked off that bus. What? I was playing one song for about 45 minutes. This is the only one I know. What do you want? I was hoping to get signed to his label. Good Kick song? On good guy. Huh? Good song? Uh Batman. 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 Yeah, great song. So yeah, yeah, it's a hit. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all I know, you know. And then, uh, I think I was a little boozed up. I forgot I had just played it maybe ten seconds before that. And I was like, listen to this one. Check it out.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. I thought you could do the other one too. I, I had a great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it might have been there. Yeah, it is back and forth. Yeah. yeah. yeah about three thirty a.m. Just got done with a golf outing at John Daly's golf course and then a full concert. And then this guy's got to deal with me with his guitar that he just had on stage. Yeah, Listen, to me shred this thing. <laughs> what a night. I love Arkansas. I hope Bobby Petrino wins. Me too. I hope he does. And I hope Ryan Malik gets a damn statue out there. And John Daly, we miss you, pal. He was at DJ Khaled's birthday party. Yeah. What? John Daly. Are you kidding me? He was at DJ Khaled's birthday party, yeah. That's sweet. Nick boy. has slept at John Daly's house twice.
7: Mm-hmm. Cooked me chicken. It was a real treat. Thank you, John. Was it
9: good? Uh, Yes. Was it good?
0: They got to ask. ask. I watched him smoke maybe sixty-seven straight cigarettes. Yeah. One of the most impressive things I've ever seen in my life. He's He's a a hero hero in
1: chocolate milk. He's a hero in those communities for us. It was phenomenal.
0: Yeah. He grew up in a dry county. Nobody knows that. (sighs) But they got all of the beer in the state in their garages. Mm -hmm. Dry counties are actually just each house is a bar. Yep. That's what I learned. And boy, we try to drink them dry as well is happening okay all around your faces you just got to yeah. look for it the toxic table is here at boss connor and at ty schmidt nice elephant on his chest today the petty remembering of everything animal that we have come to love has made another great presence on this particular program
1: yeah, elephants i think they're a fan favorite like everybody loves elephants i think if you ask anybody they should be in everyone's top five circus is coming to town here in indianapolis really no animals so not, no clowns. Wait, no kidding. No animals. So, not a circus. The I appreciate it.
0: I, I watched the commercial and they're like, the circus is in town. I'm like, oh, people are going to get mad because those elephants inevitably are going to smack them in the mouth. Yep. And the mm-hmm. lions are going to be upset. And they said, no animals. I'm like, all right. So, they just got a bunch of Stevos running around, I guess, doing a bunch of crazy stuff. And they're like, no clowns either. It's like, okay, hey, everything that potentially brings a little negativity, the circus said, we don't want them. I assume they're going to have the people doing the trapeze
2: thing. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah in the that's not thing. the circus the Jugglers. That is that the circus that circus, the
1: circus sucks if they don't have animals. What are you talking about? That looks awesome. You know, you don't think that? There's no way this is who it is. They're I mean, dressed up as the animals. Ringling, bro. The, yeah. That's not what we came for. I want to see an elephant. No. I want to see a lion. I don't know if you've heard about how those looks sad, uh, those man.
0: animals are treated. Yeah. It's like the orangutans down at the uh, zoo. Right? Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. 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 That's Pretty what it's poor. like. Those it's
1: orangutans, like. orangutans have been looking for somewhere to hang, too. It's
0: orangutan. You know what I mean? Uh, but I appreciate you mispronouncing it on purpose, seemingly, because of, of how they, they look out there. Yeah. Those orangutans, you're looking in the eyes of a human yeah. that is not happy with where it's at right now.
2: So you know? bummed.
0: And if you get lucky and you catch it at the right time, it'll dump. Right there, while it's looking at you, mm-hmm. and say, yeah, this is what I'm doing. This is yeah. my life.
2: Oh, there's my pillow for tonight. Uh,
1: that's what it feels like. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, pretty much. Can we
0: get a ball in there for them to throw
2: around? Anything.
1: Maybe, maybe a TV for them to watch. They, probably, can't, they probably can not have those things because they'll try and, you know, end it to get yeah. out of that goddamn cage. Yeah, I don't know.
0: They said they added on to make it better. We should go check it out this, this summer, next summer. We should go check out The zoo? The happier orangutans. Okay. I mean,
1: I went to the zoo last summer, and they, they weren't any more happy.
0: Well, it was a hot day. None of Not us are bad. happy on a hot
1: day. True. I don't think any uh, monkey inside of Indiana is happy on any day.
0: That's a good question. We'll look into it more. Uh, nine-year NFL vet is here. A man who has been sitting in place of one half of the hammer. Cowboys, Tone Digs, uh, T's and P's, we think you'll be back soon. Darius J. Butler's Great. here. How are you doing, pal?
3: Great. Outstanding.
0: Yeah, Phantom. better than those orangutans is what you're saying.
3: Much better than everyone.
0: Certainly there's elephants and lions that are in those circuses.
1: I, uh, I mean, we mentioned the zoo. The elephant that they had at those two zoos, they, they looked almost white because they were just covered in dust and shit. And they couldn't even. Well, really, they roll around. That's they and then you should have seen the puddle they had formed uh, you know mess around in it was pathetic uh, those look indiana zoo please Please help your area. That's a beautiful zoo. It is it a is nice beautiful zoo. area. It's a beautiful zoo. It's right on the canal. I walk by it all the time. I'm just saying the animals. Well, you went on a day where it's 110 degrees. It, animals right. aren't as happy. No, I'm telling you, this is this is 24 seven. There were rhinoceroses that I thought were boulders, just dead, and then they told me no, those they are were the, napping. Those yeah. are the rhinos. They were napping. That's not what they look like either. That's that's what an elephant looks like. That's not what the Indianapolis Zoo looks like. That yeah. is literally from the Indy Zoo. That is a picture live from the Indy Zoo. That's probably where they take them when they have good behavior for eight months, and they get two days inside this, what, <laughs> concrete box? That's what you get rewarded with? Come I would,
0: on. I would like to say uh, the indie Zoo
2: is fantastic.
1: It is. It, I it, love is it. it is a
2: nice zoo.
0: It is fantastic. The animals got a lot of moxie, though. They do. Like, here's an orangutan, for instance, that I've made eye contact with. Mm-hmm. They know you. You know them. And they say orangutans are humans, pretty much. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, you could get into the conversation however you want to take that conversation, right. whatever. I just say, I'm not getting into it. How so? Well, just like evolution and the whole other thing that could, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not the person that should
1: be talking about it. What do you mean? Evolution versus what?
3: Creation.
1: Science. Hello. Oh, rel- science versus religion. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to get into it, but I will
0: say you go to the zoo, you look at a orangutan, you think to yourself, that seems to very similar. I raise my eyebrow. It raises its eyebrow. Wait a minute. You know, mm-hmm. it's dumping it on the same spot I'm dumping it on of. It. Mm-hmm. It's waving, catching, Walking. it's peeling things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's eating the same exact way. It's like that could that feels like that's a, can we get a TV for this thing to watch? Yeah. That's kind of what you start sure. thinking about sure. when you get in there. Indie Zoo is great. And they got a lot of moxie. Speaking of a lot of moxie, 12 year NFL vet, Super Bowl champion, Jackie Moon, player coach, ladies and gentlemen, Shipley. AQ
4: Shiplett.
0: AQ, you ever see these orangutans?
6: Not, not, no, not at the Indy Zoo, no. Have you
0: ever seen an orangutan before?
6: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great. I'm talking about brilliant.
0: We need to get them on our side. You know what I mean? With everything that's kind of happening, we need to get these orangutans on our side. I'd rather have the old school. How do we do that? Instead of the new AI. You know what I mean? I agree. Mm -hmm. Give me the old school, paws on the ground, hands on the ground. I agree. Orangutan over the AI. Stuff. Can't trust They're either real of those. Strong. What are you talking the about? The
7: orangutans over the AI. Both will turn on you at any given yeah. moment. Well, Mrs.
0: Brooke, my fifth grade teacher, who wanted me sent to boot camp because I was selling cigs and she was not happy about it. She's actually the one that found the cart and the cigarettes in yeah. my backpack on the pat hook uh, in the back of her classroom. Mm-hmm. She had a pet orangutan. It turned on her. Yeah. No. Yeah. Never saw her control. teach again. Yeah. yeah. That she it? it? Nah, no, I think it just she ripped her entire off. back and face off. Oh, yeah. so yeah. she's dead? No, no. She survived. Miss Brooke was a tough cookie. You know, she was not happy. I think she. She did take all the cigs that I was selling, too, directly to her house, yeah. which I can respect and appreciate. Yeah. But she had orangutan, yeah, and that orangutan turned. You know, Every friend that I've had that has had a monkey said that at one point it's going to be you or the monkey, whoa. Mm-hmm. And at one point, you just got to let that monkey know that you're the alpha. Mm-hmm. And when that time comes, if you don't show up to the test, it's their house now. Yeah, That's just what we get. What are you laughing about? So funny. What are you laughing about?
1: I mean...
6: They don't, nobody stands a chance. Look at those things.
0: What? Well, especially not skinny
6: AQ. Fat yeah. AQ might have had a chance. Yep. You know what I mean? Back they, whenever you I had mean, a little grit. The, the science says they're like 10 times stronger than any human. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. That's like Michigan's favored by 23 and a half over well, Iowa. Okay? Can so the sports books got the orangutans versus the humans at minus 1,000. Who oh, cares? Okay. We got hey, a chance. Bingo. Do you believe joining us now is a man who probably thinks he has an actual shot. Yeah. A man who's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup winner, and an absolute stallion of a human who's beat COVID multiple times and had 10 kids. The president of Ohio, A.J. Hawk. Hey, A.J., you've heard the orangutan conversation. Obviously, I've seen some that are in battling boredom uh, in one particular zoo, but we have nothing but respect for them. AQ seems to just have this quitting mentality yeah. that we can't alpha an orangutan. I assume your man, if you got in there, would be able to befriend one of these orangutans by shaking their hands and alphaing them?
9: Uh, absolutely not. You have heard me mention on this program multiple times. I do not mess with primates. Once they once they kind of hit yeah. what, the two, three year mark, what do they do? You see, AQ sitting there, meat out right at the camera. They come for your meat and then they <laughs> shove it in your mouth, and they're going to rip your face off too. So I will not mess with primates, especially what? once they have hit puberty. What? All right, we'll keep that. We'll keep
0: that in mind.
3: Sounds like because you got to be with
0: Caesar before he hits puberty. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You got to yeah. be with them before right. they hit puberty, so they remember you. Because I love those videos. Whenever they it doesn't
9: pu- matter. No, no, it doesn't matter if you have them after puberty. If they have whatever if they're attached to you once they hit puberty it's just a matter of time before they rip your meat off and you know that. no that, i do not know that because <laughs> yes I've, you do that's how it goes
0: i do not know that i've seen the videos where they let these
9: gorillas back into the wild thank you and then yeah. 10 years
0: yeah. later the parents it's
9: cool for a little bit cool for a little bit pal until they come for you you know that it's just a matter of time though no. james franco and planet of the apes they never came to james franco I'm
1: not even uh, talking about
0: well. James Franco, Planet of the Apes, which is an awesome movie. Well, well I'm talking
9: more chimpanzees as was, well, too. I, I don't it it know as much day. about orangutans, but yes. The orangutans are the real deal. They're us. The
0: orangutans are the most us. They use the... They, like, will whittle stuff away. They'll yep. peel... They're, like, super-duper human. Like, they are... But the macaques. Actually, joining us... The, I love the macaques. Yeah, the macaques. Hey, listen, the macaques over there in Asia do not play games. None. Wash their fruit. It is... they. What? Wash your clothes. Yeah, they'll yeah. put on shoes. These things will put on little shoes to yeah. run around. You got a lot I of rocks. The macaques. they're yeah. the real deal. Yeah, they're
9: tiny. They're tiny.
0: No, they, it doesn't matter. They're never around humans. But if they were, we could just kick them. Yeah. right down the street because mm-hmm. they leader. are small. But they have uh, they have a, a tiered system mm-hmm. where if you're born in this one, you ain't never getting up the the rest of the pyramid, pretty
3: much. Oh, kind of like Japan.
0: So, so there's like royal families, yeah, that kind of get born in these macaques. Well, I watched a documentary. <sighs>
9: There was somebody they that was killed her way to the top, though. Yeah, Getting one alpha kill was way to the top. Well, yeah. a woman, a
0: female yeah. macaque actually yeah. we started at the bottom, and she was a dog. Yeah. and yeah. she just boom, you're dead. Awesome. Bang, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. And the community had to handle it. You know, a couple murders within the community.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and she just said, "No, I'm, I'm the captain now." Exactly. It was a great documentary. It's 100 percent true too. And I don't know how they filmed it and how they got them to speak, but
1: it was fantastic. Yeah, out she's there. still ruling too. Yeah, she is. Your Iron friend. Fist. They call her Putin.
9: They got the macaques to talk? Yes. Well, they're just body
1: language.
0: What they were kind of lean. I got to see this. I got to see this. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of talking macaques out there. And for everybody that doesn't believe us, look it up. M-A-C-A-C-Q-U-E. Macaque, I believe mm-hmm. is how it's spelled. Geo is. Joining us now is a guy who's a big macaque fan. He mm-hmm. is. I have never seen a guy love macaque more than J.J. Watt. Ladies and gentlemen, J.J. J. Watt. Yeah, J.J. J. You love these macaques, don't you?
12: Uh, I'm. I'm still. Uh, there's a lot, lot to <laughs> process here. There is a lot to process. I don't even know where to start. AJ's putting claims on these chimps, saying they're going straight for the meat. I don't. I've never heard that Not in real. my life. That's a. Oh, it's a straight note. Why? Why that?
2: Why do you think they love bananas so much? It. Yeah, exactly. Spelling, yeah, put know, it in your bro. mouth. And, they want your parents to find you. It's
12: disrespectful. respectful. The spelling of macaque just threw me for a loop. I, I, I'm still trying to process the letters that you just put together to spell that word. Yeah, not sure it was right
0: though, but I, I, it's something oh, along God. those lines. It was okay. there. Uh, let's die. let's move past the. You think we're okay? You think we're okay with the orangutans if we were to befriend them and alpha them, maybe get them
10: on our squad, Jacob. <laughs>
12: No, no, we're screwed. They would crush us. Oh. Oh. They would
10: crush us.
0: We need to worry about the macaques more than we need to worry about the orangutans. Mm-hmm. I think, just because the mentality of the two different ones. But no, no, let's move on. You have an arm sleeve on? What happened? You were going through
12: drill? No. Hyper- no. It's just a shirt. It's just a shirt. This shirt, this shirt, I didn't, I just got out of the cold tub and I'm freezing. I'm freezing. So I put a shirt on under a shirt. Cold tub. Huh? What Not tub? proud of it.
0: What cold tub did you get in?
12: Michael Phelps. Oh! oh it's at my house it's Whoa. mine it's mine at my house but it's he made it it's his company it's a- chili goat there you go free free pub already worth the free cold tub thanks michael
9: hey way to go J- is. he has the cold and hot tub combos doesn't he that they sell their he,
0: ones he,
12: next to each other yes he does yes he does so you're still using? You, yeah you, it's really good
0: you use those every single workout every single day or just when you're preparing to return to the nfl
12: <laughs> i use them every day man i use them every day i love it a little 38 degrees hop in five minutes Great.
0: Do you go to the hot tub as well? Do you do the flushing?
12: Um, no, I do not. I, I'm a just cold guy. I, I like to just just the cold, and then I carry on with my day.
0: The flushing is supposed to be the super duper one. And this is a real conversation here. That that one. Yeah. That one kind of came in. After the cold tub. So I was a big cold tub user whenever I was playing and kicking balls in the league. It felt like just like a cheat code. I didn't know if it actually worked, but I did feel fresher, better afterwards every single time. So I was like, all right, I'm going to keep doing this. And then they were like, no, you got to flush now, too. you got to go from cold tub to hot tub to cold – three minutes – Two minutes, three minutes, two minutes, one minute, wow. and then you're done. Like there was like a certain system behind it all. And then I saw Phelps sells the one next to it. I think that AJ just brought up. Like you're supposed yeah. to do the flushing. Is that real? That's, what, this that's what I should. Yeah. Be doing? So like
12: I, I was, I'm like you. Like I, I grew up understanding that you're supposed to go cold tub for like 15 minutes after a workout. As soon as you're done with the workout, as soon as you're done with the practice, you're supposed to hop in the cold tub. Now we're told that getting in a cold tub or getting in an ice bath immediately after a workout or a practice is one of the worst things you can do because it slows down the recovery process you're not supposed to get in immediately after you're actually supposed to be doing it either first thing in the morning or prior to your workouts or your sessions so it's it's i've definitely learned things and i'm I'm, i've always said like i'm i'm a guy who's going to try things i want to i want to figure out what actually is the best And I'm very curious if someday we're going to find out that what we're doing now is wrong. But it just always evolves.
0: Well, there's never been anything in society that has just been completely to be wrong, you know, like 10 years after. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that we just sat through classes that we were supposed to force today. You have to know this. And then just... A few years later, maybe one decade later, it's like, yeah, everything you were taught was wrong. It's like, well, okay, sure. that's really good news. And it feels to be happening in the fitness world every single day. We'll continue to listen to guys like you. Now, you say you're open to trying things and learning things. You know, let's go one week ago to what Bubba Gumpino told you before you traveled over to see the Hammers take on Burnley.
5: Run it. JJ, if you talk to Vincent, Coach Company, if we get up a goal – Let's just put all the lads behind the ball and get a point. Let's park it. Yeah, park I'll, the bus. I'll, I'll, There's nothing I'll, wrong with that.
0: Okay, so you got a chance to go over. We saw all year you're pouring a beer, you're doing a crowd thing. Yep. We also saw, what was the score of that game with like four minutes left, Gumpy?
5: It was one nothing for the proud Burnley squad in the 86th minute.
0: And then what was the final score after the game ended?
5: Unfortunately, lost 2-1 to the Hammers. Oh, what? Oh, no.
0: no. We gave you the answer. Jay. Gumpy literally gave you, the greatest footy gambler on earth. That guy knows We gave you the answer J.J. it was in your face you were there we saw it. how this happen? what are we doing over there we're gonna get relegated come on
12: it was it was it was devastating I mean there's no other way to put it man I was in the stands with the fans we went up 1-0 I mean everything you hope for the whole reason I fly over there is like this moment like we go up 1-0 against the team that's you know playing really good football right now and it's Late in the game, so you're like, all right, yes. I wanted I want to be the good luck charm. I'm coming over. I'm, I'm now the good luck charm. Oh, the hero. I'm standing in the fans. We're all, we're all cheering. We're all high-fiving. There's beer flying. It's great. And then and then for five minutes left, man, they score the first – or like it was the 86th minute. They score the first one, so you're like, damn it. And I'm like, all right, one-to-one. Now I'm trying to hype myself back up and be like, if you told me coming into this game that we'd get one point, all right, I'll take that. And then five minutes later, man, they oh. hit the second one, and it was just pure oh, no. devastation. And, oh, just, an extra time?
0: Just... It was an extra time?
12: Very late. Yeah, it was, oh, it was. It was. It was in like that. I think it was ninety-first minute, ninety-second oh, minute. Oh no! It's uh, it was not even supposed.
0: Game's not supposed to be
10: that long.
12: No. Was
0: it your guys' yeah, fault hurt. that there was extra minutes? Like, did it, was it a Burnley player that was rolling around that they had to give an extra it four hurt. minutes to? Or Gumpy, what was the full play of the game? Do you recall?
5: No, nah, it was every game kind of goes six to eight minutes extra time. Now they've kind of changed it with the World Cup. There's a that's lot of cool. extra time in every game. <laughs> yeah, what's that? AJ? Dude, <laughs> what's well, that? it's to avoid the time wasting actually, because players would time mm-hmm. waste and then they wouldn't add time on, so they would have a bitch.
11: Yeah.
0: So JJ, you lose in that extra six to eight minutes. That's just in every game now. Ninety uh, minute game, but actually ninety six and a half, ninety eight yeah. minutes. And you guys just
12: couldn't hold on. It was, I was I was so ready for a great night. Was going to go straight to the pubs. Was going to just have have a good time.
0: Saw and, you uh, pouring beers over there. You look like a professional. Did you go over to Dublin and do the
12: whole uh, Guinness? Oh yeah, I've I've been have been over there for that. Um, professional. I, I, one of the news like so. I did this. I did this back in March when I was when I was with the team. And then one of the newspapers over there uh, yesterday wrote jj watt copies tom brady pulling pints in a pub for his team and i was like no 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 no. i did this back in march don't 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 tell me that i'm I'm the first booze
4: bag please
12: please yeah i i I got it on the team tom got on the team i pulled some pints tom pulled some pints he's got seven rings i got zero rings all right we 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 know how this goes (laughs) don't give me don't take the one thing i got away from me
9: go ahead aj how did the uh, fans over there feel about the NFL? Can you feel it building? I know you posted some pictures. I think you ran into some Texans fans as soon as you got there. Like, what's the overall view of of American NFL football? And even, like, do they watch college football at all?
12: Yeah, so it's pretty fascinating. So I, uh, I've i been going over there for, like, you know, 10, 10, 11 years, and it has definitely grown massively over the last decade. Um they used to not know much at all. They used to cheer specifically for kicks. I mean, as I know Pat knows, they loved that part of the game, but they didn't really know what was going on beyond that. Now, every single person over there has a favorite team. Uh, they want to ask questions about their favorite team or about their fantasy team. Um, they love that. And now they're actually getting into college football. I was talking to some people. Uh, I think Sky Sports over there, BBC, just got the rights to college football. So they're going to start having more and more, but they love the atmosphere because of that. You you guys know how it is. The atmosphere of college football is actually a little bit more similar to the Premier league with the chants and the cheers and some of the, those things. So they really do enjoy it.
0: Yeah. The death rats and the, everything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think they picked uh, I think they got college game day over there. Yeah. I think just as of late within the last two weeks, it's got picked up by sky sports. I'm like, hell yeah, that's great news. That'd be a great fan base to fall in love with college football. And let's wrap up this uh, conversation about Burnley. Are you firing the coach immediately? Have to. No, I no, mean, have Gumpy to. knew what was going to happen in the game mm-hmm. before it happened, and he even knew how he was going to respond. Did, Gumpy, you knew exactly what this guy was going to do.
5: We got we got a shot this week, though. Who? This, this is must win. You've
0: been saying that for 10 this is weeks. must.
5: Uh. Hey, hey, this is must win, JJ. We have to win on Saturday against who? Sheffield. Oh, it's a tough. Bomb. Gary's. A I mean, there yeah, there is, is no doubt that there is, is that's there's that's no doubt thing.
12: that this is a large game. I mean, we're both in the relegation zone at the moment. Uh, it's a. It's,
5: Luton it's a Town game keeps that, getting points too, JJ. Yeah, they're
0: parking it after they have a 1-0 lead. Luton it's Town six minutes in.
3: They gump
7: remotely. Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah.
1: I want company out. I want gump in tomorrow. <laughs> Me
5: too. We pull, want company.
3: Pull a tepper. Boom. Hell
7: yeah.
5: Still a lot of season left, J.J. Well, You'll be he, all right. he ain't going. He ain't, he ain't going. I'll tell you that right now.
4: Oh,
0: I mean, wow. are you going to be Tepper or not? Tepper yeah. just lets his fans know, I'm not happy about what's happening either.
12: What a what a wild move that was. Like just a, a lot of a lot of interesting things came out of that yesterday.
0: Well, he believes in Bryce Young. He believes in
12: Bryce Young. Sure he does. Yeah, yeah, it really feels like it. If I'm Bryce, I definitely get that vibe. <laughs>
0: So let's talk about the guy that he did agree to a deal to potentially get, which is C.J. Stroud down there in Houston. You were doing press conferences from the Houston Texans podium. D'Amico Ryan's head coach was like, we're welcoming J.J. back in any capacity that he wants. Player, coach, consultant, strength coach, PR guy, social media guy, maybe uniform collector, whatever the case is. We will have J.J. Watt back there. They lose a tough one to Jacksonville, obviously. But what did you learn while you are in that Houston Texans building, and how was it to be down there? for about a week or so
12: it was great man I loved it I absolutely love being back there I mean it just feels like you know home I was there for 10 years obviously all my favorite restaurants all the people all my friends and everything it's great to spend time there um and D'Amico has that place on the right right track for sure and it felt really cool to have a game of true meaning and importance back in NRG stadium at this time of the year, you know, playing for first place against the Jaguars, uh, in the division, really, really big game. And you could tell the vibe is starting to come back. It's been a tough couple of years down there in Houston. They haven't really had these meaningful, consequential games. Um, and I mean, it was a tight one. It was a very, very tight one. And I, I will say, like I, I, think on both sides the refs in this game were not, not great, and obviously we've had some conversations throughout the year about refs, and uh, I, I think there were some questionable calls. I think Tank caught it. I think there was a catch that Tank definitely got his feet down. But uh, and I also think you know people want to get on Amendola, the kicker off the, who off the street coming in for the game winning kick. This guy's making a 58 yard attempt. This is as good as he could possibly hit this ball. You wow. can't be mad at him. Dead center, yeah. 58 yards. Like, how, 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 how mad can you be at this? Yeah, well, can't.
0: Amandola's, this is the most angry I think he probably could possibly get. He has a massive leg, mm. known for having a huge leg. Just every once in a while, whenever you have a strong leg, you're not going to necessarily know exactly where it's headed, especially with long balls. So whenever he saw that thing flying straight, there is never a thought in his head that it was going to be short. I mean, he has a huge leg. And uh, that had to be the most devastating one. The like uh, from putt-putt pretty much. Hitting off the crossbar coming back center.
12: Heartbreaking. So you think you think he should have made that? Uh, Him? Yeah. You think he should have made it? 58. If you
0: wanted to be a guy, yeah, I think you make that. You know what I mean?
12: Like, well, yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, you got to be realistic about the situation. He, he signed with the team two weeks ago, which means he was on the street. So it means like, yeah, realistically, there was a reason for that.
0: Yeah, but he's working every day. He's working with Nick Novak. Like every, I see this dude working. Every, like, day. this is his full-time job, getting back into being a kicker. Has a very strong leg. Has the ability to make kicks. So, in my eyes, as somebody that has watched him from afar, don't know him personally. Super handsome. Super jocked, by the way. Nice.
12: Like, super. Always, always a tight haircut. He was with us in Arizona for a little bit last year. He is. He has a tight haircut, and he is jacked. You're right.
0: Super jocked. Like, that whole thing. I think he has all the ability to make it. So, like, in my eyes, while I'm watching, I'm like, here we go, bud. You make this, you get, like... Yeah, uh, opportunity. Yeah. Like this is like for for real because you look at like Jake Elliott mm-hmm. with that fifty nine yarder to send that thing to overtime in the middle. Yeah, it's like Jake's a guy, so like he's going to make that yeah. kick, which is an absurd kick. Yeah. So yeah, I thought he was going to make it. I thought that he was going to yeah. make it. This one I did not think was going in. No. And then I no, remembered. Immediately. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
12: I didn't think so. Yeah. No, everything about this situation did not look like it was going to be a recipe for a successful kick, and. This is how you become a legend in Philly. That you just you just make it happen in the Kelly Greens on a stormy night to win a big game. Now you're a legend.
0: So I, I thought Amendola could have made it. I was just personally pulling for him to make it. If it makes sense, like if
12: you. Well, oh, yeah. So was I. But I'm just saying I didn't think he was going to make it. Like I mean, I mean I'm sorry. Like you signed a guy off the street two weeks ago, and you got a 58 yard game winner. Like I'm not overly confident in that
6: okay i understand
12: And he put it dead center hit the crossbar so 58 yards because i think like now this this is a great conversation to have with you because you can speak to it oh people like what distance should a guy like should we be like oh you should make this like for me if if it's not our full-time kicker and if it's not a guy that we've had all year long and we're truly confident in got it anything over 45 yards I'm like... 45. All right, this is, a, this
0: is 50-50. That's hilarious. I like those expectations. Let's keep those expectations as low as that. For me, it's like 55 and in, got to make it, if you're an NFL guy. That's how I view it. And if there's guys coming up short from like 51, we've seen them, yeah. teams should... Agree to not allow them in the oh. NFL. Yeah, you, those guys are not allowed. It. This is the men's league. You got to at least be able to make it to the uprights from here. You know, like that is that is something. Yeah. But for me, I think kickers have gotten better. I think inside fifty-five. Let's talk about the atmosphere, though. Maybe and maybe the Texans fans might take a little bit of blame here, maybe if that place was sold out, a little bit more energy. And then he's able to make that thing about an inch further, which then bounces through as opposed to bouncing back. That's an embarrassment. I didn't know that was happening down there. Brand-new quarterback who's electrifying and saying everything awesome. Brand-new head coach who's a legend down there. Team's playing good. They can't fill up the barn, JJ. Is that real? I didn't know that
12: was – They're coming around. They're coming around. They've had a very rough couple years, and they've been kind of – They've they've they supported the team through some tough times and the tough times lasted for a little while. So um, they're starting to come back around. CJ's asked the crowd to to show up. I've now asked the crowd to show up. And I think uh, I think they're coming around. I think that they're starting to understand what they have. And like I said, uh, I think it was a week or so ago, like you have all the things that you could possibly want. You have the hometown legend as a coach. You have the young rookie quarterback in MVP conversations like you can't really ask for much more go out there and support these guys and and give them your backing.
0: Yeah, because I've gone on the record numerous times. Like, Houston, loudest, best place we played every single year. So in my mind, it's like, great fan base, great fan base, great fan base, always will be, always is. And then they start sending those photos out, and it's like, Wait a minute. That top tier is like, they're tarping it like it's old school Jacksonville.
12: Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Whoa. No. Yeah, yeah. A lot of seats. A lot of, no, seats, no, lot of no, seats up no. there. Red jersey's no. on too. Show me a picture. Show me a picture. Why? Wow. I don't, no. You're, you're, no. This is, you, don't speak on Houston like this. You're lying.
0: I'm just telling you what Houston's doing to Houston. Okay. Let, me Let me see it. Let me see it.
12: Connor, t- somebody get a picture. He's lying.
0: They took a photo. I saw full sections of seats. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yep, oh, yeah, messed nope. up. Nope. It nope. might have been before the game started. Then maybe somebody was painting a narrative. But the photos I saw was like, the next step is yeah. let's put a Texans tarp right on no, top of that. No, no, <laughs> no. So then we can say oh, we you sold are, this out. You so, are, I'm telling no, you, you're lying. Nope. J.J., it can't happen. That's what I'm saying, though. It's a great fan base. That's like, in my mind, it's like one of the best in the entire NFL. Yeah. And I start seeing those photos, and I'm like, what? Excuse me. That is not how this whole thing is supposed to go.
12: And I t- got to see the photos you saw. Where was this? On on the internet? Oh, boy. This
1: is bad. Exactly. Yeah. Coming in. Coming in. You might have been Put pouring beers in England whenever
0: this <laughs> thing was going
1: around. <laughs>
0: Let me
12: oh. see it. Let me see it. I got to see this. It's bad. I got we're
0: sending in. I mean,
12: we'll and it's not—it's not, it's not know, just no, the
1: upper bowl, JJ. Let me just say, there's a few. in What the is middle. it from?
12: When is it from? Sunday. Sunday? is it from? from <laughs> Division? Yeah, I got it. Obviously, Zoom in. Sunday.
0: Zoom in up there. Look at all those red. That all that red there in the third section. Those are all seats. Yeah, not jerseys.
12: A lot of empty seats. A lot,
2: yes.
0: lot of empty
12: seats. Oh, you know what the next
0: step is, JJ? Come on, let's revisit my conversation. I mean, that's
12: nowhere near tarp, tarping. Calder, so can, nowhere we put this, near... can we put
0: it up over here, please? Should okay. be. It's... JJ, let me talk to you oh, about boy. business. It's like a TV timeout, too. What,
12: what uh, man, Yeah. Where, where? What part of the game are we here? Is this pregame? First no. quarter. Uh,
0: Anyways, JJ, you see, business-wise, I don't want to, like, because you own a soccer team and everything like that, but you see all these seats here. <laughs> that aren't sold, you could probably put those all together and probably like this entire park could just get, guess what, tarped off. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. now what do you have? Well, you have a sold out stadium, but you have, I don't know what, five, six sections worth of emptiness mm. in this entire thing. This, Gross. JJ, this is disgusting. This is the, If these were right I agree, seats, I, I,
12: it's not a good look. You take all
0: these empty seats, you could probably tarp off what this whole area, yeah, at least, yeah, that side of the stadium, and then you could just have a sellout. Every you still be able to sell out though, yeah, yeah.
12: JJ, you know what I mean? And then you're not what even. What are the wait- Colts looking like? What are the Colts looking like? Sold
0: out, top to bottom, every week. How you doing? Even whenever we sucked, sold out. <laughs> One year, whenever Peyton Manning wasn't our quarterback, and we went two and fourteen. Obviously, with uh. uh Curtis Painter. What? Dana Orlovsky. Kerry <laughs> Collins. What? You killed Kerry. You killed him. <laughs>
12: I liked playing against those guys. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them much more than Luck. I, I I would rather play against those guys than Luck.
0: Anyways, we had the winningest decade in NFL history. Peyton Manning had ten wins every single year. How you doing? We were about eight games into that two and fourteen year with no Peyton Manning. Obviously, we all found that out right before the season started. They were showing up with bags over their head, mm-hmm. uh, like people that they were showing up, selling out the stadium. But there was like. Paper bags over there, and it's like, go to Cleveland. We had a quarterback that was the whole thing that we didn't even know was. So, so Indy will show up. They're not always going to be loud or happy. No. But Indy will show be up. there. Houston, that is. Can we put that back?
12: Nope. That, I don't know. I, I think we're good. What's next on the agenda? Look at that. What's that's, next on the agenda?
1: That's a full. So many seats. That's yeah. a full three rows right there.
12: Can't sure. happen. What man. happened? What's what are, going on? I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's that's that that is it's frustrating.
0: There's a lot
6: of blue seats down there too.
0: Oh, I didn't even see the high price ones. Uh-huh. I didn't even see those ones. You had that. We might be tarping off this whole
2: whole side. Yeah, yeah.
6: Because look at this.
0: There ain't even a soul up here. And this is just one quadrant. Oh, what's the other side look like? Oh no, we might be able to tarp the whole.
12: Whole, is that my oh, bobblehead the up there on the top right? Am I? Is that?
1: I mean, there are seats available. Yeah, That is you up there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, were, I don't want to I bag on the back row. Yeah, yeah
0: right. I don't want to continue to bag on the Houston Texans, but. This one didn't come broken. Remember, yeah, this one yeah. had no. You remember, it had no bottom. They all I, did. That's why
1: we had to put you yeah, like oh, up. Oh
12: no! That's why I had to put it's you travesty. up here.
1: <laughs> I'm looking now too. The tickets on SeatGeek are so not expensive to go to a Texans game right now. A lot of green dots. <laughs>
0: hey JJ, why don't you buy Tex- uh, Texans fans some tickets? Yeah, yeah. and give them away. Oh, I don't know what
1: thirty thousand of them. Yeah. yeah, for twenty bucks. Hey, oh. we can fill this place up. Yeah,
0: I remember. Uh, when the Pacers were at the beginning of making their run with the first the, with the group that was there whenever I was there. George and Hibbert. George, Paul, George Hill, Paul George, yeah. Roy Hibbert, mm-hmm. Lance Stevenson, mm-hmm. oh. that crew right there. Oh. I mean, they were awesome to watch. They make the playoffs, and the first round of the playoffs couldn't sell the place out. So I actually bought 5,000 tickets up in the upper bowl, and they gave me a great deal. I'm like, oh, we'll give them like for 5 bucks or something like that. Gave away 5,000 tickets to people. Fill the place up. Let's go. Right? Oh, yeah. And then people got to experience it. They're like, oh, our team's good. And they're all the way back. You could do that.
12: You, you could do that. filled the place up with 5,000 tickets? 5,000 people. Um,
0: upper,
1: upper
12: Bowl.
0: Upper Bowl was not sold. It was not sold out for a playoff game for the Pacers. So I bought the 5,000 tickets that weren't sold out yeah. in the upper Bowl, handing them out to people. They had to make a free throw or something. they get a ticket. It was like a full thing. People get in there. They experience what the Pacers were. All of a sudden, we're back. Oh. You can do that. For the Texans. Let's go. Twenty five thousand You you
12: individually handed out five thousand tickets to people?
0: I was there, yeah. Yeah. It was a long I'm day. Add,
12: how how did that yeah, how did that go? Well, That's a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it at the beginning the idea was they're gonna have to earn it. And then uh no, you just
12: yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Oh you're here, here, here you go. Here
12: you go. Yep. So so they so they weren't gonna show up to the game anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, I'm going to make it even harder. Let me make them earn the tickets they to, to make- show up to the game they already don't want to go to. All they had to do was make free throw.
0: Easy. You know, it's Damn Indiana. Fun. Everybody's born with a basketball in their hand here. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, were- Hoosiers. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but too many people were missing shots until so we just started. Yeah. We had some homeless people in there, obviously, right, for the smart. night. They got, uh, they got some hey, it's warm in there. Anyways, that you could do that, JJ, for the Texans. Yeah. Don't you? Don't you want to do that?
12: Um uh Sure. guy's yeah, I mean, a, a lot. Boom. This guy's a hero. Yeah, nice guy. Enough.
0: All right, get a hold of the people at the Houston, Texas. You know them. Uh, JJ will buy all of the seats. <laughs> yep. So we don't have to tarp oh, yeah. them off and Full hand price. them out there. Yeah. In the yeah. uh, what is it? Third largest? fourth largest? What is, third now, I think. What is Houston? F- fourth largest city? Yeah. Fourth, fifth, what is it?
12: Uh I think it's I think it's dropping down to number three now. I think we're or going up to number three. I think we're popping up.
0: Passing Chicago.
12: Big, big city, yeah. No, no. Just no, keeps no. getting. We just kind of keep getting wider and wider of the space. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the people don't want to drive the stadium anymore. No, they don't. Oh, that's what they're saying. Traffic, Houston, yeah, traffic good. is terrible in Houston. Yeah.
12: What, what's next? What do you guys want to talk about next? AJ, how you doing, bud? AJ's
0: back. AJ's back. Yay. All right. A.J. Service dropped off their throttle on him. I think it's because he was talking the way he was talking about those primates earlier in the meet and everything.
12: Uh-huh.
0: A.J., have you seen this photo? I know you weren't on. Did you see what's going on in Houston right now?
12: I didn't I didn't uh, get a reaction from the game. How, how was the game? I'd love to hear the reaction from the game. I, oh. I saw what, Ohio State-Michigan
9: are you talking about? The game. Oh.
12: Well, more I, more I, I, I thought you guys yeah. called it the game. Is that not the game anymore? Yeah, but the way. Oh, it is. It is the, it's
0: it is the, the game. Yes,
6: yeah, we right. starting to lose a little luster. It, it's the game.
0: What do you mean it's losing luster? It's I mean, It's the losses. game. Three straight, losses. three straight losses. You know, like Triple H at one point was the game. The game. Triple H. This is the, the game.
6: game. Ohio State-Michigan. Three straight losses. Ohio State won eight straight. What are you talking about? Is it's Ryan game. Day on the hot seat.
12: What is your, Why are you stirring this? What, Where's Jimmy hell? Franklin at? Where's Thank you. James Thank you. Franklin at? AQ, why are you and, swinging your legs like a, like a six-year-old <laughs> <laughs> in a checker? Like, they, can't, they can't reach the floor. Can't what reach goodness, the floor. This is crack. <laughs> you look like a five-year-old like at a dinner Just table at like, Applebee's. There it is.
0: We can get you a little yeah, a little yeah, stool. Stool. stool if you need
9: it. Wow. Did you two
6: go on a walk? This week, Not walk? this week. He was he was over in uh Burnley. In since Houston. since Sunday, he's still yeah. in Burnley? No, well, he was in Houston. I don't know. Is he back? You back yet? Tomorrow. That's walking. Um
12: no, I I was in Bur- I was in Houston, Burnley, Houston. Um I got in Arizona yesterday. I got to go to Vegas right after the- like today. I'll be back in Arizona tomorrow and then I got to go to New York this weekend.
0: What are you doing in Vegas? You playing blackjack all night?
12: Been trying <clears throat> No, I gotta do uh I'm working on a I'm working on something.
0: Whoa, Whoa. What's that?
12: It's, oh, so <laughs> it's, yeah, I can't. it's uh it's a uh, it's it's a show I'm working on. Whoa.
9: A show oh, no. Whoa yeah. Circus Away
12: Dude perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna fly through the air. Uh, swing, swing my legs like a Q and uh, land Yes,
9: that would yeah. be amazing if you
0: did that. What, what, what are you a show? You're like creating a show.
12: Yeah, I, 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 I literally have no idea what I'm, a, what I can say about it or not. So I, I don't. You can say whatever you yeah, want.
0: J J. What? Yeah,
12: yeah. No. Yeah.
0: yeah, just let it, Let the no. great pub. Great pub.
12: Come on. Is this a show on. that's already been filmed um, or is it a pitch? To no, no. It's a show. It's a show. I'm, uh, developing. A you guys bringing tag just back? In, we got an idea. No um i'm i'm, I'm very really. curious about kind of what we were talking about at the beginning of the show high performers in all different areas of life and um figuring out exactly what it takes to be great in different fields and different areas and I'm, i've always been very very curious about that so um i mean it's a, the working title that we're going with right now is what it takes and i just i want to see like oh. different people what it takes to be what? the best at something or to be at the highest tier of something and so um i'm going tonight to go to Go see somebody and to watch what they do. Chris Angel, so,
0: got it. Yep, okay, smart. so like I love, I love greats as well. I like I watch documentary on people that are great. I like to learn what makes greats great. It sounds like a show that is going to be scratching me right where I itch. So you're going to go spend a day with Chris Angel, kind of see what he does, yep. and then you're just going to release no, it.
12: But 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 uh, yeah, no, it'll be cool. Like, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I want to find out like all the little things, like the people's routines and their. Do they cold tub? Do they sauna? What do they eat? How do they prepare for their their certain thing? And it's all different. And then I want to talk to some experts and see, like, you know, how did they in this category? How does this relate to that? So I'm fascinated by it all, and I I have all my ideas on what makes what made me what I was and other people. Like, there's Giannis eats candy all the time. It's yep. crazy to me. Like Giannis is a big. It's huge that like, he loves candy and he loves to eat candy before games and like. If I did that, I would be 400 pounds and I would suck ass, you know? So I'd love to know, like, how that works. And someone talking to me, like, I'd love to talk to nutritionists and be like, how come he can do that? And I can't. I had a teammate, Jonathan Joseph, who only ate hamburgers. That's all he would ever eat was hamburgers. Again, if I did that, that wouldn't work. So I just, I really want to learn about all that stuff and figure out what makes people great, musicians and entertainers and um, people who've done halftime shows for the Super Bowl. Like, what, do, how do you prepare for that, you know?
9: This year. Justin Timberlake. Any Formula One drivers? So how many people are you talking about?
1: No, you wanted.
12: Uh, this is just one. This is just this is our first. Like tomorrow t- it's tonight. I'm literally right here. I'm oh, flying so it's, out. It's
0: uh, top, Chris Angel, Copperfield. For stopping.
1: Uh, Cop- Copperfield.
12: Well, no. you know,
0: Copper stopping's Abu Dhabi. Copperfield's buddy Stoner, What's his maybe. name. Stoner. It could be Stoner, I guess. Stoner, first Michael ever, Griffin. First ever captain.
1: Yeah. Bob Spillane,
0: agent.
7: Bono, Wilson. maybe
9: Bono. Oh. You two?
12: Mm-hmm. You guys. You Oh, you yeah. could get it. I mean, I, I gave I gave the nugget Dana in. White to Dell. Yeah, it could be you Dana probably
9: or a UFC purse fighter. Maybe a Dell. No. Holy hell! No. Could you imagine yeah. if it's a Dell?
1: Yeah, yeah Crosby. I'd love to hear what you'd find out. The Condor, Wayne Newton. Ooh, that'd be a good one. What about
0: Penn and Teller? They've been doing it a long time. Yeah, They're out there.
1: Maybe with the no. Bunny Ranch. You could go to the ranch, see what. Make oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. The Air Force yeah. It around Nailed it.
12: Nailed it. Yeah. Oh, you're going. Pyramid with- Rhino, for sure. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's where you're going. Okay. 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 All right. Okay.
4: okay.
12: Yeah.
0: I think uh, who's the ex WCW wrestler that is. Uh- Bill Ding.
12: Oh, you're talking about uh, Disco Inferno. <laughs> Disco Inferno
0: yeah, on security, I think, at the. Uh...
12: This spiraled. What's it's that? Spiraled.
5: No, we're trying it's to spiraled. find out yeah, what it, it takes. Yeah. Are you spelling you're it bigger than Disco Inferno, dude? Yeah,
0: you're not. But uh, are you are you saying it's what it takes? Like
12: what? No, no that, that big... was that was proposed, and I said no. I don't. I don't like that.
0: Are you going to pronounce it then? What, what it takes, at least, so we can make a little <laughs> professionalism out of this. Has a as a network already bought this.
12: Uh no. Dibs.
1: Oh, we would
0: like might to buy be. it. Put it on YouTube. Thunder we, from Down Under, maybe. Yeah, we got three hours in there. the off. Scene. Maybe. Ooh. I mean, those boys really. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, me. I mean, I don't know if they. Some fake accents, I think. I don't know if all of them are from Australia. Oh, maybe what? DJ. Maybe. What? Are you doing Marshmallow? What? They're not all from Steve Australia? Are tossing cakes? I don't know. Maybe it is Steve Aoki or DJ Marshmallow. Mark Davis.
9: Yes. There so. it is. So. I'll watch that.
1: All right. So you got, a... we'll make a pitch to buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Give Mark Davis twenty M and M's.
0: We want a full presentation on why pitch? you think it'll be successful too. I'm not pitching you; you're pitching me. We're going to try to buy it.
12: Oh what? well, I, I don't know what we're shaking. Shake
9: on it. it. Shake on it. How do we? How do we watch it? Is it all? Is it video and audio? Like no, what are we doing?
12: Nothing has been like it's. This is we're filming the pilot right now, and then we go out and you sell it.
0: Oh, is that how it works? Who's filming it for you? I don't understand. What do you so
12: NFL Films.
0: Oh
4: really? Oh, oh is that and
12: right? Good luck, more Oh, yeah.
0: this might be on HBO Max. Could be This nice. could be on Mox out there.
2: Paramount Plus, maybe. Skydance. What about oh, MGM Gw? Plus?
0: MGM Plus. Yeah. There's a lot of suitors for Amazon. Will probably spend some money.
2: Yeah, on uh-huh. it. TV.
0: Oh, maybe Apple trying to get into sports. Remember, Fubo. The deal. Chris Angel's big on the internet. Maybe yeah. some sort of social platform will try
9: to buy this up.
1: Could or maybe be. Chris Angel just puts it on a network magically without even getting a deal. Just
9: boom. <laughs> Don't let him him take your lower half tige don't or <laughs> jage don't <laughs> let him take your oh, nice. gotcha. oh, oh, let's back. move along oh, speaking we of, have to his coach has said he's is, the greatest I'll, player we ever we had to Doing
12: something like that's your f-bomb <laughs> that if i used to drop f-bombs i've stopped by the way maybe you that's your third teach since i've been on this show that well
0: oh, that's all right hey not a bit
12: right there's worse people do a shop do a shop for five people uh, or 10 people 500 bucks for aj all right good, good idea. idea yeah I mean, That's what you do.
9: you'll see. You'll see it's a great transition into what we're going next. Just to
12: let you know.
1: Oh
9: that was close.
2: Go ahead, Ty. Good work, AJ. Yeah, JJ, speaking of Tej, uh, we were talking about him before you got on. That graph uh graphic came up because everyone's been talking about how dominant Miles Garrett's been this year and that he's you know the runaway defensive player of the year. And then when you put him next to TJ, TJ's having just as good, if not a better year than Miles Garrett is. And I kind of thought maybe it's because like when you have a generational talent like TJ he's just expected to perform like that year in year out so when he doesn't kind of have stats like that people are saying oh hey TJ's losing a step or he's not he's not exactly the same guy he was why exactly do you think uh he doesn't necessarily get like the the recogni- I mean because he obviously everyone knows how good he is but I still feel like people kind of sleep on him a little bit, and that's not just me saying that because he's your brother. But why do you think um, he isn't kind of respected in the same way? I mean, we're seeing his numbers right there; he's having an unbelievable year. But he does this year in year out.
12: Yeah, I think it's because that's the level of dominance that he has created, where his which I mean, like like he's literally set the NFL sack record. Like he has the NFL sack record with Strahan. So his normal year is anybody else's most dominant year of their entire career so that like that's when you're at a level where you know you're judged on a different standard which is that's a compliment that's a, a sign of respect um but i i i'm i encourage people not to forget they, i it's like i said earlier with pat mahomes like don't get bored with greatness like, don't get bored watching somebody do something spectacular, doing something that's incredible. Same with LeBron over all these years. Like, don't get, don't get complacent with the fact that we get we're fortunate enough to watch these guys play at such a high level. And with TJ, people can tell me I'm biased all I want because he's my brother. But the reality is just put up the numbers. Just look at what he's accomplishing and what he's doing.
0: Yeah, but nobody's. Blocking. And then every
12: now and then you get a freebie like this, and it's. I texted him right after this. and said, "Those are my favorite sacks of all time." They don't ask how you get them; they just ask how many. And number eighty-nine. I'm not sure what your job was on that play, but I have a feeling it might have been to block number ninety.
0: I do at least chip them, at least get some yeah. hands on them. But I do appreciate that maybe a business decision was made. Nope, new one coming. Yeah. This guy's me in here. Let me get out of here. But TJ Watt ends up with two sacks uh, against the Bengals, and he's continuing to maybe go on a path to break his own record for most sacks in the same year there's been a couple games where obviously geez what a
12: what a yeah. Beat the double team like this is what 89 was supposed to do on that other play block him then pass him up and then tj beats him pass him off to the tackle tj beats him force fumble like people want to say oh he had free he had a free sack well yeah but this one he a double team and he gets a sack so don't give me this like he doesn't get held he doesn't get double teamed. yeah he gets it all He literally gets chipped all game long. He literally gets double-teamed all game long. And then every now and then you get a freebie, and that's the football justice God's giving you a little love.
0: And Michael Tomlin came out and said, he's the best player on planet Earth, so I don't want to hear it. I'm sick of it. We'll move on. We're thankful for TJ. TJ and Tomlin have been a great tag team on the defensive side of the ball. I hope the world continues to appreciate what TJ's doing. And if he breaks that record, it's expensive. Oh, yeah. Was it a $500,000 donation? Believe
1: so. Why do
0: I do that? Why do I just do that? You know what I mean. I just say stuff; it just comes out, and then we got to live with it forever, all of us. I got to live with it all the time. Mm -hmm. I've been with me for thirty-six years. People hate me. You should see what I feel like. It is too
12: much all the time. He's on his way. He's on his way to do this. I don't. What? Why do people hate you? It makes no sense. That's so dumb.
0: Shut up, JJ.
4: Yeah.
12: (laughs) Okay. Like, guy gives money to charity. Guy gives money away to people. Like kick kicks. On Saturdays. Well, Guy's wouldn't. got all of his friends on a television show, living great, takes care of people entertains people. Shut it's up, all Major. fun. We're having a great time. Don't why, sure. why, what, what's the problem people? What's the problem?
0: Well, I think it's, I'm a doofus mostly if I had to guess just from what I've dealt with for most of my life. And also I say things, you know, that like in house, vo- inside voices are supposed to be said. I think I have, I'm kind of known to do that every once in a while.
12: I appreciate all. What's you- the worst thing? What's the worst thing you think you've said in the last year? Like, what's the thing that people would be like, that's why I hate that guy. What do you think that is?
0: Hmm. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome (laughs) to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. Because the ratings thing that we saw, if you remember, Mm -hmm. those first month that first month we were on ESPN. I guess just the hello at the beginning was really a thing that got everybody. I'm out.
12: <laughs> just, I do not want to be a part of this. That guy says hello in a way that I don't enjoy.
0: Yeah, that's what I think. But I appreciate all your kind words. Let's move on. You said some kind things about another teammate of yours, which is why you're a legend.
1: Yeah, JJ, long, long time ago when Energy Stadium was selling out every Sunday. you had a- It used to be a good fan base. Yeah, long time ago. Great. Long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away – People used to go to Texans games and
12: when they okay. would go you want to talk about your team. Like, I mean, we're hey, just we're shut up. up okay. okay. I'm asking the right.
1: question to you, brother. <laughs> you, you don't ask me the questions. Okay. Chach.
12: Right. Spit uh, it, spit it out then. Spit uh, it out. I'm, I'm get getting, the there. I'm mean, getting there. I'm getting there. i you a stop. He's got to catch a flight back to Arizona. Yeah.
1: I bet you're really looking forward to it. Uh, but when you were playing, you had a couple studs, one of them nominated for the hall of fame, Andre Johnson, uh, should he yep. be first bout? Should he be in right away? It feels like he is one of those guys that everybody universally around the NFL just had a ton of respect for.
12: Yes, Andre Johnson should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I will say that until he gets in the Hall of Fame, he deserves to be there. He's an incredible player. Um, he is What he did for this franchise, especially through very, very difficult years early on in the beginning, um he he was not in an ideal situation by any stretch of the imagination and all he did was go out there and put up numbers and put up success every single year andre johnson definitely deserves to be in the hall of fame and i believe is either yesterday or today is the anniversary of one of the most iconic photos in houston texas history where he is just oh, waylaying uh-huh. uh Cortland finnegan and if you know anything about andre johnson if you've ever met him if you know him at all this is literally the furthest thing from his personality whatsoever. So this was before I got there. But if I ever saw Andre do this while I was playing, I would have run through 10 walls to do whatever it took to win that game for the rest of my life because to see Andre get to this level is iconic. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: We got a chance to be teammates with Andre whenever he came to the Colts there for a year or two. Mm -hmm. He was awesome. Just one of the coolest dudes of all time. Was very nice to everybody. I think the only time we gave him the ball was whenever we played against Houston. He went for two tuds, like 160 Mm -hmm. yards, and everything like that. I think he's back in the Houston Texans organization. Whenever he was on the field, though, all eyes were on Andre Johnson.
3: Yeah, great. uh, Like you said, great teammate. And I I met South Florida legend. So I'm a big fan of his. I've obviously been a Hurricane fan. And one of the first, it's funny seeing that fight because one of the first times I actually met Andre was actually like a nightclub, and I was with some people he kind of put me to say, hey, bro, you don't need to be doing this, you need to chill, don't be hanging out with them. So just always kind of like that cool OG Big Dre, but an unbelievable, first ballot Hall of Fame talent for sure on the field, hands down, especially you look at his quarterback situation throughout his career, along with the numbers he put up and the consistent dominant, like 1,500-yard seasons. like Andre was a dog.
0: Absolute beast. Reggie's up too, I believe. Yep. A couple of AFC South wide receivers.
12: Shane Leckler.
3: Shane Leckler, Hall of Fame.
12: Got to be in the Hall of
0: Fame. Needs to go in. He had, like, he just went to the Pro Bowl, I think, like, 14 straight years or something like That's that. all. Just like, hey, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm going to be the best in the league. Okay. Are you going to kick in the offseason? Not once. Okay. You're no. a dog. Are you going to have a half a tin in your mouth whenever you speak to everybody in the warm-ups? Yes, you are. Are you going to have beer for the other kickers and punters every single game whenever they come play against? Yes, you are. Shane Leckler is a movie character, an awesome one, like the best one of all time, in a perfect representation of punters, I think. I love that man. I'm very appreciative yes. of Shane Leckler.
12: And if you put his numbers up, from my understanding, I mean, we did it like when I, when I was playing with him. We, every, I'd look at his numbers all the time and pull him up trying to embarrass him. I believe he, like, blows Ray Guy's numbers out of the water. I believe he blows just about any punter ever's numbers out of the water. Like, uh-huh. Shane is truly one of the greatest of all time.
4: Yes,
0: 1,000%. Now, that Raiders team... They were drafting guys that ran four twos. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, who, who? how fast do you come to our team? How fast? Can you play football? Who cares? You're fast. You come to our team. So Shane, now he was the perfect punter for the situation. He could just murder the ball. Oh, yeah. And then they got four fours, four fives covering all across the board, and they were a weapon over there.
4: Oh,
12: Absolutely. Oh, are, you, are you asterisking? Are you asterisking Shane Leckler's career here?
0: Absolutely not. Whoa. Because if you put me in that position, nowhere near as good as him. I'm just saying he was put in a position that was perfect yeah. for Shane Leckler as well because he used to be able to punt it a country mile mm-hmm. every single time. And I can't reiterate this enough. Did not punt in the offseason. Didn't kick a ball. We'll go back to training camp, have to relearn how to punt, and said, I figure I got four weeks to figure it back out, <laughs> yes. and I will do that. Instead, he's going fishing. He's going hunting. What? He's living his life, and then he comes back, and he was a quarterback. He's recruited yeah. to be a, a quarterback. Yep. Absolute nice. stud. Put Shane in there. And also, yeah.
12: we'll see Did you. they draft him and, and Jenkins. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No.
0: Nailed it. No, nope. Go
4: ahead. Yeah, that was a good. That
0: was, a good that, was that was a really good send. That was really, really good. You're doing this good thing. You're filming a pilot today. Yeah. You're sending out on hard outs. Look at you, JJ. You're an adult. Absolute adult.
1: Buying the tickets for the Texans.
12: Hero. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Don't be sorry. That was that was that was trash. I I really ruined that ending.
0: No, because we're talking about Shane you were Lander.
12: you were on you were crushing it. You were crushing. it. I was going to tie. Did, did they draft him and Jankowski in the same year? Yeah. Mm. what a what a class
0: and they live together and they you know obviously a lot of people know about sea bass because of things that have happened yep i think shane can hold his own in that particular department as well sure from what we've been told a couple stories both on our show in the early years from shane leckler and then from others that have told stories they lived their lives. Oh, those yeah. two guys, those two guys really lived their lives and did their thing. And he was still better than everybody. <laughs>
3: great teammate. Legend. <laughs> Love. Best friend played for them for a while. Tavon Brent, another 4-2 guy, was a gunner early in his career, but great, great teammates. Everybody loved him. Mm-hmm. Like Shane,
0: I talked about the Beers for the other team. Anytime we played the Raiders or whenever he was with the Texans, which is obviously two times a year towards the end of his career there. We would have beer waiting for us afterwards. From who? From Shane Leckler. It was
2: like Class Act.
1: This yeah, guy fucking that. gets it. Legend. I remember that.
6: Yeah, we used to enjoy the hell out of that. They would come in like the you know, the the garbage bags. Yeah. You'd have the garbage bag filled with yep. ice. Bingo. Hop was, on the bus. Was part, some places would get
0: you uh, I don't want to bury anybody. Some people <laughs> oh What'd they get you.
12: Shane this is old school, though, like this, I love this because this is like this stuff doesn't quite happen as much as it used to. like this is the good old school stuff.
0: Shane was my type of human, like the beers he put in there were beers that I would drink. Nice. Not all punters and kickers are the same types of humans. There's a lot of different humans that are kicking balls for a living professionally. I think we all understand that there's a lot... so there's some places that give you like these uh, like assortment of IPAs Oh, sure. and then you have to fake. Right. After, oh, there's oh, good. Uh, poopy beers. With, when it's happening, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, not that IPAs are bad, but there's some punters and kickers that seem to be connected to every IPA beer in town. Mm-hmm. And Yuck. I don't want to have a pink waffle beer right now. good, <laughs> You know what I mean? That was yeah. 16% alcohol. <laughs> right. I don't want that right now, but I appreciated the sentiment, and I think Shane was the one that kind of started that all for the kickers and punters. So let's put his ass in there, too. And Ray yeah. Guy. How's Shane feel about Ray? You talk good about him over there because the Raiders organization?
12: Yeah. Yeah, he talked good about him. I I, uh, I would say, uh, like, because the argument any, I ever make is uh, whenever I post about it on Twitter or something, is people come back and they're like, Ray Guy is the only punch that deserves to be in. Ray Guy is, is the GOAT. And, like, if you literally put all of his, their numbers together, I don't even think it's close. So I think that there is some. So. I think he. I think he. The He's evolution of,
0: of punting, I think Ray would not even probably his numbers. Ray Wood is athletic enough to be able to figure out what we know now modern-wise, though, how to turn the ball over, what exercises do get stronger, techniques that have gotten much better. But, yeah, we're right now at a stage where punters would, if they were to go back in time. Who's,
12: who's the best punter right now?
0: So I got mm. to see Jay Camarda this weekend, oh. punter for Tampa Bay. He fucking murders balls. He hits them so far. Almost got one blocked didn't turn over so a turnover is when it goes like this that's when a ball goes far when it doesn't turn over normally it kind of say he didn't turn one over and it won 59 yards or something this weekend in the <laughs> dome so that's no wind aided at all he's phenomenal Tommy Townsend in Kansas City he hits balls higher than anybody I've seen Thomas Morse is yeah. a jugs machine still Wisnowski he's been Mitch Wisnowski deep. for San Francisco I guess he's a legend too mm-hmm. they absolutely nice. love him great flow Stonehouse Stonehouse murders footballs. You know, some of these guys that hit it real far, I often wonder, like, is it going to work? You know, like, it will work. It's like a roll of the dice, though, because all you need is to give up one, and all of a sudden it's like everybody gets real mad. You know what I mean? Everybody starts turning on you. You know, like, this guy's out kicking his coverage. It's like, well, for the first 12 games, though, it was perfect. It was what we wanted. And then because... Ten guys can't tackle a guy. All of a sudden, it's on the punter. So it's like there's different strategies in the whole thing. But those guys, I think, are th- who is
12: the best. Who's the best coverage guy you had in your career on your on your coverage team?
0: So, I mean, Oof. Cole Anderson was awesome. The Montana. Well, Joe Lafedge was a guy I had at Gunner. He was a dog out of Rutgers. Absolute dog. He was a beast. Hayward Bay, right? Yeah, DHB. DHB, didn't have to tackle oh, anybody. DHB. He was the first guy that ran a 4-3 that I had covering me. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. So that was uh, that was a cool thing. He, he had to be – he had to make a super humble decision, too, to go cover punts because, remember, he was first yeah. round draft pick to be wide receiver. Then he ends up at the Colts, and he becomes gunner in practice, and it's like, hey, if he's cool with this, are we allowed to have him just run down the field? So <laughs> I, th- I think my net went up like – I don't know how many yards, a lot, as soon as he got in there, and I just punted it towards him. And it was just so fair, fast. It was a fair catch every single time. It was the
3: awesome, So fast. So cool. AJ, did you
12: ever play special grass. teams?
9: I did, and sorry. I, I, my screen has been blank for the last 10 minutes. I can hear you guys great. I just can't <laughs> see any of the show, so I have no idea exactly what's going on, but I can hear you. But, yes, I was a four-year starter at left wing and punt in college, and I played a lot of punt in uh, when I was in the league as well. I was there – there are a few times when I think Devin Hester took a few back on us, no question. The guy, I was going to say. Gosh, he's too good. Legend. Too good. The best coverage guy that I had.
0: What? Sergio Brown. Mm. And everything that's going on with him now is incredibly sad. I mean, yeah, incredibly, yeah, incredibly, incredibly sad. He was awesome, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened. I have no idea what happened to him. Obviously something devastating and terrible. We're seeing videos of him on the internet that is not the human that we know. Mm-hmm. You're talking about like an energy human in the locker room. Yep. Loved playing teams, loved being everywhere. Mm-hmm. Incredibly sad outcome. But yeah, those special teamers, yeah. real dogs out there. Yeah. Andrew Jackson. Real dogs. Do you remember mm-hmm. Andrew Jackson? Oh, yeah. Western Kentucky. He had a gold grill. Love, both of them. Love that. He it's had lately. no he had no idea that there was a football on the field. <laughs>
12: he had no clue. <laughs> It did not. Matter. Devin Hester, Hall of Fame, yeah. Hall of Fame, yeah, Yeah.
0: Has- yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's the Absolutely. issue, though. Hey, man, like the Hall of Fame, you're going to run it. No, you're not. Your first ballot. How you doing? Keep it moving. You're going to the front of the line. You deserve to be in that other tier that uh, Primetime talks about as well. So, knowing that, I ask you this question. Every year, I see these semifinalists of like Hall of Famers, and I get through it. I'm like, that guy definitely. That guy, yeah, yeah. definitely Hall of. That guy definitely hall of famer but then there's like a log jam i think of like guys from like 50 years ago 40 years ago as well and there's only a certain amount to go in that's an interesting little thing that happens with
12: the hall of fame yeah you pay attention at all yeah it is interesting because I look at the one like I, I'm following the Andre one closely because I want Andre and obviously he's he's my teammate. I love I love the guy. I think he deserves being. And then you go through the arguments and you see all the people talking about like, well, what about this guy? He has these stats, or what about this guy? He has these from this year. And like you said, there's only a certain number of spots, so it does get very very interesting. Um, the that one criteria that people kind of say is like, can you tell the history of the game without having without saying this person's name or without that. Like, I do think there is something to be said for, like, like you said, Devin Hester, like he is the greatest return man in the history of the game. Like, I do feel like he is a guy that at what he did, he is the best to have done that. Um, And it's synonymous with that spot. Nobody else did it at that level. So I do think a guy like that deserves to be in. I feel like the receiver position and the quarterback position are two really, really tough ones. Obviously, I think receiver, like, these guys with their comparisons, I feel like the Reggie Wayne, the Marvin Harrison, some of those, like uh, Torrey Holt, some of those, they start to get so number comparative where it's not necessarily about, like, the full-blown impact on the game. And also, it's just a tough position to make it in at, man. And then quarterback's obviously a different one. Like, I feel like people were asking if Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer, like oh, yeah. two Super Bowl rings. like and he's I mean, Eli yeah, I Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like, I feel like, yeah, duh, he's in. What do you mean?
1: Yeah. Tom Coughlin, they're doing the same thing with him, too. What's that? Because the Super Bowl rings, like other coaches are in, who haven't won as many games or as many Super Bowls as Tom Coughlin, but they won't put him in.
0: They need to just figure out how to get it right with the – i don't want to say the
1: with the old heads with the, yeah yes they, they need do. to
0: just figure out how to get it right and it's like hey you can add on it's ohio real estate i assume you can yeah i assume you can make that place bigger as the game continues to grow just make it a little you know because like if shane leckler was the, the guy, how do you
12: how do you feel about like the like 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 the 10 or 20 years later type of situation because i do think there's guys that like but i also think it's it's super hard man because then I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what yeah, to feel about It's not about the that. whole is, good,
1: you know. That's right. Well, in the numbers.
12: Yeah, yeah. And there is that part of me. That's like, well, if you weren't in in the first five years after your career, what makes it 20 years down the line? Why Why is it now? But then there is the other part of me. Like, I grew up in Wisconsin, Jerry Kramer. Like, I think Jerry Kramer's ever been. But, but I also see people's point where they're like, Yeah, but if you weren't good enough in the first five, what changed?
0: Now, with that being said, I think I've been nominated uh, two times now. Mm -hmm, Okay, so the first time I was nominated, I said, uh, put Shane Leckler in immediately upon my name being on the same list as him and a couple others. And it's like, if I was to be nominated for 20 years and I actually had a care of going in, you could see how every single year your family, your friends, and you would get upset about it. Which I think is what happens for some of these older guys: is like they get like really personally pissed off at the NFL and at everybody for not putting them in there. So whenever they finally go in, I get like super pumped for them. But then I'm like, right. can we maybe just not put their names on the list though, so it's not like a public call out that they're mm-hmm. not in the Hall of Fame anymore? You know what I mean? After a certain amount of years, I wonder if that can kind of let
2: with drew pearson like before he went in what last year he said it basically ruined his life because like every time the doorbell would ring or he would hear like a knock at the door he was like oh shit is that is that someone like am i finally getting in and then it just it never happened for so long and eventually he did get in but like it legitimately like ruined his life for like 15 years yeah it's
0: wild it's a wild thing you know yeah
12: and like you said you said it it is interesting that whoever is arguing on your behalf plays such a massive role as well like that that it shouldn't be that like you need some a lobbyist on your side to get you in like it's sad. That Our it's
0: guy like couldn't that. get Dwight Freeney in. Yeah. yeah, think about that. Got to be yeah. kidding me. You heard the name right there. Everybody in their head was like, "Gold Jacket." That guy's a whole mm-hmm. He's not. He's not. No sir. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's insane. Ridiculous. And if you put Shane in yeah. as a punter. Then that's taking somebody else's yeah. spot, mm-hmm. which is why when Ray Guy went in, it got so loud. He's the first punter ever in there. Like, he deserves to be in over wide receiver that did something like 30 years ago. It's like, oh.
12: And then like two years ago, I think it was the 50th Super Bowl or something where we did like 20 guys. We just popped 20 guys into the Hall of Fame in one year. We're like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, open door. Feel free. like. It was, was wild. What are you going to do? Have
0: you already prepared and, and planned for your Hall of Fame party up there in Canton, Ohio? I heard it's a big deal. you got to get a good tent. got to yeah. have a good tent. you got to do the whole
12: thing. I I haven't prepared. I, I don't know what I'm going to wear in 30 minutes to go to this thing i got to go do. Dress no, nice. I don't have it's any a, a pilot. Yeah.
0: Dress
1: nice. It's a pilot. you got to look good.
12: <laughs> I, I Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I hope I look good. I would. A That's full the
1: ninety nine. Maybe with shoulder pads, jersey, pants, helmet. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is it for the Trenches Wednesday with
0: Watt. JJ, this one was a good one. Oh, yeah. Talked about soccer. Oh, I love it. Talked about tickets. Yeah. Yep. yep. Talked about TV shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Orangutans, remember? Oh, yeah. macaques, cool. Yep. This Boy. guy loves macaques. Love them. <laughs> <laughs>
12: Spell it again. Spell it again. There's no way that was the correct spelling.
0: M-A-C-A-C-Q-U-E. Boom. That's what I'm thinking. Pretty sure it is.
12: That's in my head. That's what I see. C-Q-U-E. That's a. That's that's a CQ. does not feel like it can go together. I agree.
0: That's why as soon as it comes out of my mouth, I say, this guy did it. Oh, M-C-A-Q-U-E-S. Uh, too many Cs. Oh. Too many Cs.
12: Man, that thing would be sick to have as a pet.
0: No, 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 uh-huh. no, no, no.
1: <laughs>
0: these ones—it's the wrong one. These ones—you ones... know that fuck around and find out thing? Yeah, bingo. Right there at the top, boom, macaque. That thing—you don't want to be in there at all.
2: I don't know about the orangutans; these things will rip your meat off first thing.
0: Yeah. yeah speaking of AJ Hawk is back. <laughs> AJ Hawk is AJ. Can you see us?
9: I can see you now. It looks you guys look great.
0: Why are you so matter of fact about the orangutans? Straight to the meat, straight to the mouth.
9: Why? Why is I'm that? not? First off, I'm talking more chimpanzees, but all primates, like all of them, do not mess with them once their their teeth develop and once they they get those hormones in them. I told you, it's a matter of time before your meat's in your mouth. You know. That. Yeah, but how you say you know that to me? I don't know that. It's a real thing. Look it up. That's what. Hey, hey, look at my little friend. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, mess with shit. that guy. You want to talk to him, her, whoever it is? Good. Yeah, L- please fart. don't. Yeah,
12: good. Miss yeah,
1: can't have it. They, Son of a bitch. Exactly. Well, I can't. they right
9: here. But-
12: but that's what I'm saying. Good luck. I, I do. I very much trust your opinion on primates. I will say, like, for some reason, you seem like you have researched this properly, and I believe that you have researched this properly. I don't know why. Uh, I agree. It does feel uh, like what are you get to into die, the What, what made you go down a road where your Google search led you to a primate's going to rip your meat off and put it in his mouth?
9: Well, this, I found this out years ago. The, the put it in your mouth part. I kind of came up with that one because I claim, I've claim i always said, they said, why do, Why would they rip it off and put it in your mouth? I said, because that's the most disrespectful they can kill you and they want your parents or your loved ones to find you dead with your meat in your mouth. So that's, I added that part on. But okay. Right, came right, right, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Listen, ripping the meat off is a real thing. I don't know where they place it once they rip it off. I just said. Yeah, but you're saying, I'm matter of fact, both. you yeah. said
12: you know that. It's like
9: you're the
0: only one who yeah, knows it. You
12: just passed this information on to 20 million people on ESPN. Now everybody, 20 I think million. It, I'm a JJ. Go people.
10: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're welcome, guys. JJ.
12: Yeah, show's getting big, guys. Get, come, get on board.
0: No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so, you know, because the hello thing, which we also talked about today. We didn't. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, we got to break down the college football playoffs. You got to go film a pilot episode of What It Takes. Hell you know, yeah! Where we find out what makes the greats great. That's right. What's the
10: recipe?
12: We'll do it. What's that? We'll do a McAfee episode. We'll do a McAfee episode. Yeah. What makes Pat McAfee great? That's gonna be a note Turner's for me, dog. Black shirts.
0: <laughs> All right. We appreciate you. It's been a good Wednesday. You're not welcome in here to do one of those, okay? You're not welcome to do one of
12: those. Hey, that's fine. I don't
0: deserve Chris Angel, Carrot Top, Mike Phelps, J.J. Watt. That's a great crew right there. Yeah, Mark Davis. What's that? Bigger than them? Bigger than Chris Angel?
9: Copperfield?
12: Poof. Uh, I gave the the answer in this interview somewhere.
9: Epstein? Oh. (laughs) What? Is it?
12: I don't think.
9: Why,
1: is he, why is he a great in your eyes, AJ? Yeah, I didn't say he was a great. Yeah, I thought I J.J. I I mean, was you know, tracking with people down, with down
12: That there. I mean, there's some weird stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah. There's some, <laughs>
0: let's get you out
1: of here.
12: Let's what, it, what it takes. What it takes with me. There's a lot going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying?
0: A lot of people yeah. say, AJ, yeah. such a good boy. Huh. I'm like, you listening to yeah. what's coming out of his mouth? I don't think so. Don't Ladies and gentlemen, J.J.
3: Waltz. Hey,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the General Bob Carpenter's Top Ten. General! General, good to see you. Obviously, Ohio State loses to Michigan that rattled the college football playoff rankings. I'm excited to see what it does to yours. Thank you uh, for making time today. Let's go, General Bob Carpenter.
11: Well, Coach, the college football world is on fire, and we sit here heading into conference championship weekend I'm gonna give you my top ten, but I feel like there's probably eight teams that could be getting in here. Number one, we're gonna start off with the 10th team in. Penn State took care of Michigan State in a big way. Ooh, right. 42 0. Take care of business. They're sitting there at 10 and 2. It's what they were last year, and they'll be sitting on a pretty nice bowl set, bowl slate.
0: Yeah. That baby, that matters. You know, number yeah, 10 so. here. Yeah. Can't yeah. play in a Big Ten championship, but yeah. we'll have a good bowl win That's to right. go into Can't the offseason. Let's it. go. Another year. Top yes, ten the bowl. finish fiesta bowl they feel good about life wow okay let's extend jimmy franklin maybe what 10 10 15 15, 20 20, 20, 30 30
6: keep it rolling 10 and 2 baby what do we think
0: we think we're going to crack in next year when there's no divisions in the big 10 are we going to be able to get to
6: the top two spots up there well listen like they can beat iowa 31 and nothing and feel good
2: about life who's that penn state at home oh that happened that happened oh oh at home what do you mean Come to Kinnick next year, AQ, and we'll see what fucking happens. That's what I mean. That's, he knows. That's,
6: I do know, he actually. Knows. I actually lost there. But now you add Washington. Okay. UCLA. What? What? Which? Thing? USC. Eh. USC. What? And Oregon. Oregon.
0: Oregon's a big one coming in there. That's yeah. a big one. Not that Washington isn't, it? no offense, but Oregon bringing in that Nike money. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's going to be, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of similar type recruiting there. Yes. Ooh, I think that is, uh, yeah. which is something big. Now, Washington's going to be able to recruit. Obviously, Seattle's a beautiful place. USC, UCLA going to be able to do that thing, but the Oregon humans, the players, feel like a Big Ten potential recruiting battle. Excited for that. Penn State's going to be okay. Yeah. Top ten finish in the Generals. Okay. Love it. Love it. Who's number nine, General?
11: You got you to gotta take it easy on AQ over there, Pat. I mean, listen, they're doing the best they can, all right? So give them the happy value I got to boost him up, all right? Yeah, you T-A-C. are trying. Guys yeah, yeah, nice. are right. playing football. Give him a medal.
0: UConn doing the same thing. Who's hey, number nine?
11: All right, number all right. nine, we got Missouri. Mizzou sitting there. Did a heck of a job this year. Probably one of the most underrated stories you're going to find. Drinkowitz, probably my, my pick for coach of the year with what he was able to do. They smoked Arkansas 48-14. And because of that, we got a Bobby Petrino citing. Back in Northwest Arkansas now, so I know that's exciting for the college football world.
0: It's exciting for us. We love the Woo Pig City folks. Hope yeah, Petrino yeah. is, uh, you know, handles his press conference costuming a little bit different than the last one sure. he had over there in Arkansas. But we're pulling for him, and this Missouri story is a beautiful one. Schrader, we had him on the show obviously for him walk-on one, did his thing kid from Missouri, kind of taking over over there. Cooked quarterback right and drinkwitz, you're right. What a turnaround, what a team. And remember, he ran ran right over to Hypo's face and he said, We staying on business around here. Mm-hmm. Got a good little attitude, good little moxie. Love it. I-, I like the Missouri team. Now, once again, that's another story. When you're down there in the SEC, teams like Penn State and the Big Ten, you can kind of get lost there at three, four, five. Are they able to make the jump? We shall see. Who's eight?
11: All right, number eight, this is where we really start. It starts to get interesting, Pat, because all of these next teams, I think, can get in the CFP. Some control their own destiny. Some need a little bit of help. But number eight, I have the Texas Longhorns. They beat up Texas Tech pretty good. They played a lot better last week after Quinn Ewers feels like he's knocking some of the rust off. You know, Arch Manning got a little sighting in the game. They might need a little bit of help. But I think the committee wants to try to get them in if they can take care of Oklahoma State in the Big 12.
0: And on the flip side, Oklahoma State would love to beat Oklahoma and then also beat Texas. Yeah, yeah, right? You know what I mean? They get a the big win. They get into the uh, Big 12 championship. And then if they send Texas to the SEC with an L mm-hmm. in the Big 12 championship, what a way for Gundy Whew. to kind of wrap up this season with that mullet. And on the flip side, Texas could take this Big 12 championship and say, peace, go over to Bannister, go right over to the SEC. Yeah. Take the belt. That's not something that's great to happen. No, not at all. Oklahoma State's fighting for an entire conference.
1: Yeah, need them for the Big 12.
0: Texas has a win over Alabama, but you got Alabama seemingly ranked higher than Texas. You and the committee are in a little bit of odds there. Who's at seven?
11: It is, because I got the, I got Bama sitting there at seven. It's been tough because they've been oh. playing some really good football, man, and they've really turned the corner. You look at how bad they were early in the season. Double digit loss to Texas at home. South Florida game muddling around. They benched Milro. I understand, you know, Auburn's not great this year, but they find a way to get it done. Holy smokes. And one of the most, you know, captivating endings you're going to find. And Nick Saban, you know, I know like we never really give guys like him, you know, Kirby Smart, you know, Urban Meyer, those guys don't get Coach of the Year very often because it's always expected. But this might be Nick Saban's best coaching job he's put on in the last decade.
0: Yeah. They were obviously ranked and appreciated because they're Alabama. Mm -hmm. Then they lose to Texas and everybody's like, all right. Bama has a down year. This is how it is. And all they've done is gone to work. We've been very lucky to kind of follow this year alongside Coach Saban and the development of Milrow. What type of defense was Auburn running there on that fourth and goal from the 31? A lot of people had question marks on how that whole
3: thing worked. Pretty though. soft. Too soft. Yeah. Too soft. I, I mean, what a play. I mean, unbelievable play. You don't see that every every Saturday. Rivalry game like uh, like the general Mitchell. Iron Bowl. I don't care what the rankings are. Throw them out great job you did done
0: i was watching that game thinking to myself how'd this team lose to new mexico state 31 20 no kidding yeah. while well, they were playing against yeah alabama yeah. i'm like how are these dudes even on this field able to lose a game in new mexico state i guess that's just how football goes you never know what's going to happen rivalry games bring out the best and alabama got a big time win people are holding that over their head though yeah, oh, yeah they are people are holding that over their head oh of the team that almost lost to new mexico state it came down to a fourth and goal from the 31 well, why does that team get anything it's like watch the whole thing Please. Watch the whole thing. It's different. What did happen here on the defense side of the ball, AJ? What do you think's going on? Rush two? Spy? I mean, I, I Hail
9: Mary's, I, I feel like you got to get the quarterback off the spot and make him, like, you got to force the throw. Like, watch a couple of the Hail Mary's Aaron has. Like, if you don't force him and try to make him go to his right or left mm-hmm. and, like, make it at least difficult, I think it's tough. Well, and
0: also, why do they have a spy? Is he going to run 31 yards? Zach, All no. three
3: guys are, like, basically spying him. Nobody was actually rushing him, like – I'd like to run a little stunt game inside and make
9: and flush him out to his left. That's the ideal situation.
0: And then you, he is on a tick
3: on a clock yeah. whenever he gets outside yeah. the pocket because he doesn't have the protection. I'm sending six. He has to throw across his body. The other five get 20 yards off. I'm sending six guys after. 31 yard play has
0: to happen. Yeah. You know, and they, they pull quit. it off. Yep. Somehow Alabama pulls it off. Maybe they're a team of destiny. Could be. Maybe they're a team of destiny. Let's go to our top six here, general.
11: All right, top six, still control their own destiny. I've got Oregon sitting there at six. They're big favorites, by the way, in the Pac-12 championship. They disposed of Oregon State, did a nice job of that at home, 31-7. Bo Nix looked his typical fantastic self, over 350 yards passing, another couple touchdowns. It's going to be interesting how that Heisman talk shakes out as well. But Oregon... I think they're a team that people want to see in the CFP, given how explosive that offense has been. And then Dan Landing has that defense playing really nice. They do. Their resume is going to be one that is going to be tough for people to stand on.
10: Yep.
0: If you go back and see who they beat this year, there's not a lot of mass. Now, obviously, the Pac-12 was much better than it has been in a long time, and it's a shame that this is the last year of the conference champions. Right, of course. It is a damn shame. But some of their other wins, not great, but the way they're playing football, strictly eye test-wise, it's like, hey, this Oregon team is maybe the buzzsaw in the entire country right now. Selection Sunday, just a few days away in the Pac-12 championship on Friday. Does University of Oregon win it, or does somebody in the top five win it in general? Who's five?
11: Well, that's where I had to do it this week. It pained me to drop my Ohio State Buckeyes, losing 30-44. Oh! I know, it stings. Bob. It stings, man. But you know what? The tape doesn't lie. The score doesn't lie. Bob. Michigan went out there and executed and played a good football game. And you know 19 million people watching doesn't lie either. I mean, it was a heck of a oh, football yeah. game. You want to come out on the winning end, and unfortunately they didn't.
0: You think they can still make it in the CFP? That's why you're putting them at five, hoping?
11: I think that there's a little bit of hope there. They need some things to happen. Maybe they turn that uh, OSU Scarlet and Gray into a little orange and uh, a little orange for them for the Oklahoma State Cowboys and probably cheering on Louisville Cardinals as well. So we'll see what happens.
0: Okay, so if Louisville beats Florida State, Oklahoma State beats Texas. Okay. Georgia beats Bama, I guess. Yeah. Oregon. You need that. Washington beat Oregon, or Oregon beat Washington?
11: I I think Oregon can beat Washington as long as it looks good. If it's a tight game and there's that other stuff happening, you may see two Pac-12 teams, which ironically, Pac-12 couldn't get anyone in for years. They could have possibly two if it's maybe a three-point game. If Washington wins, I think they're in, Oregon's out. If Oregon wins and it's close, maybe both. But I think if Oregon wins by two scores or more, then I think that might eliminate Washington.
0: All right, let's roll to your top four. That's a heartbreaker seeing you put Ohio State outside. No, That's a shame. I know. One bad character. It crushed me, Pat. Believe me. One bad character.
11: One bad character. That's all it takes. I got to be real with the folks, man. I got to be real with the folks. I've got number four, uh, the Florida State Seminoles. And we're talking about another tight one. They barely took care of Florida, poured it on at the end, but down – 12-7 at half. They're Tate Rodemaker feeling his way around a little bit. Florida didn't have much offense. And this team is going to be, you know, they're going to be the bane of the committee's existence because their results look good throughout the season. However, this is a different team without Jordan Travis. And they're going to have to put on a show against Louisville, who just lost to an average Kentucky team this year to prove that they belong. I think the committee wants every reason to get Florida State out because without Jordan Travis, I don't think they feel like they'll be able to compete, even though they probably deserve to be in there.
0: Yeah, the Florida State conversation is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. On Sunday. Don't let it happen. I cannot wait for it. Because even with Jordan Travis as quarterback, there's people going, is the ACC anywhere near good enough to have a team that represents it i don't, we don't care if it went undefeated and he showed up every single week and did what they had to do they go into florida by the way oh yeah and beat florida in florida and i know florida is nowhere near what we remember florida as whenever tim was doing his thing and everything like that but it's still a huge win with a backup quarterback and now all anybody's help before i test wise is just like we need another team in there yeah We're- and uh, Florida State's fans are loud, and oh. they're going to be, and they're back in their eyes. If they're to go undefeated, win an ACC championship, and get held out, whoo, oh, man. Whoo, it'll be loud. Who's your top three, Bob?
11: All right. Well, coach, hanging on, hanging tough. If it wasn't for Florida State's rough performance, I may have dropped them, but Washington sits there at number three. It's tied 14 14 all at half in the Apple Cup. They're able to pull that thing out tight, and I know that's a rivalry game. And it's you know maybe the last it's the last one in the Pac-12 maybe the last one for a while we'll see if they can get it squared away, but you know you get worried because at the beginning of the season they were scoring so much playing a little tougher competition defense hasn't been quite as good offense has struggled some and so I think the committee is looking at them like they might be a little vulnerable and we'll see what happens Friday night in the Pac-12 championship against Oregon
0: hell of a year by Deboer and Penix. Who do you got at number two and a one? I'm excited to see who you place where.
11: I put Georgia at number two and oh, you know, they played wow. Georgia Tech. It was kind of a little bit of a struggle. Georgia has been good. You know, they've got some decent wins this year. Uh, Carson Beck was okay in the game, not, not quite hitting 200 yards, throwing a pick, throwing a touchdown. I think Georgia's been really good, but you've got to put Michigan at number one. If you believe that Ohio State was sitting up there in the top three, they have the best win of anybody this season now. They did it. It was at home. It was a big rivalry game. It was in front of God and everyone. Sharon uh, uh, did a great job coaching. Like they've, they've really played good football this year when everybody was kind of counting them out the last couple of weeks. And so I've got to put Michigan at number one. And believe me. It pains me like nobody's business to put them up there, but I've got to try to be true to what I believe.
0: Yeah, we respect it. They beat your number one team. You move them up there. A lot of things can happen in the next few days. Excited for your top ten. We got any gimmicks uh, today, General?
11: Yeah, I got one gimmick, and we talked about it a little bit already, but I've got my Sixth Sense Award that I'm putting out there because, Coach, I haven't seen an ending quite like this since I found out that Bruce Willis was dead in the Sixth Sense. and When I'm watching... I'm watching Jalen Milrow dance around and no pressure like you talked about, and he drops that 33-yard dime right back in the corner of the end zone. I'm sitting there thinking as defensive coaches are everywhere, as D-Butt just pointed out, as AJ's pointing out, get some pressure on the guy, but give Jalen Milrow credit. They practice it. Nick Saban is a situational football guy. And that's a situation you see once a decade, and they executed on it for an ending like nobody's business.
0: All right. Well, they saw dead people out there. Mm -hmm. And we don't. Whenever we see you, we see a man that's alive. We appreciate the hell out of you, General. You're the man. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Carpenter. Hey, Bobo! Let's go from college football rankings to a college football story that is awesome. This man has a big brain. Huge big, big brain. So much so that he was given head coaching duty at the Duke Blue Devils football team. Wow. And what did he do you oh, do? I don't know. Made him a national story, made him relevant. And you get a chance to meet him, you can see why. He's incredibly football intelligent. He's incredibly handsome. Mm-hmm. And if you see his head, you could tell he's a football guy. Oh, yeah. Used to play safety. Flew around whenever he was playing as an Ivy League player. Ooh. He's a former defensive coordinator at numerous stops where his defenses just ate up like the hungry, hungry hippos. No, no, no. And now, the biggest story in college football, it was who will fill in the spot that was left when $76.8 million was paid to fire Jimbo Fisher and move on ladies and gentlemen it's this man head coach of the texas a&m aggie football team mike elko
13: thanks pat appreciate you still got still got the hype man going in my corner i appreciate that from you always
0: well to be clear when i started hyping you up there i didn't know if you were on the
13: zoom call or if we were connected or not so as i was i was on you're on. I was on. Like I was in the corner getting ready to come out into the ring. Um, you had me going.
0: Okay. Well, first of all, on what I didn't say in there, and I think we'd all like to – congratulations, man.
13: Yo coach, go, Coach. Congratulations. I oh, appreciate you. Now really, – Really exciting time for me. Exciting time for my family. Obviously, this is, this is a dream opportunity that we've been hoping for for a long time, and so – um. yeah, I'm so excited to be here and be part of this thing.
0: Okay, so you were there a few years ago, obviously, as defense coordinator. You leave to go be the head coach at Duke. What you do at Duke is phenomenal from a football standpoint. Game day was down there. We were down there. Your players loved you. Your team loved you. Now, in the world that we're in right now, getting to a place like Texas A&M, we all just saw the $76.8 million buyout. It's like you're going to have an opportunity now to kind of, you know, recruit, and do things that maybe you weren't able to do at Duke, no offense to Duke, but like now you're getting an opportunity to really go, right? Is that what's kind of drew you to Texas A&M? And how do you feel now about what the next steps are to kind of get the team back on track?
13: Yeah, for sure. I I think obviously this is a place that is resourced and supported at a level that you can win it all. Right. And and as a coach, that's what you want. You want to, you want to be supported by a fan base and, and resourced in a way that you can go out there and you can win the whole the whole thing. And we certainly can do that. And then, um, you know, what's next? What's next is everything. You know, we got to put a staff together. We got to start building relationships with the current class that's committed. We got to build relationships with the guys in this building. Um, and we got to go to work. And, and we've got to become what this program is capable of becoming. You know, it's it's certainly uh, been well documented how much this place has to offer. Uh, we've got to make all of that a reality. Hell yeah. Go
9: ahead. Right, AJ coach where are you at in, in the the process of building your staff that's something that not as many casual fans I think talk about you got to come in and and find the right staff and who you want to hire who do you want there how difficult is that and how long do you think that will take
13: yeah I, I mean obviously it's it's critical right the, the pe- people that back me and the people that support me and you know the pyramid that we form from the top down throughout this organization is ultimately what leads to our successes and our failures and so uh, we're going to do it as fast as as we can but we're also going to make sure we do it the right way and that we get guys in here that uh can coach football can relate to kids can recruit uh and can do all the things that you need to do uh to build the program we want to build are you sitting in your office right now where are you i am sitting right in my office
0: i like how we got nothing on it yet nothing Hell yeah. Not, no, nothing
13: n- not nothing n- decorations will come next year Oh, I respect Oh, We got we to win a bunch of games. We got to get a bunch of recruits. We got to get some people in this building. Uh, there's an awful lot of things that are going to happen before we start decorating stuff.
0: Okay, so I assume that there's going to be a lot of places that wanted your services, for how good of a football coach you are and for everything we learned about you this year. Now, we should have known about you before. We apologize. But learning about you, you seem to do everything right. Texas A&M, like, obviously, they have all the resources to everything – Is it a place you think that can go or is it a place that you're going to have to win right now? Like what are your expectations from the people that you're talking to at Texas A&M and what have others maybe told you about potentially taking this job versus maybe another place that you could have went to?
13: Yeah, no, I think this one was a little bit unique for me because I know this place hands down, right? And I spent four years here and uh I've said this to a bunch of recruits. I know every reason why we should win a national championship here and I, I kind of know some of the reasons why we haven't. And and I'm the guy that can come in here and my opinion and bridge this gap the way we need to and um the reason why i'm here is you know one because of how special this place was to me and my family for the four years that i was here last time and the two because i think we can do it all we can win it all and we could do it the right way and and those two things for anybody who knows me or anybody who's ever talked to me um that's all i've ever wanted i wanted a place where i could win it all the right way, and, and that's what I think we can do here at Texas a m
0: That's phenomenal. Their fan base is always
13: there. Always there. Every Great. video I've seen, they, they are always, always. there. Any Would game, you... any time, any opponent, whenever, wherever, we're going to be 103,000 strong in Kyle Field.
0: Coach, these videos have been hitting the internet, though, the night before games. They're called, like, yell practice or something. Something like that, yeah. You need to... Yeah. B- you need to... I mean, I assume it's a massive tradition, but those need not get let out publicly.
13: Can't have it. (laughs) You know, those need to to stay
0: in-house. Those need to stay in-house, Coach. You know what I mean?
13: Yeah, well, here's the thing you got to realize, though, Pat, and and I tell this to people all the time. I've told them this about Texas A&M, right? People outside of it maybe don't understand it, but the spirit of this place is unique. And you tell me where else you can get 50,000 fans in the stadium 24 hours before kickoff.
0: Okay. All right. No. Hey, listen. Maybe keep the yield price. That's oh, so true. All right. yeah. 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 Just saying. Hey, uh,
13: Darius. I'm just saying. Darius, not a lot of programs that can put that many people in a stadium that far before kickoff.
3: People loyal down there. Yeah. Darius has a question I'm for send you. Sending a couple of them out to out to Houston to help, help my guys out. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, something uh, a lot of people don't talk about, and obviously you have experience with with it. Congratulations once again. But how tough is it to kind of move on, and I guess up, you know, in this business, is coaching, especially recruiting kids, and then moving on. How challenging is that for a coach?
13: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's the worst part of, of what happens, you know, and, and obviously, listen, I made the decision to come here and. Um, to some degree words become hollow at that point, but um, you make a lot of special connections. Uh, I'm very thankful to president price and athletic director, Nina King. You know, they were the ones who believed in me and gave me that opportunity. There were an awful lot of people around that program that supported me. And, you know, there's a lot of players in that locker room that believed in me and all of that comes together and creates this opportunity for me. And, um, you know, in some to de- some degree you turn your back on all of that and, That's never easy, um, and that's not something that that I take lightly at all. And um, The best I can do is just say that I'll I'll be there to support them, and um, whatever they ever need from me, I'll be there for them. Okay,
0: so let's talk about that. Ty has a question for you.
2: Yeah, Coach, just curious. Like When you come into this situation, how do you balance the use of the transfer portal and recruiting? Because obviously you want to recruit your own guys, and and you need to do that because the portal is, in a sense, almost kind of just slapping a Band-Aid on things um for you know a quick turnaround but when you understand the expectations you know like at Texas A&M it's not one of those things where it's hey we have a bunch of time to get our own guys in here and we can kind of take the lumps and and maybe not do that great until those guys develop like how do you kind of manage that fine line between hey we want to go out and we want to recruit our guys but we also need to kind of look in the portal and try to improve very quickly for next year.
13: Yeah, I think the first part of that is is culture wins and and talented culture wins championships. And so that has to be at the premium. And so everyone that we bring into this program has to wanna be part of Texas A&M football. Uh, and so a large chunk of that is always going to be high school recruits. Uh, we play in the greatest football state in the country. Oh, uh, oh, the high oh. school football in Texas is where everything will start for us. Uh, making sure we de- build relationships with everybody in this state and, and clean this state out for every kid that we think fits <laughs> us the right way. Um, but then you got to expand, right? And, and expansion nowadays is going national and recruiting, and, and it's the portal. And the portal's always got a piece of how you recruit and how you supplement your roster.
9: Go ahead, AJ. Coach, I would imagine your time that you've already spent there on campus, you already have great relationships with a lot of the big-time high school coaches in Texas. How big of a part is that? Like, How easy did it make it to come back there knowing you already have these relationships in place and, like you said, you want to clean Texas out of all the talent that would fit your program?
13: Yeah, I, I think it's it's just knowing that people are going to support you and believe in you, right? Anytime you go to a place where you've established relationships, you've done things the right way. Always oh, gone. They're throned uh, When you can go back into that environment, you know those people are going to support you every way they can, and um, you know that in and of itself creates a comfort level that makes this feel like it could happen really fast for us.
0: What was the interview process like? You know, did you have to lay out, like, your recruiting pitch to people you know in Texas? Was it they wanted you, they were pitching you bad to come back? What was the whole kind of give and take to get you to this point?
13: Um, You know, those things are always extensive. It it started starts with a little bit of an initial conversation and then um you know a lot of times it's the body of work and and that's all I've ever sold you know I sold the body of work of what I did here at Texas A&M for 4 years and what we did on defense incrementally getting better every single year that I was here and then what I did at Duke as a head football coach and um I've always kind of let my body of work speak for who I am I've not been a guy who uh goes out publicly and makes a lot of loud outrageous statements um it's just not who I am that's probably why you never heard of me prior to you coming <laughs> (laughs) down to campus and checking in on us but um, you know if you check my background and you check who i've been and you check what i've done over the years uh that'll measure up against anybody in the country
0: Uh, a lot of the guys that you had over duke on the coaching staff going to make the trip with you or do you have to recruit those guys i assume because whenever you have success everybody's looking to grab a piece of that
13: yeah no doubt And, and listen you try to be as loyal as you can to the people who helped get you here um there's there's uh quite a few guys that will fit Um, you know, and then there's other guys, you know, the hard part about when you do this, people don't realize is. You know, there's there's a whole bunch of people you have relationships with in coaching uh, and either cross paths with them and respect them or uh, have worked with them or spend time with them. And uh, you got this huge pot of guys. And what I have to do is I just got to put together the right puzzle for Texas A&M at this time. And uh, again, we're going to take our time and do that the right way. How happy are you to be back in the SEC, get a chance to chat with
0: Feinbaum today? That's a dream come true. We're back in the SEC.
13: I'll tell you what, you, you know you've made it when you get a request to double-team McAfee and Feinbaum in the same day. Whoa, um, whoa. That's, when you know, that's when you know you're where you want to be as a coach.
0: Hey, listen, <laughs> that's a tag team yep. that I think the world doesn't need a lot of, but you are going to crush it, obviously, on that show as you did this one. We can't wait to see what you do down there, man. You're a good ball coach and a good dude. We're proud of you.
13: Yeah, I appreciate you, Pat. I appreciate everything you guys have done for me this year and uh, obviously look forward to continuing this and uh, just appreciate your show, everything you're doing, everything you guys are about.
0: Well, it's stupid. You know that. So I, I appreciate uh, the fact that a super genius like yourself can appreciate it. Now, as you're piecing together that contract, you're like, if they want to fire me, it's fine. But I know how it goes down here. We need seventy-nine million yeah. yep. to buy out of this thing. How, how much of that? How much of that business that is taking place? And the coaching, college coaching business is obviously an insane one. And there's a fine gentleman who is a southern, southern boy who's really at the pinnacle of all of it, Mr. Jimmy Sexton. How much do you pay attention to all that? And how quick did that deal get done for you to get to Texas A&M once you guys agreed that you were the right for each other?
13: Yeah, listen, I'm I'm gonna be the unicorn in this business and how this stuff goes. Um, I started getting paid way more than I needed to to coach football a long time ago, and so I got people that handle that. Um, I want a job, I want an opportunity, I want to win football games, I want to win championships. Um, the rest of that stuff, I let other people handle. And um, you know, listen, we get what we get, and it's crazy. And uh, from how I grew up, where I started in this business, uh, I was at the United States Merchant Marine Academy calling plays. And so uh, I've way exceeded expectations from where this thing started for me. Hell, yeah. Well, congrats. You've
0: earned it all along the way. Ladies and gentlemen, new coach at Texas A&M, Mike Elko. Yeah. Thank you, Pop. Yeah. Oh. Appreciate you guys. Hey, thank you, man. Make sure they pay you if if they fire you, though. Not when, if. Hopefully and, not. Yeah,
13: make sure. I may, I may hire you. You're going to be half agent, half hype man.
0: Hey, you got it, bro. You got it. Hey, I'm I'm okay with that job. Pretty good at both of them. You're the man. You deserve it all. Coach Elko, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Yeah. Coach. We love that guy.
1: Yeah, Yeah, they're going to go.
0: I think so. Absolutely. And he said, like, this place has the backing to win it all. What he said was, this place has the money to be able to do whatever the hell we need to do. Right. And that's why whenever Jimbo Fisher gets fired, everybody says, oh, 77 million, 77 million, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's a huge story. It is. But every other coach is like... They're paying 77 million for somebody to leave there. Think about how much money they'll spend to get people in there to to do that entirely. Not just for them, but for his staff. Mm -hmm. So he can pay a coaching staff. Mm -hmm. And then obviously with the way recruiting is now in the transfer portal, how it's free agency pretty much. When he was at Duke, now obviously Duke is a very well-to-do school, and I had a great time down there. It was awesome. I appreciated it all. It's like at Texas A&M, a little bit different. Like, hey, if there's a Texas quarterback maybe that is thinking about going to SEC Texas, they're also in the SEC, or thinking about going to Texas A&M, all of a sudden the Duke boosters are like, Go to another state. You know, yeah. Let's find another. There's got to be another quarterback out there. We're like, man, I $7 million, $5 million. Get out of you here. What, fucking nuts. What are we talking about? It like, M's like, how much are we, we going to pay? How much are you get Shit,
2: give him fifteen. million. You're right. <laughs> You're Just right. Fine. You don't deserve that. You
0: deserve more money. It's like, not that Mike Elko will waste that. He will use that in a very intelligent manner but the fact that he has that as an added weapon on top of what he already can do it's like he's already got a good eye for talent yeah. we've been able to see that for what he's been able to build and now he's going to be able to get in some guys you know recruit some guys that have not been touchable uh, by a mike elko staff before it's good it's a weapon good for
1: him it was quick too at duke it's not like that took very long. Like it was two. It was one bad year, and then right away they had this year. And obviously, if Riley Leonard doesn't get hurt, they're probably in a much different position. But, yeah, Texas A&M might go.
0: And you heard Riley talk about him.
1: Yes. And you heard everybody else talk about him. It's like –
0: and you heard his answer there. He's like, you feel like you turn your back kind of
2: yeah.
9: on
0: everybody over there. He's still battling with the guilt yeah. of – For sure. Like,
9: hard, hard, of business. hard though. Hard now, too. Like the guilt of leaving. Okay, there's probably a couple people you want to bring with you. How many guys on the the staff do you keep? I know they've already announced some different guys than the a and staff that won't be coming back. Like that's a tough process. Not only do you have to figure out who's available, who you can hire, but that's the great thing about A&M, and that people don't talk about much. When you have money to hire your assistants, that's the biggest thing. A lot of coaches go back and try to renegotiate contracts where they add like an extra million that they can spread out to their coaching staff. Like that's a big deal, man. You got to be able to pay the best assistants.
0: Allegedly, it's why Rich Rod ended up leaving West Virginia. Allegedly really? why he went to Michigan is because he couldn't get any money to pay stat, like his staff. Yeah. He couldn't get any more money to pay his staff at all, let alone recruiting money and everything like that at that time in West Virginia. But it's like paying the staff is a whole nother added amount of money that nobody thinks about. Recruits, we got to pay for recruits. We got to pay the head coach. Obviously we got to build facilities. We got to yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks about like, yeah, but who's like developing what we got going on? Cause there's good coaches and then there's. Some bad coaches, there's plenty of them, yeah. There. There's bad coaches, I think. I,
1: they I, got 11 million, I believe, is from the sheets that was released to the public. Is how much he has in a pool for assistant coaches.
0: Pretty good amount of money, yeah, for sure. What's like what's that compared to other big schools? Yeah, I don't know. And I, I assume he could probably get more if he needed it too. yeah.
3: What's like the structure, uh, typically when it comes to like roster building in the colleges, all on the head coach? I know because I know some guys are more football guys, and then maybe you have like a recruitment coordinator or like. Guys, like, how, what's that Yeah, like a general kind of manager? Do they have a yeah. – I, I, I think it's
0: coach. Head coach, got to I, be. I think they're calling most, all the shots. I think they're part of it. They probably have people that go through it at some places. Like, Saban talks about having a sports psychologist and this, and I assume they have, like, people that are like, hey, we need this type of guy or this type of position. We have weaknesses in this. But it's, I think it's always the I'm head coach. Especially, too,
3: uh,
4: especially
0: you probably, a
2: guy like him who's said multiple times, like, how important his culture is. Like, I don't think – like, he's probably wanting to meet these kids and see, and he's not just letting some guy be like – Oh yeah, this kid would fit in no problem. You know, like he probably he probably wants to meet him and talk to him face to face. This
0: made its way onto X. This is allegedly Elko's contract, and right there, salary pool for assistant coaches, analysts, operating, recruiting, strength and condition, eleven million. Is that per year or for the entire thing? Mm. Who knows? Uh, Excited to see how he divvies that out and who he ends up getting. And he said, "Got to be the right fit for here." You know, all the people got to be the right fit for here. I'm excited to see what he thinks. Me too. Uh, Texas A&M goes. It'd be sick.
6: I like I trust Elko. Did you, did you see that firing clause? No. It's well, only seventy five percent now. They're not doing the full hundred percent like they did on the last one. Oh, you're talking about they, they yeah. negotiated another twenty five percent. I think it's the
0: same agent, I think. They negotiated uh Really? I think. I think. Nice.
6: What
9: if he wants to bring Jimbo back to be his D coordinator?
2: He's an offensive guy, isn't he?
9: Yeah.
0: Well Elko's a D coordinator. Jimbo?
9: Yeah. Well is he calling the defense? I don't
0: know. I don't know if Elko won't be. Santucci was doing it for him over there. Oh, yeah. Duke. Pittsburgh kid, right? That's why I remembered him. He was the one I thought of actually. Whenever I was like, "Go ahead and say you're bringing Santucci in the SEC. Good for this <laughs> yeah. kid Good for this. Kid out of Pittsburgh. We got to make sure we got the right fit in there. I think they wanted the interim coach too. You know what? I think some of the players. Some Players,
6: yeah. Definitely liked him, Elijah Robinson. He was the assistant head coach and D line coach. Who was the uh, coach at
0: Wisconsin before Fickle went in there? Former uh,
6: Jim Leonard. Jim yeah. Leonard. Uh, yep. Yeah. Remember, oh, there was a full it
0: was a huge thing. Keep yeah. him around. We yeah. want Jim to stay. He's one of us. Yeah.
1: He's as good here. Got- and he said he would keep him right, but then Jim Leonard was like, I- "I'm not. Yep. I don't want to stay." Stayed honest. in the Big Ten, right? Jim Leonard. I don't
9: know. Where do he
1: I- go? I didn't think he stayed. He I just wanted. remember I thought what, he's not coaching.
9: He's not. Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen him pop up.
1: But I know that when they hired Luke
0: Fickle, though, it felt like all those, we need Jim Leonard to stick around, kind of did get a little quieter. You know, it's like, oh, Fickle, pretty good coach. Yeah, yep. He's awesome. And then Leonard didn't chose not to stick around there. But yeah. that's all Illinois. Yeah,
2: that's, yeah that's, Illinois. Okay. That's like, a, big time. that's
0: like a two month process there where there's a lot of hurt feelings. Oh, yeah. But if you win games, guess who cares? Nobody. Well, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty
2: sure Jim Leonard turned down the Packers DC job. Like they were, what? Trying, they were trying to get him to, to come do it. Oh, wow. And I don't think he wanted to. And then. You know they yeah, hire... But he, so he was there, it. he was yeah. coaching
6: in the NFL before the yeah. Wisconsin, right? Yeah, Bills or Ravens or sounds like
2: you know. Why don't you just say it?
6: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I remember playing against him. He was a hell of a player.
1: Great, he was awesome. Heady. great player. Yeah, use that thing.
6: Yeah, it's like what all, undersized white guys. Boom. Just do that.
0: There's no reason for. Yeah, have to. Yeah,
6: you're not even. No ha- well, <laughs> it's not, not even using it.
2: Expensive piece of equipment. Yeah. It's not your microphone.
0: What
6: the hell? It sounds... Yeah. It made the sound of that. That was the perfect sound. Do it on the corner
1: of that table. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong.
6: And wrong. we
0: just got, speaking of wrong, Jim Leonard never coached the NFL. He didn't coach? <laughs> no, oh, never, no. Coached never coached the NFL. Maybe you hit your head off too many microphones. Hey, cute. Maybe. This is perfect. Let's cover some things we haven't covered today. Aaron Rodgers is thrown on the practice field today. Whoa. They opened his 21-day window in which they have to make a decision on whether he's going to be activated to the roster or if he's going to be put back on IR for the rest of the season in the next three weeks. If you remember, it was his left Achilles, right, that was torn. So whenever he's throwing here, see he gets a little – one-legged. Yeah, Ooh. He's going up onto one leg. He's spinning it a little bit. Obviously, big guy in the jacket gets in the way, gets out of the way. Throwing it hard. This is probably the day of the week in which he throws. He has a workout routine. They open his practice ability. Obviously, the world goes crazy. They see him on the field spinning it, especially going up onto one. Oh,
9: okay. Going up
0: onto one foot with a little two-step there, Man. a little explosion there. Is this guy about to do it, AJ? What do you know that we don't?
9: I don't know much, but uh, he did say yesterday he's excited to get back on the practice field. So, there he is. He's excited. He's
0: excited. Here's the first video that made its way up. I see to him go
9: up on his toe. I only see him go up on that left toe. He's up on
0: one foot, dude, when he's throwing on purpose. This is clearly on purpose, right? Boom, oh. there. Let me lift my leg up. Let me showcase that I can go on one foot here. Is he wearing those super shoes?
1: I'm sure he is. Kind of looks like With it. With some studs in the bottom of them? Yeah,
0: make them cleats. Yep. Yeah, should. Make them cleats. You know, Tyreek has those Travis Scott's with cleats on the bottom. So cool. Have you seen those? Yes. Those things turn sideways. I was watching Hard Knocks because I looked at Shoe. I'm like, those are really cool. Are those built to be like running or whatever? He's bashing everybody on the field wearing mm-hmm. Travis Scott cleats. It's phenomenal. Those things were sideways at one point. He's just running right by somebody.
3: Absurd. Those cleats, if they. He's a cheat coat. He is. cheat code. It's ridiculous. So is Aaron.
0: This guy comes. Around. Yeah, I what mean, if they
3: played barefoot, everybody. Who do the Jets have this weekend? Just seeing, just yeah, seeing Aaron in that them. other field, that, that <laughs> practice field, that gives you, Falcons, you know, your
5: guys coming back. Three-point dogs to the Falcons at home.
0: Oh, Artie. Well, Falcons are hot right now, too. They're in, head, they're in the lead in the NFC South. Just a few weeks ago, they were calling for Artie's head mm-hmm. in LA, Athens. They're currently in the lead. They got the Falcons, then they got the Texans, then they got the
1: Dolphins, then they got the Commanders. Yikes. Browns, Patriots. Okay. So if they're in it at the end, that last game, Aaron might come back in.
2: Oh, that would be. Do you
1: imagine that they're eight and eight? Maybe that's January seventh to be determined.
0: Uh, the Browns game the week before—not one you want to. I mean, the Browns defense—not necessarily unless sure. Miles is out. They got the Commanders though. December twenty fourth, right before Christmas. Ooh!
9: But if they if the Jets lose this next game, they still have hope. Can they lose two games, the next two, and still have hope to make I, I don't think so. No, no, nine is that number. Yeah,
0: with the AFC, with yeah. where everybody is, I don't think they can lose a couple straight here. They're going to have to get going. Come uh, on, Tim. Falcons, Texans, Dolphins, next three. Have to win two of those.
1: Yeah, if yeah. they if they win Falcons and Texans, maybe he does come back for that third one.
0: Well, if he doesn't, let's say – Commanders on Christmas Eve.
1: That's what Rapsheet said he was aiming for, allegedly.
0: Rapsheet said he was aiming for that? Yeah. Okay. He doesn't know. Sure, Aaron agrees with that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All of our responses. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But he also did not tell us yesterday he's going to be
2: back on the practice field, literally. And will behold.
8: Less than 24 hours later.
0: So what do we know? Fucking nothing. We don't know. A damn, that guy knows though. Yes, he does.
9: You said yesterday, he He said yesterday, can't wait to get on the practice field tomorrow. Jason Kelsey was chit chatting on a local radio show in
0: Philadelphia about what happened with the defensive line, Jordan Phillips, and we obviously saw a couple great plays there by Jason Kelsey. He was talking about, uh, you know, maybe a little dirty play happening in the Eagles Bills game. Well,
1: what the heck was going on with Jordan Phillips, their D-tackle, going after Cam <laughs> Jurgens? I mean, like going yeah, no, full
3: speed,
10: yeah. not backing off, just trying to crush him. What's the deal with that? Well, you know, I, I think um, the one play was a quarterback sneak. And, uh, you know, I think teams are really, you know, trying to stop that play. They talk about it all week. I'm sure they label it as some type of, like, Level of toughness to stop the play. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was bullshit at the time. I really did. and <laughs> I I said so to the official on the field. I said, listen, I've been running that play a, long, a lot of years. Um, I have seen people jump off sides. He made zero effort to stop after yeah. he jumped off sides. Absolutely. He purposely, he purposely tried to hurt Cam I thought did. I thought, it, I thought oh. it should have been a personal foul, and I think he should be fine for that play. Now, I'm not going to comment on the rest of the game, there were things happening with the fans. I don't know what happened that got him that fired up, but I thought that play in particular was absolutely a disgrace that the NFL should not allow. I really yeah. do. And I'm not – I don't know Jordan Phillips. He might be the best guy in the world. Um, but that, in my opinion, the NFL needs to do something about him because yeah. that shouldn't be allowed in this game. Yep. At this level, I thought – and I thought the officials did not do a good job officiating that play. I agree. I really didn't. That's I think a that that was so clearly – Travis not stuck. a offside. That, John. that was a yeah. personal foul. Yeah. And it should have been stipulated right from that moment. And because they didn't call that, you saw things happen throughout the rest of the game.
0: Okay, so setting the tone is what Jason Kelsey's talking about. Here's the play that he is referring to. It was a brotherly shove where Jordan Phillips jumped offside and continued to run his feet all the way back, and the ball is clearly not snapped. A.Q. Shipley, uh, we'll go to you now, obviously, because you're a man who appreciates. Yeah. The trench warfare. Vita Vea is the man for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who defeated the Brotherly shove earlier this season. What Kelsey said there is there just like honor amongst the trenches, what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do? Because he said that was like disrespectful to the NFL pretty much.
6: That's 100%. 100%. He's 100% right. That's bullshit. I mean, you just can't let that happen. It's one of those plays where, yeah, you can jump off sides, but the minute, you know, you know as soon as you make contact. It's offsides. Like, just fucking shut it down. D-butt, what are
3: you oh. thinking from the defense Oh, okay. All right. oh. I just saw a guy try to fucking snap his shoulder <laughs> off. <laughs> 15 yep. yards pass. Yep. Was the play still going? We don't know. We don't know. We don't was know. the play still going? Hey, yeah, that play right there, fourth and one, and Kelsey knows this, that was a, a tone setter. Look, we're going to send this tone. Sometimes you play certain quarterbacks, maybe banged up. Hey, we're going to hit him low or whatever. We're going to get a personal file and we're going to go over, go about the game. It is, come on, man. Wasn't it Kelsey. I love Jason. Didn't he, uh, didn't Colts and Philly have a joint practice where it was. What? I don't remember what, that. He, he, fight. Fight. he did. He yeah, was, he's firing. Yeah, I think
0: yeah. he is Franklin late actor. 80 plus 65 plus
3: mm. 30s 170
6: 184. Fuck Jordan Phillips set the tone, man. They only fucking gave up 185 yards rushing.
3: Hey, it ain't worked at all, fuck.
0: Oh god. He hey, hey, set a hell of a, tone. Set hell of
6: a tone. Good job, man. A.J.,
0: what are your thoughts on that? Jason Kelsey is not normally going to say that type of thing either, by the way. No. That's very abnormal, I think, for Jason Kelsey and any offensive lineman to kind of say. So there must have been more throughout the game that was happening where he was like, this guy, wait, hey, come on. Like, we're kind of, this is the NFL type of thing. How do you feel about it, A.J.?
9: Yeah, I mean, I I get there is like a – it is a big fraternity in the NFL. Like, you, people legit are not trying to hurt players. Like, you're trying to you're trying to annihilate them, but you're not doing things late and cheap to hurt players. There is a, a respect thing. But I get I get it. Games get fired. He just kept his legs going. I, yeah, I, I understand why Kelsey is upset 100. percent But also, if that's a D lineman on my squad. I'm not too upset with him. Like I'm thinking, all right, hey. okay, bud. Now we, we got to stand up and actually stop the run, though. Hey, okay. now, they know what we're, now they know what we're about.
5: Mm-hmm. He did no. have two false starts on that last drive in regulation, so it could have worked. Maybe it did. Oh, got him a little bit done. Yeah, he you was think? jumpy. Nervous. Jumpy with that hand.
3: Jordan Phillips fought a, fought a fan. Yeah, he, yeah, he was robbed up. Got everybody fired up. You're not stopping that play anyway, so shit. Well, Vita yeah. Vea
0: did. I, I saw Vita Vea in real life this weekend. <laughs> That's hilarious. His calves, bro. Actual, I'd say they're eight pound bowling balls. You know, you go to like a bowling oh yeah, alley sure. or, oh yeah. and they have the different size balls and yep. everything. I would say eight pound bowling balls are what each of his fucking calves are. It was, it was right in front of me. I'm literally, That's I'm true. ten yards away. I took photos. I'll send, I'll send a photo. I, I, it's kind of weird photos I took. To be honest, <laughs> I just why I didn't post them.
2: Well you never? I'm them zoomed
0: before. in on this guy's fucking calves. I'm Like, look at this thing's calves, and then you see it's. And I'm saying it. I Paul. I don't know. He he. Him. I Vita he, He's three people wide. Oh yeah. He's three people wide, and his calves are literally the size of your quads. And then he's just moving all. over. And then we watch his high school. F- he
2: was a running back. Yes, he was crazy.
0: He's one on one, and he's the one that defeated the brotherly shove this year. And that's what every D-line D line and defense coordinator to Jason Kelsey's points like. Vita stopped it. So. <laughs> are we going to be able to, are we going to be the team that's going to stop it or not? Or are we just going to let Jason Kelsey and Jalen Hurts crowd surf over our backs like they do to every other team? And if it seems like more often than not. They're getting surfed.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's just the way brotherly shove football goes, baby. The way Vita, too, was lining up sometimes when he was right over the center. Like, obviously, you know, you talk about Nick Bosa being a jungle cat, being two yards. He's just like in a almost like a sumo wrestler stance, like squatting down. Just, it, it must just be impossible to move him. If he's, if he's lined up like that,
3: how the hell can you do it? Well, Vince Wilford. You ever played against Vince? Yeah, him too. Oh, yeah. I played against Vince. He, he was a monster.
6: I just sent the
0: photo. Casey Hampton. I just sent the photo oh. that I took. So it should be in the group text here in a matter of moments. He's fucking gigantic. I took a, a full photo because you can clearly see him in the full photo with how wide he is. I've never seen anything like that. I was so pumped to just see it. Because we've had a chance to have him on the show. But when he's FaceTiming, on, look at those fucking Old things.
9: Baby.
1: Crazy.
0: Look at those things, dude.
9: He's got great feet as well. That's mm-hmm. the thing. His feet are like he's... You know, he moves like he's a DB almost. What was he calling?
0: Uh, big in, baby. Big, big girl. girl. Yeah. Big girl. So he was close enough. I guess that's what he was calling in Dominic Sue. I'm not saying
4: that. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> just
0: saying this is what he said on our show. And in FaceTime, I don't think you get the full f- effect of how big of a human he is. But whenever he was, like, close, I was almost, like, marking out, like, hey, big girl. And then I didn't want to, you know, have him get offense, especially after seeing him in person, how big he is. It's so, like, you know, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. I'm just going to let that thing do its thing. He's a beast. Monster. He Absolute a, monster. What, like, um, hello, Dinata, right? At some of those D tackle positions throughout the history. You obviously yep. brought up Casey Hampton. Uh, old buddy, yeah, Vince Will for Gilbert was, Brown. I watched Vince Willford.
6: Sean Rogers. Albert
0: Hainsworth. I watched Hainsworth. Vince fork hit Donald Brown one time. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how Donald got up. Donald thought he was free, (laughs) so he's running full speed. He's like this, and this thing came from the side. And just, compl- we turned that song bitch sideways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that was, oh, my God. As a whole, and Donald hopped right up because he's a, a stallion and a dog and everything like that. But that was when Vince was just starting to get all the love and accolades at the end of his year, where they were talking about he swims, that's how he stays in shape, he doesn't run anymore, and he's obviously an incredible cook. He yeah. he took over games for the Patriots there for a
3: bit. Oh, yeah, he was a big part of that, that early run. But he, I've never seen a man move other, like, grown men in the tra- – like, people would – they would double-team, deuce, whatever, and that shit would just not move. And then I, when I first got there, it was him and Richard Seymour. Oh, yeah. He was, like, the five techniques. So he was another just grown-ass man amongst me. Albert Hainsworth, you know, when he wanted to play, when he had it turned on, he was unbelievable. He, you know,
1: he- Vince <laughs> is the butt fumble. The, the reason the butt fumble happened is because Vince Wilfork couldn't move him, and then, obviously, Sanchez is coming to the line, and Vince Wilfork just pushes the dude – into Mark Sanchez fumble.
0: Yeah, it was like whenever you punt and the person, the gunner, tries to throw the corner into the returner, mm-hmm. which is a great strategy and oh, a good yeah. move. Vince Wolford used to do that to offensive linemen. <laughs> yes. Alright, I'm going to throw him into the running back. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to make a tackle here. Did you and Vince ever dance? Oh, yeah. How'd that go? So what, what did You You just said, you know, well, I'm going to get my I mean, ride just, right
6: underneath. Listen, I've played against so many of these big guys. It's like, you, you just have to know what you're, you have to try and run zone plays to get them moving because you can't if you try and run the duo scheme or anything downhill at them, they just sit there and take up space, and you can't move them. So it's like you try and get them moving to let them run themselves out of the play and hopefully cut
1: behind it. Use hopefully their the leverage a Yeah, bingo. That's what's crazy about, like, Vince and definitely Vita. Like, those zone plays move. now, yeah, their feet are ridiculous. Have, there was yeah. a
0: couple of plays where I think Vita wasn't necessarily attempting to slaughter somebody, and it was like those were obvious. But then, like, whenever they needed one, oh, it was yeah. like, here we go. This is – there's about to be a display of strength here that I don't think we have in many places. So congrats to the big guys doing their thing, and congrats to us getting a chance to give away maybe 20 people $500. Wow. Hell
4: yeah.
6: All
0: AQ Shipley's got to do is something. AQ, what do you want to do? You want to throw a football, shoot a basketball, maybe yeah. make some putts? Put again. No, no, no.
2: Puts. Yeah.
0: Puts. Oh, well, so we can turn didn't every Didn't he make eight, eight, out eight, eight out of eight? Eight yeah. out
2: of eight putts last hand? No more like putts. I believe he was one of seven. I felt great. Made
9: that. the first yeah. one, though, didn't he?
7: Mm-hmm.
9: Is that one back on?
2: Yep.
3: Talk. Yo, 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 yo,
7: yo. yo. Nope. No. Nope. No, it's not. He's got to hit the You okay. got to turn it back. back on. Yeah, turn it, that antenna? It
3: Leave your shirt over the antenna let it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let the antenna breathe,
7: maybe. Thank you, butts. Super
6: fashionable. I better? We better? We back? We
0: back? There we back? Yeah, there you we go. go. Oh. I'm just going to hold it like so this. So the yeah. issue is, it's like that mic would be good for you when you were fat. Yeah. Because it would sit up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now that thing's going all the way down in between your chest, you know what I mean?
9: Hello. Because you got that. Ooh.
0: You got that old baby neck, yeah,
9: Ella. Yeah. So did you get all new clothes, AQ? Yeah, I threw. I literally donated
6: Jeez. six bags, six trash bags to Goodwill.
0: This is GQ Shipley now, uh, and what are you gonna do? You're gonna throw that football into that ball uh, hoop right over there? Into that hoop. Have you been practicing
6: throwing the football around?
1: Nope. In the Ferragamo. Okay. That
6: was our
0: Ferragamo. She's got a Louis belt on, too, right now. Wow.
1: Jeez. What happened to you, man? What happened? What
6: wow. do you mean? This is, hap- this, this is from the playing days. I'm proud of you. I'm on the last hole, though. You, you guys know how to add holes to belts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have okay. to do that, I think. You know what the
0: right move is. You get a nail. Get a <laughs> nail.
6: Just go right through it? Yeah. All right. Because every move. once
0: in a while, you'll take scissors. You're like, I got it. And a, and a phrase. <laughs> and I'll jam this thing in there, and then you bend it all, and it gets terrible. Yeah. Yeah, you got to take a nail, hammer, na- hammer, and nail. Oh. That's what
6: I'm doing. Stacking I'm them
0: Hold up. Darius knows that song. He was starting to sing with us. Yeah. We're, what is uh, the song? I just need like four words.
2: What? what? Fucking dog
0: tired by the five o'clock, five o'clock hour, but I'm ready to race some hell.
2: I'm
6: getting
1: ready. Who's that? Uh, oh. FGL?
0: Gassing that up the Chevy. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. Who is it?
0: FGL, I yeah, believe. Florida George Line. It is. Mm. Wow, They didn't crack my top five on Spotify. No, mm. they didn't crack it. Good top five. Mine? Good top five. Yeah, I got a solid. I got a, a good very good solid. Range. Top. Yeah, I got to check. Mine. Is it out on
6: Spotify today?
0: Yeah, your wrapped up thing. And thank mm. you to everybody that had us as their uh, top podcast. Listen, I forget that the show is a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot of people listening. I think we're top five sports podcasts on Spotify. We are. Sweet. Which is wild to think about. Uh, that's cool. We love it. We appreciate everybody that listens. New Heights, number one. Pardon my take, number two. Uh, Bill Simmons, I believe, is number three. FF Baller, that's the Fantasy Footballers, mm-hmm. I yep. believe. And then us sitting there at five. Look at us. Wow. Let's go. Podcast. Forget about
1: that a lot. What? The podcast. No. I really do tie every thanks, day thanks as no is no right i know every, it exists it right next to you I, I forget tie people, up what is that thing every I forget single people day actually listen to that and not the live show which we appreciate I, I obviously see it every day yeah i'm sure you do i'm just saying i forget people consume that way Thanksgiving was last week why don't you be grateful for your toxic table compadre
4: I am. a
2: lot of people still listen to the podcast actually i know a lot of people what have never seen
1: video of the show Wow. I see. Uh, that's Same. Wild. I know nobody that's never seen video.
9: Me too. Me too. Yeah. I don't do right. that only listen in their car to the podcast. So we'll go out to like
0: when we do the shows on Fridays when we run into people and I'll meet somebody and I'm like, hey, what's up? They're like, hey, big fan, man. Uh, listen to the podcast every day, going to work and coming home from work, or whatever. And I'm like, all right. Thank you for doing that. I completely, <laughs> Ty works really hard on that thing every single day. There's, there's a lot out there I'm learning today because the Spotify oh,
6: yeah. thing, this wrapped up. Today has been a big learning. I found day. out this is like a big, like, in the
8: office.
5: Construction oh, yeah. workers, too. Puts it up in the office. Huge. Podcast? Yeah. Yes.
6: Construction
0: workers? Yes. Because it's audio only, so you can't, because you can't, you got to use your hands. Yeah, yeah,
5: you can still listen all day long. Hey,
0: shout out to those yeah. construction workers out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. It's better not to see us anyways. Except for AQ, this guy looks good. Oh yeah, this guy's super dressed up, yeah. super nice. Don't look no, at me. cool. Who's got a better closet? You're Darius right now. You think Darius for sure? Yeah. I, don't I only know. got like seven AQ things. No, no.
6: I mean, this is. A re- I mean, I wore this twice. I think already on K
0: Fame. Nobody knows. Nobody right. knows that. People forget what you wore last week. I had no idea. You know, what needs to
6: come no. back though. Now that it's colder weather. What's that? Community sweatshirt. Oh, yeah.
5: No, I'd maybe throw that one in the old garbage bag. I
6: think you should go fuck yourself.
0: (laughs)
5: Oh,
6: geez. Two days in a row. Geez.
0: What's that about, (laughs) AQs? All right. On that note.
6: Here we go. I'm going to make it today.
0: If AQs, GQs. Can bury this football into that hoop right over there. Twenty people, five hundred dollars going into the holidays. It'll be a great little boost. Come on, AQ. AQ, do it for the people. After a great in the trenches thing. for the Come community, on, for the
5: community. AQ. That's what I'm talking about, Jumpy. for
0: everybody. AJ, Way to join in, AJ. Anything you say to AQ before he
9: takes his GQ shot here? I think he's going to bank this bank first one.
5: Let's
0: Ooh. go, AQ. So here we're going you. bank, huh? Come
6: we're we're on, go back. twenty
0: people, five hundred dollars. Put it in the hole.
6: Okay, here we go.
0: Super Bowl champion!
6: Oh, man. That was, oh, that was close. He was going for right the and yeah, then AJ right said, bang. Mm-hmm. So he
0: kind of got caught in the middle there. Yeah. This one, he's going to be decisive, and it's going to fall. And when it falls, GQ Shipley, 20 people, Go. $500. Top 10 college football program alum, Penn State Nittany Lion, Super Bowl champion, being a hero!
1: Oh, man, look good. Right on. Right on. The line is good. The line is good. Today has become Primate Wednesday.
4: Mm-hmm. We've
0: been talking a lot about macaques and orangutans and chimpanzees. Yep. And any monkey that exists out there.
1: The whole umbrella. Miss you, Harambe.
0: Rest in peace to Harambe. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Our own vanilla gorilla here. A man who is as wide as he is tall. Mm-hmm. Can bury a shot here, in twenty people can win five hundred dollars. Hey, Aqush. You train in a billionaire's basement for this moment right here. Your right. mental toughness of being a Super Bowl champion is going to come through. Connor's right. going to tell you a couple of things to focus on in this particular right. throw, actually.
1: Yeah, AQ, look, your, your shoes aren't really as great as everyone talks about. Thanks. And you haven't really thrown a football uh, in this office really ever. Uh, you can't really make putts. <laughs> you, your basketball shot isn't very good right now. But none of that matters. Just this throw Thank you. right here matters. Okay, perfect. I got it. Here we go. Here we go. 20 people, $500 with the actual albino. That was the worst one by a mile. Connor, your bettocs your stunk. Dude, what do you mean? I hyped you up so much you almost threw it over the, the fucking hoop. Is this the one?
0: You're an NFL guy. Why don't you turn around and look at your kin?
6: I mean. That does look like you. I mean. Yeah. I, I kind of wish I had a chest like that. Still. He's got
0: your goatee and everything. Yeah. Kind of your facial
7: expressions. <laughs> build. It's, it's like looking coming. in a mirror.
0: Hey Q, why don't you talk to GQ, GQ and AQ right here? You put, can you put your hands like that in, oh. the, face, in lean the, lean the, face. the face? Lean over. Lean over a little lean bit. In the face, yeah, lean
9: a little lean. Yeah, no,
6: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
13: yeah. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Same
0: this way. show does stuff no other show will do. That's right.
1: mm. About the one. All
6: right. I saw. Go this way. Which I way? This
1: way. So you're going to throw okay. all those balls at one hoop, and then you're going to change balls and switch hoops.
6: Yeah, because I remember. Yeah. It. I remember Same the last. Thing. The last. Okay. The last good.
9: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pep
1: talk. I got was
6: that the way that the ball goes, it yeah. comes back in off the okay. bank this way. Okay, Easier, yeah.
9: yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or, this, are you fucking lying to me?
0: No, this is just like the field goal kickers every single Saturday. I look at them. Have you ever kicked anything before? No. Okay, you toe bashing this thing? Are you just going to toe bash it? No, soccer style. You should toe bash it. Yeah. No, I'm a soccer style. Okay. All right, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, Randy Bauman, I believe, at DVE, he pulled out a tweet this past weekend, DVE back in Pittsburgh. He goes, McAfee's got to be telling these people they can't toe-bash it or whatever. It's like complete opposite, Randy. I want to let you know. I just saw the tweet within the last like day or so. I'm telling you, one guy had shit-kicking boots on with a straight front. Oh, man. Like old school. uh,
9: Toe-bash that all day long, man. Dude, that is...
0: Uh, half toe? a foot. The yeah. dude that had a yeah. George Blanche. Uh, jo- Blanda.
7: Blanda. Blanda. Blanda.
0: Like, he actually, this one kid had shit kickers on that had the flat front. And I'm like, this is perfect for a toe bash. He goes, no, I'm getting my friend's shoe. And I'm like, to do what? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm a soccer-style kicker. I'm like, you a toe bash.
7: I told the kid at JMU, too. Just tow it. Just tow bash it.
0: We've tried. So what I'm saying is we I've tried to help these people win yes. legitimately yeah. every single time. Now, that's supposed to be Herbie's job. Herbie instead has turned into these guys got no fucking shot. <laughs> he rules them out before they even step up to the entire thing. I'm like, Herbie, you're supposed to be baby facing here. I'm supposed to be the guy that's mad. Mm-hmm. And instead, it turns into Herbie going, this guy sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, just you, you swing hard. Dude. Just try and make contact here and do this whole thing. I'm very appreciative of all of them, but they need to toe bash it. Yeah, I agree. So you have to. So when I'm giving tips, I'm trying, I'm trying to help people win. Yeah. That's what I genuinely would like so people to That's why I'm doing. going
6: this
9: way.
0: Because I don't want any excuses. No. You know I, mean? no, I, 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 I want it to be fair and square. I want you to have every opportunity to win 20 people, $500. Whoa, with that Duke right there that was kicked off to myself in a game. Houston, Texas. It was filled back then, yeah. that stadium. Yeah. Never again. You put it into that hoop, 20 people, $500. Here we
1: go. AQ,
0: be a hero on this November
1: 29th.
9: Going into the holiday!
1: I didn't even look. Wow. I wasn't even watching. Didn't even hit
9: the bag, where he hit the metal around. Of course. Good hoop switch. Hit some putts. Oh, The bag. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Going for the hoop.
0: We have some breaking news. Kevin Savansky of the Cleveland Browns said Joe Flacco will be the backup uh, this weekend to DTR, who is currently in the concussion protocol. If DTR can't go, Flacco would get the start Yes. for his former rival. Obviously, he's a Baltimore Ravens hero. Our boy, Joey. And he's a member of the Cleveland Browns. Congrats, Joe Flacco. Back in the conversation. He'd be a great quarterback for that Browns team. Can't wait. A lot of a great this. Deep ball. Yeah. Great a lot of this. Ball. Yep. A lot of this. And when you get them sucked up,
10: Great Joe can hit any ball
0: that you need with that defense and how great they are. And I'm not saying DTR is not able to do this. We hope DTR is healthy and good luck to him. But if Joe Flacco is a starting quarterback in 2023 for the Cleveland Browns, that's must watch. Yeah. And I'm pumped up
2: about it. Absolutely. AJ,
0: any thoughts on footsteps, Joe Flacco, potentially being a starting quarterback in 2023?
9: I mean, honestly, it makes sense. Think about Flacco surrounded with, with a great defense and then surrounded by a lot of talent on offense. Joe Flacco seems like the perfect candidate for this job right now.
0: And we've had him on the program one time.
2: Correct. Mm-hmm. What's
0: up? <laughs> yeah. This is what he said. Yeah. Hey, it's Joe Flacco. Seemed like a super cool guy. He did. Everybody seems to really like Joe Flacco. I didn't realize
2: he was 15.
0: Doesn't matter.
2: That's awesome.
0: It doesn't matter what number it is. The only thing that matters is that he has a helmet on his head and a ball in his hand. Hey, yeah,
1: right.
2: you're right. That's
0: called heaven with Joe Flacco.
1: Yep. Welcome back, Joey Flacco. Welcome <laughs> back, Joe. Sorry, Mahomes. Got a new 15 in town. One fiver is a real deal. Mm -hmm. Hey,
0: Q, did I see you are about to fuck around with a little cornhole? Is that what I saw there? I had a bag. Before we were breaking some news, you walked right through the shot?
9: Yeah, where were we we throwing?
0: Um,
9: I mean,
1: can
0: you get one of those to the hoop? I don't even know if we have the cornhole board set up.
9: Throw it in the hoop. Throw it in the hoop.
0: Yeah, all right. If you put the cornhole bag into that hoop, 25 people, $500. Go ahead.
9: Jackass. Ooh. Oh,
1: we're close. Oh,
0: we are close. Now, with how easy that was, and now the thought that it is certainly attainable, we'll make it 30 people. Oh, okay. $500. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All you got to do is bury that cornhole bag into that hoop right over there on this November 29th, heading into the holiday season. Be a hero,
1: A.Q. Shipley. Here we go. Bank. Oh, no. This guy sucks. This guy stopped working out, too. There's another bag right there.
3: Where? Right right, right in, in front, front of, of your uh, face. Left, nope. left. 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 Nope. I got
6: two more bags I found.
3: Top of the desk.
6: Three more bags I found. Here we go. Won't need it. I think you got to go to that one. Yeah. Nope. I think. You think that one?
0: I think so. I mean, this seems too easy. I, I mean, yeah, he, just as somebody who has thrown bags with you before, feels like that was a little bit too easy. Don't you think?
6: I'm, I was pretty good at the cornhole. You were. You were pretty good.
0: That's why I think like that was pretty simple. All
6: right. You should have made that, by the way. Three. I should have three to this one.
0: Yeah, you got one. All you gotta do is make one okay. into that hoop over there. Come on, okay. and thirty people win five hundred dollars. AQ Shipley, formerly a very oh. good corn holder. Oh, okay, and there you go. You know. This now is the know. right one.
9: Is AJ? How was you? How are you a cornhole? Uh pretty darn good, man. If I understand AQ stepping with the right foot because that is kind of proper you know, cornhole technique. But when you have to go this far, I might go left foot forward, get a little push off so I can get some distance on.
0: J- AJ, you a, AJ, you you're a good cornholer?
9: I had the distance. Oh, yeah. That's how I pay my rent in college, by dominating people in cornhole. Oh, did you guys have it in the Packers locker room? No, we never, I never had it there. I just played it all through high school and college.
0: When it got introduced into the Colts locker room, boy, that was the first time I played. I love that game. So fun. That is a great game. And if you don't have any meetings on. or anything to worry about – you can play a good 4 or 5 hours a day. Yeah. And you can get okay. real good, real real good. And this is a sport that basically every town you go to in the Midwest, some kid there thinks he's the best cornhole player of all time. For sure. And you can real you said you paid your rent. I had a good time for a couple of years there making some money on the old cornhole boards. There's no way that doofus football player can throw those too, right? Yes. At some point I will be in that uh cornhole league as well. ACL. Uh, ACL? Yeah. I they they've invited me a few times because I've spoke publicly about my love for cornhole, Mm -hmm. and at one time how good I was at cornhole. But I believe that to be in the professional league of cornhole, you have to focus on that. There is levels to this shit. There is certainly a difference between being an okay cornhole player and being a precision thrower. So until I have the time to focus a couple hours a day on my cornhole throwing, I will not dive back into the world. But boy, when I was a professional athlete, and I didn't have shit to do during the day, I got pretty good with those bags. Mm-hmm. Agree. I felt real good about it. Now, should I have watched more film? Maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why Shane Perhaps. Littler deserves going to go into the Hall of Fame. But those were good times back then, AQ. And You're, you were a great player. Yeah, we used to, we used to be teammates a little bit. Yeah, a little that was the right two. place to be in that locker room. Yeah, it was. Yep, certainly. <laughs> me and Dwight Freeney.
1: Yeah.
0: He was not that great. No, he lost
6: potato never, chips. I don't know if we're allowed to say it.
0: Never with me. Oh.
1: Nope. Nope. All right. Oh, no. Okay. You really throw
6: a no chance. Last one. You can do this. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: thank you,
1: Shipley. Bear Rays! Did that go in? No, it didn't. no it didn't. I think that might have went in. It, it might have. It didn't. No. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> I think it went in.
9: It's <laughs> just selling it. Swoosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's been knit.
2: Unfortunately, it did not.
9: Can we get an instant replay? Did that go in? Thank you. <laughs> I thought I have, it might have. It may have. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I agree,
0: AJ. I've seen I've saw what you saw. <laughs> Like, is there a chance that thing slid through? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because where you banked it at feels like it should have went in. Yeah. Math says, science says that that one should have went in the hoop. But I think it went on the other side.
2: Oh, yeah. Not yeah. even close. Yeah, you're just being foolish. Yeah. <laughs> you're just being foolish? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. no
1: that was yeah. a good one. All right. No, that was an embarrassment. AJ oh. really screwed you up because you stepped with the right again.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're
9: right. Yeah, you don't want to change it up right there, but it's a, that's a long throw. It's a long toss. All right, you done? Yeah, I'm done. What about the hoops? What about Make the hoops? Make a putt. Make a
1: putt. He, he can't. That won't fucking happen. You what about the hoops? You want the dorsal fin? Oh yeah.
4: Damn
6: close. He did,
1: actually.
3: Calibrate. 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 We are trying our
0: best to have you be a winner. I'll somebody. putt. I'll putt too. Calibrate it. That is here it is. Not your a good slow mo on your last attempt. Oh, we got promise. We got hope.
6: Bank. No. Yeah. Oh, it hit the it hit the yeah, it was no. near. Yeah. No. It was, it was further was away than any.
0: Maybe, maybe your worst one yet. Have a good one, Frankie boy. Congrats on everything. Now, AQ, if you can bury that dorsal fin into that hoop over there, fifty people, five hundred dollars oh on this God. glorious. Come on, Winter Wednesday, November 29th,
11: two
0: thousand twenty three. Oh, oh my! You geez. throw that ball well. Yeah, he is one of the best he,
1: dorsal he, fin he, throwers on the planet. Yeah, that's going to be it for today. It's gonna be it for today. What a day.
6: For who? Everybody. (laughs) You're right.
9: Yes.
1: You're right.
10: Positivity.
9: Oh,
1: fuck. And that's. I mean, good toss, though. Yeah. Oh. Oh!
3: Come on! There's one more. There's one more right there. There's one more. more. Underneath. Right in front of you. Right in front. Ooh. Gotcha.
4: Oh!
0: Oh! Tough day. Yeah.
1: Not a single thing was made. I know. You got a college football, national championship football right there.
0: Got a graveyard out here. (sighs) Look at you,
2: Another one. flat ball. That's tough. Tough one. Yep.
0: Oh. Mm. Well, sorry about it,
1: people. We tried. tried. We yeah. tried. Throwing everything possible. Tried.
6: This wasn't because of lack of effort, alright, guys? People are going to judge us for this.
1: Mm-hmm. You know that. Dude perfect would never...
6: well, I well, we miss a hundred shots today? Should we rewind the tape? Do it 87 more times? Let's get out of here.
0: All right, we we apologize for not being able to win anything for anybody anywhere. Speaking of winners, we got to announce all the winners from this past week. It's coming up here in the graphic as soon as we get out of here. Yep. There it is. There's one of them. We'll be back. Uh tomorrow. Big time show. Huge, week huge. thirteen kicks off. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Good game Let's, game. Let's go, Cowboy Seahawks Let's, tomorrow. Yes. Let's go. Woo. We're gonna win for people tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. This is a good thing. Chuck Pagano tomorrow, he's gonna win. Yeah, yeah. I tell you. he's gonna win for the people. Yeah. yeah. Hey Q, great work today on work. Great work. You. work you. You. Jerry, it's great work. this week, pal. You Thank too. You. Well, really great work. Toxic Table way to go today. Yeah, uh, you yeah, Pat with that elephant work, shirt Pat. on and the hawk eyes. Oh, as we
2: sit right now. Now, Ty, what do you think the final score is? A little bit different than yesterday. Uh, I like the Hawks 12-7. Ooh. 12-7. That's a much different game. Four field goals? That's right. You're going to be like Chicago Bears? Bingo.
0: You know what? If this goes in, you're right. Okay. I
2: guess 14-10. Okay. Good to know. 44, too. So oh, we're going to steal one. I really tried to. Yeah, the offensive <laughs> explosion. AJ,
0: great work today. Great work, AJ. Boys in the back, wait go. Going, hey. All right, for the holiday season,
13: team on me, team on three. One, two, three. Team. Team. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice that might change your life. Goodbye.